Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. It's another edition of the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you. It's Monday night, 6.01 p.m. Pacific, and we have a lot to talk about tonight. 702-586-7857. If you have something on your mind, give us a call. Thank you for listening. It's Monday night, 6.01 p.m. Pacific. Got a great show lined up for you. Jeremy Martin will be on. Geico Honda's Jeremy Martin. The press release just dropped before we went on the air. He is out for the entire 2019 season. His injury at uh, Muddy Creek last year didn't heal right, and uh, he is out, needs another surgery, and going to be out all year long. So that's a bummer deal for Jmart, and uh, he's going to come on the show to talk about it. So Jeremy Martin will be on uh, from Geico Honda. Nick Way, friend of the show, Nick Way, will be on. Has been a while since we had the 2-7 on, and, and, and man, I really miss having Nick Way on the show. Thank you, Pookie. Appreciate it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, also, too, Adam Stern is on. Adam is a motorsports reporter for Sports Business Journal, and uh, it's his job to track uh, motorsports on TV, motorsports rights, motorsports uh, commercials, things like that. And uh, he definitely uh, was right on top of the whole news. Monster Energy Supercross going to NBC Sports slash NBC Sports Net, uh, Network for next year and beyond. So we're going to have Adam on to talk about that deal, what he knows about it. How much Feld made from it, if he knows that. Uh, what he thinks of the deal. What he thinks of our sport in general. I want to talk some NASCAR with him because the ratings are, are going south with NASCAR. I'd like to get his opinion on that as well. So Adam Stern will be on from Sports Business Journal. I'm always interested when we can learn something on the show. And I, th- I feel like we can do that. Uh, 702-586-7857. Give us a call anytime. Uh, thank you. BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. Race Tech Suspension and Engines. Vortex Racing. Gear Alloy. Roost MX. Vertex Pistons. X-Brand Goggles. Michelin Star Cross 5. Maxima USA. FMF. Works Connection. Atlas Neck Brace. W Wheels. Guts Racing. Get Data. Pro Filter. Honda World Downey Ride Engineering. OGO Powersports.com. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. All of those people uh, support us and uh, you you should support them if you go to sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com there's a ton of codes that you can save from those vendors right there and uh yeah so thanks guys thanks appreciate it 702-586-7857 we got a few lines open still we have plenty to talk about when it comes to the the supercross season coming up or pulp mx fantasy that we're hoping will be ready for signups Later tonight or tomorrow morning. And we're going to get into that and break that down uh, with my two co-hosts here, uh, two of my best friends in the world. First up from Kiefer Inc. Testing and Pulp MX, it's Chris Kiefer. What's up, buddy? Hello, Steve. Back in studio again. Welcome. Tuesdays. 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 Yep. yep, you're back in. Yeah. Uh, everything good? Everything's great. Yep. yep. Had a good ride up with uh, this guy next to me. Yep. And we had a good bicycle ride, oh, so yep. good day. Uh, also in studio, uh, national championship winning mechanic. 
and uh, brand manager, marketing manager at ProTaper, uh, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you? What's up, Steve? I'm wonderful. Thank you for coming back in. It's been a while. It has been a bit. It's been a bit. I uh-huh. feel like I've been a lot of places since um, I've been here. Yeah. But, um, drove up with Keith and yeah. it was good. Um, we'll talk fantasy. Yeah, I we can't got, wait. We got some changes this year. Nerd alert. I think yep. I think changes that are better for the better. We went deeper and longer with our prizes. Who doesn't like that? Who doesn't like deeper <laughs> and longer? Uh, so we got more prizes to talk about. And uh, J-Mart, Nick Way, Adam Stern on the show. Uh, BTOsports.com tweeted Travis segment as well. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. Um, Race Tech emails or Race Tech rant. I'm not quite sure which one we'll do yet. Uh, and uh, the Gear Alloy Cold Call all coming up. Oh. You like that? Wow. How's that? Is that good? Better? That's a little better, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Uh, and uh, much more to talk about. we got some giveaways as well. Um, you got to, yeah, do that. Hook it up. Uh, over in the corner there, working away, producing the show, taking your phone calls, holding everything down. The Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? There he is. Yo. What's up, bro? Bringing the heat. Cheers, how, Marks. Bringing the heat. How are you? I'm good. How are you? All good? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, how are you? Ah, good. You look nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, That's your wife. She's good. Oh, boy. Yeah. Nice hat. Thanks. Yeah. I'm watching the game over here, here right now. Here nice we go. <laughs> of course he is. Yeah. It'd be nice if he's working on Pulp Mac's fantasy site or Why would you know, I do that? Pulp Mac's app or anything. Nah, it's, it's over- ready. Overrated. It's ready. It's overrated. Site's ready. Um, Pookie came with her jacket on, so I figured I'd put the game on instead. Right, right. Uh, so before we went for the show, you guys came up early, went for a nice little mountain bike ride. Uh, Paul, uh, you have an e-bike? I do. And yep. I have an e-bike? You know what? <laughs> One of us doesn't have an e-bike here. Yeah. Fuck. We get so much hate about it, too. Well, it wasn't hate. I was just like, dude, Steve was shredding. And I was shredding. Freaking 180 beats per minute. I'm like, what? God. Keep up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't. Well, I just gave up. No, you were fine. Um, I honestly thought I was holding you guys up. I'm like, I got to go. These guys are on me. I mean, they're professional athletes. You race professional motocross and you ride every single day of your life. Paul, you're in great shape. You ride a lot. I'm like, I'm going to hold these guys up. What did you have it on? Seventy five percent? No, lowest. Yeah, I find it's, that hard to believe, dude. It was going. You were, you were, you were as good. God is my witness. Uh, I never went out of the lowest. Because I, I had mine off for a while. Yeah, and I mean, that, okay. that thing is heavy. Okay, but I know the trails. You, I, I, I do have to give him points. His downhill speed was impressive. Yeah, I know those good. trails, so I should be like, I know what's, co- I know what's coming up. What's, you know, I mean, so I'm gonna be better at those trails than you guys. I'm just happy that and you're I'm riding. on an e-bike. I'm happy so, that we went. Well, a little and my buddy, and my buddy Jr. came yes. with us too, and we were like just a, like a group of buddies out there having fun with mountain bikes. Yeah, it was great. It was, a lot of rocks, a lot of rocks. But I mean, we're in Vegas; it's expected. Yeah. But there was a lot of rocks. Yeah. It was a fun time. It was a good time. Yeah. It was. I'm, I'm happy you guys more often. came up and did the mountain bike thing and everything. And Steve asked me, he's like, I, I wave, I, I said hi to that guy like three times. He won't say hi to me. And I think you said that. And I'm like, Steve, you're on an e-bike. People don't like really? you out here. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you think that's really it? I yeah. think that really is it. Okay. Do you think that they know I'm on an e-bike because I'm yeah. like a fat tubby guy coming? So I got to be on an e-bike. Like, no. How do they know? You can no. look at it. Yeah. But how do they, when you're coming at somebody and he just what rides, are you really scoping out their equipment? You can yep. tell right away. If really? you know mountain bikes, you can tell right yep. away by the frame. Okay. I yep. mean, I know you can. I, I understand that difference, too. But I don't, Here's I don't the deal. look at a guy's... How many times have you heard someone say, fucking guy in a Prius? They get pissed. It's the same thing for mountain bikes. I've never bikes. heard that. But oh, all the time. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, I know the Alta gets some... The same thing. Alta really? gets some hate. Oh, but yeah. you guys, Why? like we said earlier, you guys need your own wave. If you see another e-bike guy, you need to create your own little e-bike wave. You what, know? What do you think that should be? Um, I don't know. You guys, um, that's up to you, e-bike well, guys. It, uh, 
So were you struggling or no? Yes. Okay? You were? Of course, I'm tired because I've been riding five days in a row. So I'm yeah. a little tired. I'm thinking, oh, we're going to go on a nice ride and we'll yeah. be mellow. Fucking guy's hammering. Steve was kind of. The first dude. Yeah. He, he was didn't get off it. of the pavement. He was going for it. And I, you're already ripping. I honestly thought I was holding you guys up. I'm like, they're going to be on me. They're going to be on me. Because even though I have an e-bike, like, I'm not in but very good shape. But I know we were racing. We weren't racing. But if I was on you, why does it matter if we weren't racing? Because if you're on me, that means I'm holding you up. I got to go. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he had Strava segments to beat. I did. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's He's very serious. I think you... That's you're gonna get some flack with your e-bike by being on Strava as well. You might just want to stay off Strava with, with you know your what? e-bike. I don't care. I never look to see how I beat where I rank or anything. I'm just looking against myself. Right. I'm just measuring against myself. You know, you can do that with a Garmin watch too, by the way. Yeah, but I'm polar. I'm not Garmin. I'm, I'm okay. a polar athlete. So, I can do that with yeah, polar. I'm too. polar. So um Regardless. Yep. I'm just happy to it go was just ride, to go, bicycling, right. do it with you. And then you had some Capriotis. That's what I talked about the whole ride. Right. Paul's never had he's a virgin. Yep. And you Pops just, cherry. you could not, you must have mentioned Capri, Cappies four times between my house and the mountain bike trail. I'm a simple man, Steve. I love sandwiches. Paul, Your excitement Paul, level was so high. Paul, it's just a sandwich and, shop. Yeah, and Paul, you got to get Chipotle <laughs> sauce. You got to get on the side. You can just, it, yes. I mean, just, I mean, you're breaking down Cappies. Like Things it's, that are enjoyed, like I, I enjoy my life, I want to share with my buddies. You're, you, you were so excited for it. You set the bar so high for me. I fucked myself, huh? It can't. It can't hit that bar. Yeah, no. I, I thought about that on the trail too. I go, you what if I'm mean? talking about? You got to undersell it, so yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah, you. Yeah. But you, went hard you were staring with at me as I took as I opened it and took my first bite. You stared at me the whole time. I did, and you wanted me to I wanted like, you react. react. Yeah, I'm like, oh, dude, this sandwich hey, just listen, made my wiener move. It's, it's so good. It's good, but it ain't Firehouse and it ain't Quiznos. Uh, you got to calm down, dude. Nope, Firehouse is pretty good. Are That's you it. serious? That's yeah, it. it is good. Yep. I just we could warm the sandwiches up and it'll be firehouse the same no, thing. No, they put the meat in the stop steamer. It, they and steam it. They, the yeah. bread is toasted. Yeah. It's different. I don't know. If firehouse is good, but it's but, not Capriotti. Well, good. It, it was good. The mountain yes. bike ride was uh, was fun. It was enjoyable. It was it was enjoyable. Uh, we had a good time. I'm sorry that I was. We got to ride together. Apparently, I'm some sort of super athlete on an e-bike. Yeah, you, you yeah. won the overall today. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> you, you beat us. No problem. Right, right, right. Once that Levo gets going. Dude. It goes. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, your tires are fat, and it's really jagged rocks yeah. out here, so you yeah. just plow through that shit. Yeah, you had bad tires, for Dude, sure. I was bouncing around everywhere. Yes, yes. Your tires were not ideal <laughs> yeah. for you. That one section has just shale. It's, it's just shale yeah. coming up it. And the thing is about where you guys ride, you have to like pump and kind of lift over some little rock ledges to get up. Mm-hmm. And at home, we don't have a lot of that. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, it was fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, J-Mart, Nick Way. Adam Stern on the show tonight. Uh, we got your emails, your voicemails. Uh, don't forget, go to Patreon as well if you want to uh, get a little early access to podcasts or we give away some T-shirts on there, patreon.com. I got the uh, Amazon uh, banner, the Amazon widget on pulpamex.com. Click on that. Make a purchase. We get a small slice of that. And also, of course, the Pulpamex app as well that we're working on updates all the time. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Um, yes. Hey, so, okay, look, Maybe. A1 is coming up. We're, there's no show next week. Uh, we're off, and then we're going to be on the first, which is a Tuesday, everybody. So, no show for the rest of the year. Yeah, the last this show for the, the year. This is the final show of the year. Yep, absolutely. Final show of the year. We got to do something cool. And uh, and then we're on. We're at, we're back January 1. So um, with, with some big news. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, January 1 show should be good. Right. Yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, what we're doing again on January 1 is just helping you jerkies out, helping you people that listen to the show. That's what we're doing. Help me. That's what help we do. Help you. Um, 
look, let's get we'll get into two fifty coasts here shortly. Um Eli Tomac though. Mm-hmm. This is the year, right? This is it. This is the year. We talked about this on the way up, Chris. Yeah. This is we, it. This has to be. It has to be. Does it have to be? Yes, it does. Yes, it has to be. Okay. And if for it, his sanity and the team's sanity, this has to be the year. Well, yeah, for that. <laughs> yeah, for that. For that. He needs to be consistent, man. That's the thing. And But I think he, he is consistent. He'll what about starts? Out. How's the starts going to be? On the great, they've been good. Mm-hmm. Does Nations, they weren't. Okay, well, stop <clears> going to the different. Yeah. yeah. So, it, he is the fastest guy yeah. on the twenty man, 22-man gate, mm-hmm. but it's the consistency and the starts that have me worried. Because if he gets 10-play start, of course he's going to catch up. But who's mm-hmm. in the lead? Mm-hmm. If it's someone like Anderson or even Muscan. I just feel he's better than those guys. But I feel like those guys are good enough for have to, to not have him close the gap. What do you think, Paul? I I agree with with Chris. I mean, I think um, Eli. Uh, I'm just going to repeat what you said. He's the fastest guy, but I, I you can't discount Anderson. I think uh, for one, he's a champ. He did it last year. He's I think he's going to be there every week. He gets good starts. Mm-hmm. He's fit. I don't think Anderson has much of an ego. I think he's smart. I think he'll take a second or a third here, and I think he's going to try to dungey Tomac mm-hmm. like he did in the past. So right. if Eli can eliminate the big mistake, which has been a problem. Then yeah, he's the he, fastest guy and he can win. Absolutely. If you're win. in Anderson's ear, you're telling him, Hey man, this guy can't hold together for seventeen. The number three. Can't do it for the seventeen. Let's get our second place. Let's get our third place. This guy will make a mistake, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah, I, I mean I think in the beginning of the series, uh, you just you go for it. Yeah. You have to get into the mix straight away and right. you have to be there and I think Anderson's going to go for it but I, I also do right. think that he's not the type of guy that is going to throw away a second because he's trying to go for the lead or something so just is he your pick is Tomac your pick no really no really no I said this last week too yeah yeah. Uh, I was on the Anderson wagon last yep. week yep um, you Paul yeah I think I'm going Anderson yeah um, and so Marv's behind the eight ball a little bit by the way people right. who don't know he is We've been hearing some rumors. He hasn't been on the bike. He's had some issues with his, that knee that it was hurt. Uh, I think he'll be ready for Anaheim, but he, he won't be full off-season prep ready from what we hear. Uh, Roxon, quiet. See, that's what I'm... Quiet. I wanted to bring him up. I okay. feel like when he came back to ride Supercross, he wasn't in shape. He had that big injury. Um... I, I feel like he could he could win a championship just as much as Anderson could as well, and Tomek. I feel like those three guys yeah, right there. You don't think are, we're giving Roxon enough? I don't think we're giving Roxon enough credit because we forget how good he is. Right. Okay. And, and we yep. what, what we saw post crash yep. was not the guy that is. I mean, going. he came within a lap and a half in Houston. I think there was another race, Oakland, Oakland or something. Oakland, Oakland, Oakland was an amazing yeah, race. Yeah, like, like Oakland he, was awesome. He's done everything but 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 win. You know. And, uh, a main event, and with his technique and his uh, his bike's good off starts, mm-hmm. man, it's it's so he's gonna win races. Yes, multiple. Yes, how many? Five. Wow, I disagree. That's a lot. Mm. That is a lot. That's a lot. That's of a lot. Wins. That's a lot. If it was saying someone else, but any one of those three guys can win. Of course, Tomac's gonna win five or more. But so that's ten. Yeah. Now you have ten. Yeah, Rocks and Anderson, Tomac are gonna win races. Not Marvin. Not Barsha. Barsha's not going to win a race. Home life. Yeah, but these other guys are just so good, man. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing about those three dudes that we talked about. Mental strength. Tomac could 
could screw up, crash, start shitty, still work his way up to the front. Anderson is tough. Like, he doesn't want anyone past him. He doesn't give a shit about anybody. Mm-hmm. And then you have Roxon, who's just mentally strong, physically strong, and knows he can win. Those three guys are all mental perfection is what I call it. Marv's going to be a little bit behind. But I like the fact that DV's helping him for whoops. Yep. Because DV knows how to ride whoops. DV is a good key, uh, a teacher. I so just, that might be a thing, something where Marv gets better at. I, go ahead. I, I mean, yeah. No? I, I still, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much he can help Marvin improve. I'm sure he's going to help some. I still think it's going to be track dependent on what Marvin does. But, um, I mean, I don't know how bad of an injury this is. I don't. I, he will be a little bit behind the eight ball, but mm-hmm. I still think Marvin is capable of showing up at Anaheim, getting a whole shot, and winning. I still think he's going to be good enough there, and maybe, maybe the injury is going to take yeah. a little bit of pressure off. I don't know. I know you've. I know you've heard this, but I'm all in on Osborne, Paul. <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, I've kind of. I, I agree with you, and I have agreed with it before he started. I was at the SMX Cup in Germany. I watched him race a 450 that night, and mm-hmm. he was good that night. I do think that maybe adapting to the 450, people are like, oh man, he's gonna he needs to mellow out a little bit. He rides the 250 on the ragged edge, but to me, Osborne is smart beyond his years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's his his ability to understand his motorcycle and, com- and and communicate that to his team I think is going to go a long way as he transitions to a 450 I think he's going to be good I think he's extremely fit he's wise um and he's in a great position he's not the guy on the team that's expected to win like say Aaron Plessinger might be so he has he has the you think, op- you think Plessinger might be expected to win I, I think he's in a different position than what Barsha, uh, than what uh, uh, Osborne Osborne is or what Savachi is. Right, right. I think Savachi is going to be much better than anyone's given him credit for. Also, you guys mentioned Osborne, and I I love him. He's a great dude. But we talk about Muskan and his whoops. Osborne's not going to kill it in the whoops. He's pretty good, dude. But he's not the guy in the whoops. No, Roxon, Tomac. I would say Anderson's better than him in the whoops. And we, you guys never bring that up. You always talk shit about Muskan. And here's the thing. Go back, and this is what I did a few weeks ago because JT was up my ass. <laughs> Go back and watch all the main events, or at least browse them, and look at the whoop sections in the main events. They're all fucked up. All the whoop sections are fucked up. So three-quarters of the field ends up jumping through the whoops anyway mm-hmm. because they're so yeah. cupped and jacked yeah. up. Yeah. So... Muskin, Muskan's freaking whoop theory, it kind of gets thrown out the window because they're all dicked up anyway in the main I, event. I, I'm with you on that. Yep, I, I agree. Uh, there, there's too much important. The, and even if they're not, the times that they are really tough, you can count on one hand in 17 races. Right. Yep. The Generally ones, and, speaking. I mean, and, yeah. they, and the couple races that are hard pack enough where the whoops stay together. Yeah. 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 We, Glendale was gnarly last year. Anaheim was, was gnarly, but I don't know. Other than that. That, that yeah. was always something when I was Dean's mechanic, that, you know, something that we always talked about is like hey if the heat race is going well you have a lead or whatever learn a jump rhythm the last couple laps of the heat race so you know it for the main event yeah like, that's all things that we mm-hmm. thought about because it and you would know on track walking throughout the day how the track was developing if they were going to be skimmers or jumpers by the end of the yep. night you know that and if you think they're going to be jumpers then you figure it out at the, at the final laps of the heat race yep. so you can know what to do in the main event um we got an update rusty called in to tell you paul to take your instagram off private fans want to follow you i don't have fans well <laughs> apparently you did well, rusty was a fan and he said you've denied him multiple times and he's upset 
I, I don't even get in there to deny or approve anybody. I mean, they're just photos of his wife naked. Who wants to see that? Yeah. I mean, right? I, I, I mean, do. that's all. Really, it's, it's a great follow. So everyone, everyone <laughs> um, spam request Paul. So you're telling me shit. you have an Instagram that's private and you don't accept so anybody? So do you. I don't even get in there to see no, who but I accept to follow people. me. I like to know who's coming in. Like, you knock on my fucking door in my house, I want to know if, who the fuck are you before you come in. Okay. You know what I found out the other day? People pull up their story to see who looks at their story. Yeah, of course. You, you do that? I do that too. Who the fuck cares? Well, yeah, I don't, I don't really If know. you're on yeah. social media, you care a little bit. Lame. Period. I mean, it's not my brand. It's just like, Crap. it's, it's, if we're talking pro tape or something that's different, yeah. that's like, oh, we're getting into the analytics of things and we're, we want, we want interaction and, right. but it's my personal one. Like, so you, I don't know. So you're going to shove it, Rusty? Is that what you're going to say? No, right. I won't tell Rusty to shove it. I'll consider it. Okay. All right. Well, if you see somebody with Rusty handle in there, right. check him out and make sure. Hold Let's on. see if somebody else actually cares. Hold Last on a name trombone. Do you have this? Oh. <laughs> oh, that sounds right. like I need to follow this guy. Yeah. Not him follow me. Let me get this straight. You have your Instagram account. Yeah. You never go in to see who requests you. No. Not no. Unless someone's like, hey, I. So I, you're good with the numbers you have. You're, I'm good. I don't. I don't care to grow it, or you know what I mean. Like I'm not selling anything off of it, or I don't. I don't feel like I have fans. Oh, or, rusty. Yeah. Um, speaking of fans, Cameron wants to talk to you about fake signs. Cameron, you there? Yeah, totally, man. How are you? I'm good, man. What's your question for Paul about the flex bar? Bar flex. So, <laughs> so you know, I listen a lot, fake science, whatever. But is there uh, I've been running the flex bar because Kyle Moose told me to, and it's been the best bar I've ever ridden in my entire life. And Vortex racing. Uh, is, is, there a, is there a wear out period that I should look to replace the flex bar? I mean, I'm not, I'm not airy. Racing? I'm not bending shit, but... <laughs> What do you? What? Um, I, I'm, I'm. You're talking about the the brand flex. The fusion, yeah, the fusion oh. bar. Oh, that's different. Yeah. Um, oh, so you're running the fusion, not the flex bar. Yeah, fusion bar unlocked. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was talking about that bar, right. you know, flex. Yeah. Um, but no, no. There's nothing in the in the pro taper fusion bar that you have to replace or change. It's a simple mechanism that takes the crossbar from a standard crossbar a solid one that's but like he, what about the, just a bar a handlebar in general when should you how long yeah can I'm you just saying, yeah like it, yeah it's in the clamps for a year and never moves i mean yeah you know, i mean I, I mean if you're some people leave handlebars on forever until they bend i mean if race teams put them on and leave them on if you haven't crashed they still change them that's a professional race team they change them every like four or five races the average person i mean you could go at least at least 50, 80 hours on a handlebar before it would do anything different. But I got something to add. Sure. You want to know when a good time to do that is? Is yep. is when you're, you're, if you have a rubber-mounted bar clamp, your rubbers yeah, and your, okay, your rubbers will go bad before the bar will. Mm-hmm. So what a good rule of thumb is for wow. me is when I have an X amount of hours, and you'll, and you'll kind of know because your rubbers will kind of soften up and your bars will move a lot. Hey, when that happens. Change the handlebars when you change the rubber mounts. Um, okay. Or the elastomers or whatever it's in if you have a and, PhD. And, and again, remember, PDA the 7 8 bar flexes more. Yes. Then, no, it doesn't. It does. <laughs> Do I need to pull the lab data up again? Fuck show you. your lab data. We're going to try to get into yep. this at some point okay. where you two will start throwing punches. But, <laughs> but yeah, we are going to get into this. Parabinos, of course, has lab data that says a uh, oversized bar uh, flexes. Without a crossbar. Without a crossbar. Flexes more. Flexes more than, than a 7 8 bar with, with a crossbar. With a crossbar. We, we already have this. Yep. World's flat. World is flat. Fuck it. World is flat. That's, that's, the, that's the worst right. analogy. 
Okay. All right, and then and then I had a second part, and I know I'm going to get catch tons of hell for this, but I don't really care. So yeah, I know I'm going to be called an idiot. What if instead of running the elite class on big bikes, you put everybody back on 250s and made the squids ride 450s their rookie year? Or <laughs> no, we, we got to go. We got to go. We Cameron. don't have enough nets. <laughs> Thanks, Cameron. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate they only it. gave Steve one net. <laughs> We need more nets. Oh, we need more nets for sure. <laughs> um, let's go to uh, Jordan. What's up? You got an A-Ray story, Jordan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got uh, a couple of them. All right. I, I actually, uh, I grew up racing with uh, Jericho. Oh, in, in Indiana. Yep. Yeah. yeah, we live about 30 minutes from each other. Uh, the first time I actually met A-Ray was when Jericho was uh, wrenching for him on the yep. uh, spider or whatever it was. Okay. And uh, I'm talking to him, asking him how he likes it and stuff. And I was like, so what, you know, I was, I was like, what's, what's that guy like us? Because I didn't know A-Ray at the time. And he's like, well, uh, he wanted to go ride rides on the Midway. And I was like, dude, your moto is like five races away. you got to ride. He okay. said he couldn't keep, he couldn't keep A-Ray off the Midway. He was out there chasing chicks. Well, that sounds about right. But that was the old A-Ray. That's not serious A-Ray. Yeah, serious A-Ray is locked down Serious now, A-Ray, yeah. He's locked. Um, yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks for the oh, story. My. Thank you, Jordan. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, speaking of A-Ray, Hep Suzuki, mm-hmm. you're now dragged into this, Hep Suzuki. A little bit. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk about it. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm good. Let's just keep the show keep moving her in, <laughs> Keep her testing, dragged into. No, I'm fine. You are fine. Yeah, yeah it's great. Uh, hey, before we coming up, Adam Stern is coming up here. Uh, 250 class, Paul, you and I were doing some, some homework, and uh, I don't have enough time to yell and scream about these stupid teams and not telling us who rides each co- coast. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's its moronic. It's like watching the football game tonight. Oh, the Saints are playing? I didn't know. They didn't list the Saints. It was a surprise team. It's so stupid. Okay? I just... I. These teams should be able to tell you who's riding which coast because we want to know about it. The fans want to know about it. The, the TV networks want to know about it. Everyone wants to know about it. But no, it's some big fucking secret. And we're going to psych these guys out like AC Adamson Cirillo is going to be on the line in Anaheim and look over and see Sexton and just be like, shit, Sexton's here. Right. I can't. What am I going to do? This isn't local racing where you Dude, show up and see your homie. Oh, man. It's the, he's... It's the stupidest thing ever. I don't have enough time to get into it. But wow. West Coast, we think, Paul. What? I was on one of these teams that did this, so I'm I know, not fully I know, and on. I tell, okay, what's and the reasoning? And I tell, no, Mitchell told, Mitch told me. I yell at We've Mitchell had guys time. get hurt in December multiple times. Okay, so why don't you just say, here's my West Coast guy, and pick one East Coast guy. Hey, be ready because you don't fucking know. Because these guys won't, will not do that. If if you tell them that hey you're racing East Coast, they will not prepare like they're racing like they would have to race Anaheim. And if all of a sudden two weeks before you say you're racing Anaheim, then it's going to be like oh well I wasn't ready. You well, never too, told me. Too bad. Hey everybody, be ready. Guess what? We pay you hundreds of thousands of dollars. Be ready for Anaheim one. That's exactly what Mitch says. Yeah. Like hey, four fifty guys have to be ready for Anaheim one. Right. You be ready for Anaheim. So okay. So listen. So wait wait wait. These jerk off teams outside of Geico, by the way. Geico's one team that doesn't really care. They name their guys. And we, by the way, Christian Craig just hurt his thumb. He's going to the East Coast. That sucks. Uh, yeah, because Christian and the West go better together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have. Uh, Adam Cincerillo is West, yep. we believe. No, March, he is. March Banks is West, Yep, we believe. McElrath, Cantrell, West for TLD. I believe. Uh, Ferrandis, Nichols, West for Star Yamaha. Uh, RJ Hampshire, Chase Sexton, West for Geico. Husqvarna, 
Do we know? I don't know. I haven't asked him. We don't know. We don't know. That's Covington, Jordan Bailey, I, and I, Mosey Man. And Mosey Man. I, th- I think Bailey will be East, um, and I guess Covington's going to be West. I don't know about Mosey. Okay, so that's what we that's have. My guess. Am I missing anybody? Is that do I got the big teams? The, we got JGR. Um, JGR. Oh, don't know. Amart's East. Okay. I don't know anybody else. I, I don't know. You okay. would, I sponsor him and everything, but I don't yeah, know. Dakotas <laughs> and those guys should for sure ain't going to be West because those guys haven't really been riding that much yet. So there's Enzo Lopes and Kyle Peters. Yeah, so maybe Peters will build West because he's been, went in Australia. Didn't he go to Australia this year? I don't think he was raced he in, in Australia. Was he that last year? Mark I, saw, I saw him there, actually, when Mark's, I was there. Mark just got an anonymous call that Anderson had a crash at the test track today. Oh, boy. What else? Breaking that news, that's all. Is that all you got? Yeah, that's it. Wow, he fell over the test track. No, I... Sounds serious. I'm just kidding. It doesn't sound serious. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's all he would say is, is uh, supposedly Anderson had a crash at the test track today. So. Oh, boy. Who knows? I mean, honestly, I heard Tomac got a, had a big one, and he, he was off Over the, the bars. bike. Over the bars. Anderson, I heard, I heard Tomac had a big one. He was off the bike for two <laughs> weeks. He's been off the bike for two weeks. The thing is, I texted somebody. They're like, no. Now, they could be lying to me, too. But it's like my point is, is you hear all this shit this time. Everybody's yeah. crashing. Everyone crashes. It's part of the deal. Yep. You're going to eat shit. Yep. Especially this time of year. Yep. You're getting close to the end. You know, you're getting wound up a little bit. You're going to crash. Yep. Um, so anyways. Um, hey, by the way, RacerX Facebook, everybody. What's up? Thanks for watching. Appreciate it. Thank you, RacerX Facebook. Oh, it's red. Do the e-bike wave. Do oh, your it's, e-bike it's wave. it's red. Is that bad? No, that's, that's Red on. means recording in this, uh, in this world of ours. I know. Exactly. I, welcome. What he just said. I tried to. All right, let's get, I tried let's to get, get, let's get you guys to get into on, okay? that. I, I don't know how this works. I, nobody knows how this works. Uh, KTM is releasing their factory dish. Factory Rockstar dish came dish, out today. So we're going to talk about that later. Yep, but but okay. you have some thoughts on that, right? I do. Uh, and Paul, as Heather told us last week on the show, Paul here. This is the guy. This is made this, you go out and buy a Rockstar dish. This is the guy who planted That's, the seed. That yep. shows you how good. A person can feel on a motorcycle that I have prepared. That shows you. <laughs> um, and you did prepare it, right? You tore it down when you got it. You did. I, I always do it. Yeah. Well, Is that bad? I, I've done. I, do I have done absolutely nothing to that blue crew out there. And it you don't have tre- to. It is treating me wonderful. Reliable as shit out there. I mean, I just. I, I don't. I, I, like I, I just put the warning stickers off the other day. Yeah, I went out and looked. Did you see who washed your bike? Oh yeah, yeah. This who is washed good. that? Let's, let's talk about this. <sighs> I did. That's me. That is the worst wash job ever. You I'm didn't sorry, dry no. it off. You didn't scrub the frame. No, nothing. No, yeah. nothing. No, no. I used soap though, and Were there's water ever, spots all over it. Will you ever SOS the the frame at all? Uh, no, no, You'll no, leave not black, anymore. Those days are over, dude. Those days are black done, marks done are staying for me. On. They're done for me. Right. Even black marks on the side panel. The right side panel has those mm-hmm. black marks from yep. the boots. Staying. Done with that, bro. Those days are over for me, Paul. Hey, I don't know. I'm washing my Rockstar Edition like. Yeah. Good. Right. Yeah. I, I just I just want to ride it now. I don't. I don't. I got to change a filter. It is a lot that. of work. That's I true. Don't even, I, change, ever, I have changed oil. Did you order those, by the way? Yes. Okay. Yeah, ordered those, uh, and the dogger sent them to my old house. I, I guess I shouldn't talk. So. I, I haven't washed my bike from the day I rode with you. Okay, so see. Sorry. Are you fucking serious? I got a lot see? going on. See? Oh, all right. Okay. Gosh. So, all right, everybody. Uh, we're going to talk a lot more. Uh, Chad Reed's deal finally came official, too. Uh, he'll be racing for JGR, which we've all known, but it's official. Official. So, uh, we'll talk about Chad Reed more. I want to talk about some predictions more of Perbinos and Kiefer. Uh, your calls at 702-586-7857, as always. I want to welcome a guy uh, on the show to break down, talk about the uh, NBC Sports, NBC deal from the Monster Energy Supercross Series. New home for them. I want to say for the first time in uh, six or eight years or something. And uh, from Sports Business Journal, it's Adam Stern. Adam, what's up, man? How are you? 
Hey, I'm doing great, Steve. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. I reached out to you just anonymously and asked you to come on. And, uh, man, yeah, I appreciate it. You didn't even uh, ask us, you know, if we're a real show or not. So, <laughs> <laughs> No, no problem. You know, obviously, certainly Supercross is a great series and trying to follow, uh, you know, the, the series as much as possible. And a lot of, a lot of exciting things going on heading into the season. So I'm, I'm looking forward to chatting about it. Yeah, uh, Adam, you're the motorsports reporter there at Sports Business Journal, a really, really cool uh, online site slash magazine. Um so, all right, so the new home for, for Feld, Feld Supercross Series is NBC, NBC SN. Uh, from the outside looking at it, uh, it's a little bit worse of a package, less races live. We got a couple of the next day um, as well that we didn't used to have. But what do you know about this deal, Adam, as far as breaking it down? NBC seems to be going towards motorsports here. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I mean, NBC clearly has dialed in on the motorsports strategy. You know, there's been just kind of this, a kind of perfect storm in recent years of, of media rights that have come up that they've taken advantage of. Obviously they lost F1, mm-hmm. um, but outside of that, they've really, you know, just done nothing but, but game properties with IMSA, Supercross, you know, taking the full IndyCar series schedule after only having half, mm-hmm. uh, obviously continue to only have, you know, half the, the NASCAR schedule. So I think with, with Supercross and Monster Jam, you know, they just saw properties that match up nicely with several of their objectives. You know, for example, they don't have NASCAR till starting with races until July. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Supercross starts in January, so that's something that right off the break that helps them fill some programming hours that they that they had open. I think they see, you know, obviously they also have motocross, so they're kind of turned into an American flat track, so kind of turned into the home of, mm-hmm. of motorcycle racing. Uh, you know, I think they see cross promotional opportunities with with NASCAR, IndyCar, Supercross. Obviously, they kind of complement each other in different forms of motorsports. Mm-hmm. So I think they just saw, uh, you know, these rights come up and said, yeah, let's, let's keep building on being this home of motorsports. You know, they had that summit a couple of weeks ago, which, you know, that was kind of, you know, there's been summits like that, but, but just to have all those properties, but with one broadcast was kind of the first of its kind. So NBC, I think this clearly has dialed in on this strategy. They have hours to fill with, with NBCSN and then also their new gold package online. Uh, Certainly, you know, it seems like understandably there's a big response from Supercross fans about, you know, kind of now going behind the paywall and, mm-hmm. you know, not all the races are going to be like they were, you know, with FS1 where they were live, you know, on, on cable. So, um, you know, I, you know, but talking to John Miller from NBC Sports, who's the president of programming, mm-hmm. you know, he said the majority of them are, are live or, or close to live is the way he put it. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they, you know, they they feel like they feel like they're putting together a good schedule, but obviously, you know, the the customer's always right. So it'll be interesting to see ultimately if yep. Supercross fans adapt. And you know, so we spoke with also the CMO of Feld Motorsports, uh, Vicky Silver, and she was saying that you know, with so many of our fans being young and being cord nevers or cord cutters, we feel like this works. Mm-hmm. But so you know, obviously, the proof will be in the pudding, and I, I think the package is somewhere in that seventy-five to eighty-five dollar range. Uh, all in so it'll be very interesting to see kind of how the market responds and, and, and where they go from here yeah we've had the gold app for motocross series the lucas oil pro motocross championships and it's it's absolutely fantastic it's it's going to be great every race is going to be live on that if people want to pay and which is in this day and age adam that's where we're going um you you know it's a la carte normally now for kind of tv programming and things like that netflix or whatever um so it is interesting we, i've been getting a lot of backlash on my social channels just because i think adam people don't like the change and they don't want it you know they got fox for free quote unquote they didn't really get for free but they they thought it they kind of did and now they, if they want all live they got to buy this app but that's the way adam sports and tv is going isn't it 
No question. And it's, it's in, like you said, you know, people are always resistant to change. Mm-hmm. I think motorsports fans appear to be particularly resistant to change at times. <laughs> yeah, at yeah, you're right. And, and, and I, it's one of those things where, you know, it sounds all well and good when you're talking about and just kind of speaking hypothetically about, okay, this is the future and, uh, you know, this is going to be what sports are about. But when it comes to your sport finally going behind the paywall, some people are going to be like, oh, man, you know, this stinks. Like you said, you know, people kind of regard cable as you know, or, or what they used to get yeah. is somewhat free. I mean, obviously you pay for cable, but it's, we're so ingrained, you know, it's mm-hmm. so ingrained in the American identity to have cable. And obviously that's changing and that's part of the whole big deal here, but that's kind of been the way. So no, I'm not, I'm not necessarily surprised to see this, um, mm-hmm. you know, reaction from, from Supercross fans. It's, it's interesting that IndyCar actually hasn't unveiled their pricing yet. And I'm trying to get it out of, you know, either IndyCar, yep. NBC Sports, and they're not ready to reveal it yet. So, <clears throat> you know, on my end, I'm, I'm interested to see whether IndyCar fans similarly, you know, have a bad reaction when they finally get that price, right. you know. So I think it'll be around somewhat similar. I think, you know, IndyCar's probably looking at $100 at most. Um, but I think, obviously, again, you know, you know, certainly felt, I'm sure they've seen this reaction, and they're just going to have to weather the storm, and, and you know, they're going to have to put on a good product because, obviously, at the end of the day, the customer's are always right, but... Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they've taken this bet now and, and they've decided to go down this route with, with NBC. So they're kind of making their bet. And, and hopefully if, if from their perspective, uh, you know, they put on a good enough product and, and fans are happy with it. But it's no sure thing. You know, F1 launched an OTT channel this year and had mm-hmm. a number of major issues with it. So, it, you know, it's not an easy thing to do. Obviously, it's, they're not going to have the problem. Supercross is not going to have the problem of launching it because they're going to have NBC behind them. It's yeah. a little bit of a different deal. F1 literally had technical issues, but nonetheless, uh, it, it's a big bet. So, again, I'm, I'm very interested to see how Supercross fans respond in time and whether they get used to it or, or not. Uh, absolutely. Any word on – I'm getting conflicting reports on my end of people I talk to. Did FS1 uh, tell Supercross, hey, we're not going to renew, we're not interested, and force the Feld guys to go to NBC? Or did, was there a bidding war in this? What do, what do you know from people you talk to from what you hear uh, when you uh, make the phone calls and send some texts out? You know, I'm still waiting to get the absolute 100% verified story on that, but I don't believe that, that Fox just gave it up. Okay. I, think, I, think Fox put, I think Fox put it in a bid, and... Uh, Supercross has said they wanted to go a different way. Now, granted, the the big caveat there is that Fox not put in an impressive bid, thereby giving Supercross the incentive right. to go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Th- that's a possibility that I haven't gotten the full story on yet. Yeah. But certainly, it seems from my understanding that Fox did put in a bid, and NBC uh, and excuse me, Supercross and and Fell just notified them that they were going in a different direction as far as Fox. So, I, I think Fox wanted to continue with it. I mean. It's not that I, I don't know if it's the end of the world that they're losing Supercross, but I don't think that that was something mm-hmm. that they wanted to lose. So, uh, right. you know, I, I'm not uh, my understanding pretty much is that I don't think there is any sort of gigantic pay increase for for Supercross going from Fox to NBC. I don't have exact figures. I'd be surprised if I'd be surprised if they're getting more than, you know, low eight figures annually. I mean, it's probably, you know, I had heard four, I had heard four million uh, a few years back, but I can't really figure that out. Exactly. I was just going to say, you know, I I, I would have, I would have capped my guess at around 10 to Mm -hmm. to 15, you know, certainly four makes sense. I mean, you look at IndyCar, they're making about 10 million. Uh, So, you know, I think if you, if you kind of compare some of the ratings and look at it from that regard, I mean, Supercross has a fantastic demographic and that's part of the reason why NBC was so attracted to them. Mm -hmm. You know, again, talking to their president of programming, uh, John Miller, he was saying that's one of the reasons we wanted them to have, you know, not just the youngest 
uh, a motorsport demographic, but literally one of the youngest in all of sports. So it's a great demographic, but obviously the, the total numbers, if, if you look at it from an aggregate perspective, you know, I could certainly see it being about half as much as IndyCar. So, you know, maybe they got a little bit of an increase, you mm-hmm. know, and, and got kind of maybe from the, the mid seven figures to the, the high seven figures. But again, I'd be surprised if it was any more than, you know, right around that 10 million right. mark, maybe a little bit more. So, you know, from that regard, I'm, I'm, I'm not so sure it was a unbelievably lucrative jump in dollars that they're going to get. It's, mm-hmm. it's probably a, a little bit of an increase, I would think, at least. But um, it, it sounds like they just, you know, at, at Feld were really enamored with, uh, the ability to try and cross promote yep. going to this home of motorsports. They feel like uh, NBC is going to help them dial in on helping uh, families and kids learn more about Monster Jam. And they feel like getting people involved in motorsports at a young age is very important. They feel like that's something that they're claiming is, is something that NBC is committed to that, mm-hmm. that, that they were very interested in. So they kind of have their, their reasons where they feel like it's ultimately a, a great move for the sport. But again, you know, the fans will be the determiners of that. Of course. Right, right. Motorsports reporter for Sports Business Journal, Adam Stern on the uh, Publimex show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Um, yeah, it, it will be interesting to see the move. Of course, Adam, I was around. I've been doing this long enough where I remember where the Supercross folks would pay ESPN2 to put it on the air. Oh, wow. And this is where we're at now. We're getting, you know, that kind of money. So the sports certainly, you know, like a lot of live sports, uh, generating income for the promoters, which is a good thing, you know. So, and and that's, a, that's cool to, to see for our sport. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, and, and there still could be – I'm not sure the exact arrangement as far as whether Supercross helps produce it. I'm not sure you guys might have more information on that than me as far as whether – um, you know, Fox absolutely did 100% of the production on their own or whether Supercross helps, you know, sharing some of those. I mean, yeah. that's a little bit of inside baseball, but it does kind of get into sometimes money going both ways a little bit. Yep, but yep. Certainly, no, I'm sure I'm sure Supercross has gained some sort of check here. Yeah. And I would be surprised if it wasn't, you know, some sort of increase. But, uh, you know, that doesn't necessarily yeah. I mean it was it was a gigantic amount. And, you know, the ratings are what they are. But, again, the, the, the demographic mm-hmm. is very alluring. And I think NBC is very excited about the prospects of, of aligning with, with Supercross. Me, my, me being Canadian, of course, I'm a big hockey fan. So NBCS. SN is is all in on hockey down in the U.S. and now they have all the motocross and supercross. So for me, Adam, that's a great channel. I love it. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But um, how do you feel their sports network stacks up against CBS, FS1? Uh, and you talked about uh, you know pr- aligning with motorsports and going that direction. Um, are they are they winning? Are they doing? I mean, nobody's touching ESPN, of course. But how's how's AB- NBC in the grand scope of a home for our sport? Well, you know, it's interesting. Uh, we, there was just an article in SBJ from our media reporter a week or two ago that mm-hmm. who was reporting that uh, NBCSN is going to finish this year as the number two uh, most watched oh. channel, sports mm-hmm. channel in the U.S. And actually number three is going to be FS1. And it's actually the first time in 25 years since ESPN2 was launched that ESPN2 was not number two after oh, wow. number one being, of course, ESPN. First yep. time in 25 years. So it just goes to show that these guys, uh, uh, Fox Sports and NBC Sports, they've, they've, they've launched these channels, FS1 and NBCSN, about uh, four or five years ago, mm-hmm. and they've steadily built up the viewership around them. And, and for both channels, they've been motorsports heavy. Um, you know, obviously... Fox has NASCAR and they, they used to have Supercross. They have Formula E. They have, all, you know, all these different things. NBC, yep. NBCSN obviously has NASCAR, IndyCar, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I think that was, that was positive to see. Um, you know, NBCSN, they, they built themselves into a pretty nice channel. I mean, they, you know, mo- I think from a pure aggregate perspective of how many homes they're in, I think 
they're pre- they're roughly comparable to FS1. I think mm-hmm. they're both probably in about 90 million homes. So, you know, you're not really losing a lot of viewers uh, as far as your possible, you know, ceiling of viewers from going from Fox Sports to NBC mm-hmm. Sports. Right. Uh, you know, are, are people a little bit more familiar on the dial with FS1 and NBCSN? Maybe a little bit, but I feel like, you know, at this point, most people have learned those channels. So I, I don't really buy too much into the notion, you know, and this happens in NASCAR all the time. There's a lot of NASCAR fans who claim their ratings are going down in part because fans can't find NBCSN or FS1. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know, so, so you know, this is kind of a, a thing that's come up in NASCAR. And so I'm not too big on that. I feel like most people these days can find it one way or the other. So. I don't think that, you know, Supercross fans are going to really be missing out from that regard. I think it just goes back to, like you said, the fact that more races are are tape delayed in a day and age where yep. people are all over social media. They want to talk about stuff live. It, it's risky. I mean, we saw, you know, and MB literally was the exact same network. You know, NBC goes through this with the Olympics a little bit where yeah. not everything they show is live and some people flip out and they're like, this is ridiculous in this day and age. So, you know, between the paywall and, and NBC Sports uh, Gold and, and the fact that some, you know, not all their races are going to be live, mm-hmm. obviously I think, like you said, they're going to have to kind of prove out that this is ultimately beneficial for the fans. Yeah. Um, you know, is it, it, it turned into a, a – do people ultimately accept the value of that, you know, 75 $85 to be able to watch everything live, all the practices, et cetera? I could see that happening. I mean, I think, like you said, this is the way, this is the way TV is moving. Yep. Um, you got a young demographic. So I, I'm not – it's way too early, in my opinion, to say that it's definitely a bad move. I mm-hmm. think it could easily turn into a great move for fans, but no question that the jury's still out as far as whether it will ultimately be more beneficial for fans from being, you know, all these races on on FS1. So, again, I think it could be a great deal for fans, yeah. but it's way too early to say it is. We'll just have to see what they decide. I uh, Something was going on, though, because Adam, we're three weeks away from our first race, and nobody even knows who the commentators are right now. Uh, I think Ralph Shaheen's making the move over from Fox to NBC, but um, from people I talk to inside the sport, no one really knows. I think Will Christian is going to assume the job of the pit reporter role that Jenny Taft had uh, with FS1. But something was going sideways with the talks with NBC or with FS1 uh, and fell because this is it was really late that it just got announced. And you were actually the first guy that I saw that officially broke the news. We'd kind of heard whispers. But something was going on. I, I, and again, maybe too much inside the sport for you to you know follow that closely. But I, I'd love to know what that was because it's late. <laughs> no, no, you're exactly spot on. And, and I can tell you that, you know, this thing almost got announced like six different times. So, <laughs> yeah. it, it, you know, they were definitely, you know, taking their time yep. to, to cross the T's and dot the I's. Now, you know, I, I don't think it was necessarily anything to do with Fox. I mean, you know, I, I think Fox was informed roughly. I mean, people at Fox were, 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 totally puzzled as to why it hadn't been announced. I mean, Fox was informed probably two to three months ago that they had lost. So, okay. All right. You know, so, I yeah. don't, I, so, so I don't think it had anything to do with them. Again, mm-hmm. people at Fox were confused as to why it hadn't been announced yet. They were like yeah. waiting for it to be announced that they were going to NBC. So, you know, I, I agree. It, it would be fascinating. I can try and do some digging and we'll see, you know, what I can dig up, but yeah. I, I totally agree. I would be fascinated to know why it took so long. It, it's definitely very unusual to have a media <laughs> rights deal yeah. unveiled three weeks before the first event, but, 
that's not to say that ultimately it's going to lead to any issues. No, yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 and I agree with your point about uh, the talent. You know, I, I've tried to ask who they're going to have broadcasting, and they won't reveal it yet. Yep. They say they're still working on it. So, you know, definitely very late in the game. And it's not to say they can't make it work, but mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. I'd be, I'd, and I'll see if I can dig it up. Yeah. But I definitely would be fascinated to know why it took quite this long to unveil because it's not, it's not usual. No, no, something's going on for sure. I think it's Ralph and Will, and I don't know what they're doing for an analyst. Uh, but, hey, we got a question for you about, uh, I don't, again, I don't know if it's uh, totally something that you would know all about, but we got a question from Canada here. Derek, what's going on? What's your question for Adam Stern? Uh, yeah, just regarding, like, uh, the NBC Gold app versus, like, last year up in Canada, we were watching it on whatever cell was selling the, um, Supercross, yeah, video day. pass thing or something, right? Video pass, yeah. 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 So I sent an email to Feld a week ago and got a response today because I had to renew my video pass for Monster Cup. Mm-hmm. And they said, it is good for the entire 2019 season. But I find that odd if it's switching networks and... I was wondering. Yeah, do you know anything about that, that, Adam, as far as international guys? I know, like I said, Feld was selling their own package, but then I've got buddies that watch the motocross series on the gold package up in Canada also. So I'm with Derek. I'm getting uh, me being Canadian, and a lot of guys reach out to me. I'm confused on international rights, Adam. I don't know, again, if this is your wheelhouse or not. Yeah, no, you know, it's a great question. And, Derek, I'll try and dig into it because, honestly, I was a little confused myself. I saw that Supercross TV package. And it, it raised questions to me. Now, whether it's just fully intended just for international folks at this point and people in America are going to have to buy NBC Sports Gold or whether it's something similar to F1 where, you know, F1 is, is aired on ESPN, but they also have their own OTT package that they're selling to people in America and elsewhere. It, it, obviously, it's one or the other. I'm not sure which, but I was a little bit confused myself when I saw that they also are still offering that, that TV package. So I'll try and dig into that and get an answer for, for folks, and I'll put that out there. But I'm not 100% sure at this point. I think it's a good question, and, and hopefully we can get some clarity for you so uh, you can figure that out. Thanks, Derek. Thanks for calling. Okay, thank you. Thank you, man. Yeah, stay tuned to my Twitter. I'll I'll retweet it if Adam gets it as well. Um, Chris, you got a quick question? Yeah, so Adam, you're a motorsports journalist, so and I me being very active in our community, do you did you decide that you wanted to do that for a living cuz you're actively in um motorsports or do you ride or how are you connected with all this? Yeah, you know, I uh, honestly working in motorsports and honestly even before that growing up, I mean, I always loved racing, I think you know, everyone has the need for speed. You know, I've been, I've been lucky enough to drive a couple cars here and there. I've never, I haven't been able to uh, ride a dirt bike. So I would love to do that sometime. But, um, you know, I, I honestly, I love motorsports, but as far as how I ultimately got into it, it was kind of just a little bit of the luck of the draw and kind of getting called out of the bullpen. I, I started working at uh, sports business journal kind of with our online team and was kind of helping with like online aggregation you know, of sports business news around the web things like that, you know, for example, like when you see a big news story break, uh, you know, somewhere else besides ESPN, ESPN is going to write it up, you know, like doing similar stuff for SBJ like Mm -hmm. that. I got my start there and, uh, you know, I was just contributing to various sports, um, mostly soccer, 
uh, and our motorsports reporter, but previous to, to me, left uh, the company, and they just needed someone to step up. Now, that being said, for me, it was, it was perfect because not only do I love racing, but also I find the business side of, of motorsports, you know, really interesting. So for me, it was absolutely perfect, and it was, it was it's, it's, you know, I knew it would, it would turn into a great gig, and it really has been. So I really enjoy covering all these different forms of motorsports. It's a little bit much at times. There's so much going on. It's, it's absolutely nonstop. Um, you know, as far as motorsports news coming out on, on seriously, uh, almost a daily basis sometimes as far as the business side. So it's a lot of fun. And, and certainly I'm very thankful that I was able to get to a gig where, you know, I'm covering a sport I love, but, uh, at the same time, I can't say I a hundred percent set out to, to do that. It's just kind of the way mm-hmm. it worked out. And I know I was lucky enough that that happened. Um, obviously look, we go to the races every week. We're in the trenches. We follow this thing, you know, with our nose, six inches from it, you're taking a broader overall view of all motorsports. When you talk to IndyCar CEO, NASCAR people, uh, any kind of motorsports that, you know, drag racing, flat track, TV people, what do they say about Supercross, Adam? That's my what, next question. What, 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 what do they tell you about our sport? I mean, what are, do they, are they envious of, of certain things? Do they, do they wish it was run better do they are they excited for the future like i'm just give me your and people you talk to impression of our little rinky dink uh motorcycle racing here yeah i think people are very impressed by supercross by and large i mean obviously i think it's it's somewhat seen as a niche just due to its viewership figures and you know the the numbers they draw you know i mean the the numbers are what they are they're not mm. absolutely massive relative to all sports right but i mean again you know if you if you look and you dig into them and you, you also you just look at a crowd and you see how many young folks are associated with Supercross. I think that is something that first and foremost other motorsports are various you know, very interested in, you know, maybe even a little bit envious of. Uh there, there's no question because when you talk about NASCAR and IndyCar, they've kind of got the opposite problem. They're they're a little particularly NASCAR. Yeah. You know, they're they're still they're still pretty large when you look at not even just all motorsports but but all, all of sports. All sports, yeah. But you know, they're they're absolutely certainly, you know, getting older and, and they're you know, it's a very advanced age if you look at the median there mm-hmm. or, or, or average age. So um I think first and foremost people are just impressed with the fact that you've got a motorsports series that has a very long time sponsor and monster energy. Um, you know, is, is, it's consistently a good product. It's, it's held in good venues and it's got, again, this great demographic of fans that are very passionate. Obviously, you know, when we talk about hardcore motorsports folks, I think people obviously notice just how many OEMs, uh, manufacturers are in the series as well. Right. Uh, they're doing, you know, it seems like they're doing very well from that regard. So I think overall people see it as, you know, a little bit of a niche, but a really good niche. And so, um, you know, you talk about like, NASCAR folks and their top executives and also, you know, IndyCar and yeah. Inza, I, I'm sure they're all thinking right now about ways they can cross promote more, you know, certainly, you know, after that summit a couple of weeks ago where mm-hmm. that was a big focus. I mean, and we've seen NASCAR and Supercross folks do stuff all yeah. the time. I mean, yeah. I remember a couple of years ago in Atlanta, all, you know, they were both there the same weekend and all those NASCAR guys went and rode and yep. Clint Boyer, you know, got on the bike and like, Hit the wall. Yeah, that was, which was amazing. That was such a great moment. So, you know, I, I think obviously a lot of NASCAR, you know, it seems more and more NASCAR folks um, in as far as the drivers are kind of tween about it. Uh, I remember last year, you know, you had Jimmy Johnson, let alone some of the kind of more regular guys like Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Yeah. Uh, a, a lot of a lot of drivers seem like they're getting into it more and more. So 
Um, obviously, you know, the fact that they were with, you know, you guys are with Fox, uh, Supercars with Fox, now with NBC, NASCAR's with both. So I don't think you're going to see any drop off there. I yeah. think that's just going to continue. So, sure. uh, again, I think people overall see it as a, as a, as a niche. But at the same time, uh, you could say all of motorsports is a niche first and foremost. True. And secondarily, I think people see it as a good niche and, and one that they think are, are doing a lot of good things. Uh, Adam Paul here. I, a, a hot topic in our industry, I guess, in our sport is is how our sh- how our show comes off on TV and how the the flow of it. Whether we put this race here or that race there, and it's always a balance between preserving the the legacy of racing, I guess, and and producing a good show. So, uh, someone like you who's not as closely married to the sport, I guess, as all three of us here, when you watch our show on TV, like what's your view of it? Is it, does it captivate you? Is it exciting from start to finish? Like, are there dead points? Like how do you view our presentation or our show, you know, when, when, when our races are live? Yeah, I think Supercross is, is very efficient. I mean, when you compare it to, I think, you know, when you look at NASCAR and they, and they did things like stage racing, you know, that was a major change for them, and mm-hmm. it, was, it was seen as somewhat impure, but they're trying to get more like Supercross. You know, it has breaks. It has kind of set times. It has set races. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, they're kind of a middle ground, so it's, it's still one ultimately one race, but they have now kind of these set cautions where they're going to stop the race, and they're kind of, you know, they almost try and treat it like it's like the end of a quarter. You know, they go to, they go to commercial break and all these different things, so... Um, I, I think the, the, the Supercross TV product is, is very attractive. I mean, the, the races are not that long. They're, they're pretty kind mm-hmm. of short and, and power punched. I mean, you see a lot of action in a short amount of time. Obviously, just like any motorsports, I mean, it's not like literally every last lap from what I can tell on, on, in Supercross is absolutely jaw-dropping, but it's got great action. Mm-hmm. Um, and, again, the way that it's kind of broken up in different races, you got the heat races, you know, the last chance qualifier, you know, the, the 250s, 450s, I mean, I think it's got a great product. Um, it, it's definitely more kind of in league with what I think young folks today want to have. You know, not you know the way NASCAR and, and IndyCar are. I mean, it's it's there's so much history there, and there's such you know ultimately great series that have been you know been exciting for decades that you understand why they are what they are. But you know, NASCAR is grappling big time with the fact that their product is just doesn't fit with the way a lot of viewers like to view sports today. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, have one set race for, for four hours. I mean, it's it's a little little bit long at times, you know? So, and, and, you know, they're, some of their top executives will be the first to tell you that, but it's, they walk such a tightrope because they, you know, they need to try and attract new fans, but at the same time, the more they abandon their core fans, the worse it's going to get for them in certain regards. So, they're they're stuck in this catch twenty two that I don't think Supercross is. I think Supercross, uh, you know, I, I know they switched it up last year and and you know they kind of tweaked it a little bit to try and make it even yeah. more efficient. So uh, you know I think I think it's definitely a, a great product from that regard and kind of what you're seeing other motorsports try and get a little bit more like. That's interesting. Yeah, we'll we'll see how this deal goes, man. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how it is. Like I said. Overall package, a little bit worse, but it's year one, and I'm sure they're going to grow, and NBC will look at it, and maybe they'll get to the point where every single race is live. But that that the Sports Gold app is fine. It's great. Uh, People can get that if they want everything live. And, yeah, I'm just I'm interested, Adam, to see how this goes. Uh, thank you for your time tonight. I really appreciate you coming and joining us. Uh, uh, great work with everything that you do. Uh, I'm a subscriber, so I, I follow it. And, uh, yeah, thanks very much, man. Thanks for coming on. 
Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. Look forward to doing it soon. Thanks, Adam. All right. Uh, Adam Stern, everybody from Sports Business Journal. Um, I was going to maybe like break it down. Well, hey, Adam, so I just want you to know that we have Feld uh, that run the Supercross Series, and then we have MX Sports that runs the Motocross <laughs> Series. And then, Adam, uh, the AMA sanctions the Supercross Series, but ultimately they have the FIM above them that listen to them. But the, uh, the Motocross Series doesn't have anybody. They just use the AMA plate, and they have another set of guys that make the rules over there. But sometimes the AMA guys get involved with yeah <laughs> but anyways adam welcome to our sport thank you <laughs> yeah thank you there's not just bill france sitting in a tower going dock him five spots right. you know what i mean like yeah. uh but that was interesting right uh, um it's, i think like i said people would be surprised to know that these rights are getting four five six million dollars a year that's insane the the part that i picked on up mm-hmm. on that i thought was awesome was when he mentioned that feld did this be, to cross promote and capture a younger viewer I think he said something like that or try to find a younger customer because obviously that's what our industry needs right now or what power sports needs is is all these kids are on their devices and the cost to enter our sport is very high. So I I like that obviously they got to raise. They're going to do that regardless. But if that truly was another reason why they did it, kudos to them because I, I sometimes worry that Feld doesn't realize how much influence they have on the health of power sports. Right. Well, they are doing some things with kids riding the bikes and demo no, pits, I love, demo yeah. things in the pits, and you know they are trying to work with some dealers and areas, and that's awesome. And they need to do that, frankly, yeah. because it helps their business model survive. Yeah. Uh, Vertex Pistons, every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna come stock with a Vertex Pistons. Sixty-five years ago in Italy, a small technical workshop was founded, and their Vertex is an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands like Beta, Gas Gas, Bradshaw, and TM. Pulp MX Show 2018 is a code to save at vertexpistons.com. See a full range of two four two and four stroke pistons replica high compression gp style configurations vertexpistons.com uh bringing you our next guest on the show uh pr dropped right before the show uh this man is out for the year with an injury uh but but on the good news side of things he just inked a new deal with the geico honda guys to stay there a couple more years it's jeremy martin what's up jeremy how are you hey boys what's going on hey oh, jay no, martin no. what's up man yeah what's happening uh well hey sorry to hear about your news dude you gotta be bummed yeah yeah, I got the news about two weeks ago, and uh, I went to get a second opinion. And then just to kind of, I wasn't too happy with the doctor I had. Um, and then I was just like, I went and saw a sports-related doctor up there in Vail, Colorado, at the Stedman Clinic. And um, did the CT scan, mm-hmm. did the x-rays, and then the doctor came in, he's like, he's like, dude, I got some bad news for you. And I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> like I was just, I was kind of expecting like it not to be great because it's a broken back, you know. But by no means did I expect uh, the bombshell. I was like, dude, we need to, we need to go back in and do this, do this right because the way the, the way the doctor did it in Tennessee because it was basically an emergency surgery. Was it re- okay? Yeah, right. I was going to ask you about that. So you kind of had to do it in Tennessee. Yeah, I had no choice. Like I never lost feeling when I went down, but I just knew I was like, holy shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> This is some pain, you know? Right. Um, and then they went in and because it was, it burst fractured. So they had to just go in and stabilize it. And then he said everything was going to be, it'd be good. But unfortunately from what I, what I learned now is that he just basically didn't prep it right for it to heal Ugh. like fully and legit. So did you, were you having, were you having complications or did you feel right. like you were on the path to recovery? 
Um, well, I had a really gnarly complication. I got a really bad infection. Right. So um, I took them. I couldn't fly, so I took a medical jet because they couldn't really kind of figure out what happened, and I almost went septic up in Minnesota. Jesus. So I dealt with that right. for a long time, and then I did, like, you know, got through that, and then uh, they're like, well, we'll see you. We, we'll see you in, you know, in, in the spring or whatever. Yep. And I'm like, well, I got to, I said, I got to try to make outdoors. Like, <laughs> yeah. And the guy wasn't very sports related. So, um, that's why I sought out the, the Stedman clinic, you know, yep, cause, yep. and yeah, it was a bummer deal. Oh yeah. Just a shame. Really. We were hoping to see you outdoors from everything we had heard. You know, I remember talking to Dan Bentley and he was like, ah, maybe East coast even, you know, early on. And then, and then I heard, wow, outdoors, he'll be ready. And yeah, just a, just a bummer deal, man, for sure. It's going to be a little bit longer until you see you on the track. I guess the good news is, Jeremy, though, you inked a two-year deal, uh, 2020 and 2021. You'll be riding for Geico still uh, you know, to, to get back and to get another national championship and get a Supercross title. It's nice, Jeremy, when you have some people standing by and got your back. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm, I'm very, you know, honored to be able to ride for the team again and, you know, like, when I got the news, I called my parents and then, you know, I called my agent Lucas and I was like, you know, like, what, what do we do? You know? Mm -hmm. And obviously the ultimate goal is to go 450 and to get to the premier level, Yep. I think for anyone, but, um, with my current situation and everything and, and for Geico to Jeff and Ziggy and everyone to take a say, Hey, like, dude, just get healthy. We believe in you. Um, you know, the last race you entered, you, you technically won, you know, <laughs> right. so th- they're like, just, just get healthy and then we'll, we'll move on and, you know, get, we'll, we'll get back to winning races and being where you need to be. Uh, when's the date for the next surgery? Do you have one yet? Yeah, it, it's going to be January 12th. Okay. So the second supercross round. Yep. So yep. where's your mindset at now that? We've all been injured. We've all, I mean, I've never been, had a bad injury like what you have, but when you have an injury, you're like, you're in a mindset like, I'm just going to get healed. I'm not even caring about dirt bikes. Forget dirt bikes. Fuck them. I just want to get better. So you kind of, you, like you said, you went septic and you, you, you beat that and you're getting better. You're starting riding your bicycle a little bit. Were you itching to ride? Were you like, okay, I'm, I'm getting ready. Like I'm, I'm thinking about dirt bikes more. Or were you just like, look, something's up and I'm, I'm still not even thinking about that right now. No, for sure. I'd say for the minute, you know, I even got hurt. Like I still wanted to ride, like even when they're going in to do the first surgery, you know, and then I had to have a second one to fix, clean out the infection and take care of all that back in Minnesota. So this will be my third one come January. But, um, yeah, like I, I want to ride, you know, I miss it. Um, the whole deal, how it happened, I thought was, was obviously pretty shitty. And I, I know it's a racing incident, but I still, in my mind, I still think it, you know, everyone has two sides to the story. I thought it was a little bit dirty, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's life. And, unfortunately, life isn't fair, and it doesn't go the way you expect it to. And you can either sit and kind of, I guess, maybe cry about it and whine about it, or you just move on, accept it, and then you just overcome it, you know? Yeah, I mean, what, exactly. Like, you could sit there and feel sorry for yourself, but uh, you got a two-year deal from the team. No pressure. They think you can get back to your old level. You think you can get back to your old level. Things could be a hell of a lot worse, I guess, huh, J-Mart? Yeah, like, it, it, obviously it sucks. Like, I'm going to yep. miss a full, a full season, and I had a great outdoor season going this year. But, you know, I mean, this could be – this is, you know, a chance to 
do something pretty damn cool in the sport, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could be a four-time champ. Come, yeah, yeah. Come back and be a four-time champ and do let's make some history while we're at it, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good way to look at it for sure. I just think, Paul, you work with the Geico guys with Pro Taper, and, and I certainly know those guys, uh, whether it's uh, Justin Bogle or Will Hahn or Malcolm Stewart. These guys are they're a different team. They don't just eat, chew these guys up and spit them out. I, I admire the the way Geico got, goes about things and the way they handle riders. Don't you agree? Yeah, I mean they're just they're good people. They're family people. They understand racing and and it's not all results driven. And mm-hmm. I mean, at, speaking from the pro taper side, I love to support support those guys because they're so committed to the future. They have a strong amateur offering. I mean, they just signed J-Mart for multiple years while he's hurt. Not yep. a lot of guys will do that. Yep. And and um, so, I mean, I love working with those guys as far as the pro taper side is concerned. And um, no doubt in my mind that I think Jeremy, yeah, he can, he, can, he can be a four-time champ. He can be a champ that has the biggest span between his wins, I yep. think. Um, and I think he was well on his way to probably – getting that title this yeah. year throughout the, the you know probably would have came so. down to you or Zacco Jmart I think if you guys hadn't been hurt I'm no no offense to yeah, Aaron, Aaron I mean, Plessinger but yeah it was shaping up to be a good brawl like it was Zach went, when Zach got hurt I was like oh man because like honestly like you know obviously when you're in the championship and you're going weekend to weekend you're like you're thinking about how to be better and you're like god I gotta race a guy like Zach or Plessinger and you mm-hmm. get like I love that you know because you're in you're thinking about how to be better but and then when a guy gets hurt it like it just bums it it, it just you know takes yeah. takes it away a little bit so, 702-586-757 you got a question for a guy go honda's jeremy martin he's on the line now brought to you by vertex pistons uh Pulpamex show 18 is the code to save with the folks at vertex give us a call uh jay mart will be on the line for a little bit longer um so you know, obviously, look, you had to have the, t- the, the the surgery in Tennessee, and you had the the the, the staff infection and everything. But I'm guessing, uh, Jay Martin, Colorado, home of so many great sports doctors, you are going to get taken care of this time. Yeah, for sure. I, I got a good doctor up there, and I have a lot of a lot of confidence in him. Immediately when I went in, I was like, you know, like normally when you get worked on, like a surgery, you feel like it's pretty black and white with mm-hmm. the surgeon. Like they're going to yeah. go in, they're going to fix it, but kind of gnarly like i guess maybe it's not that way um and then with you know with the stedman clinic i met those guys and they came in they're like hey this is what your recovery will be at this point you can start doing this and this is what we're going to do and i was like man this is probably one of the best doctors i think i've ever talked to so yeah i've I've, good. I've said that a few times like because red dog got a faulty wrist surgery it's like a car mechanic, man. Like some guys have bad days or you're right. fighting with your wife. When it's a you human w- being. Yeah, if you wake up in yeah. the morning and you're fighting with your wife and you, you don't pay attention to the your, your your patient, like it can happen like very easily. You know what I mean? Right. It's not uh, like it's not black and white, but you think it always should be, right, Jamar? But it's not. And, and, and shit can go sideways with doctors and, and repairs, you know? Yeah, yeah. I just didn't expect that really because, yep. I mean, I've been pretty fortunate. Like I've had a, bro- I broke my toe or whatever and had a couple get offs, but for the most part in my career I've I've been pretty good mm-hmm. up until this back deal. Um Stedman Clinic, is that the same place where Roxanne and Villo all got their work done up there? Yeah, Roxanne went there I think for his arm. Yeah. I, I believe so. Yeah. Um, um Okay, go ahead. So let's let's put you in the fan perspective now, J Mart. The analysis, the analysis. Two thousand nineteen. Um predictions for four fifty and two fifty. For 2019 or 2000, oh, yeah, yeah, ah, dude, I don't know. I mean, 
How's your guy Tomac just, looking? How do, are you down there? Have you been watching him? How's he looking? I mean, I've watched Eli ride, and, like, last year when we started out Supercross to, like, this year when I first started watching him ride, I'm like, wow, he's even better. <laughs> oh, boy. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, and, like, you can't help but just – I mean, I I mean, I know what he does, and obviously I'm an Eli fan and stuff, but I just think, um, yeah, it's going to be a good series. I mean, the guy, Jason Strong, he's going to be defending his championship and stuff, so – I think it's just going to I think it's going to be a great 450 Supercross season. I can't really put a deal on who's going to win it. I guess you just have to that's the beauty of it is tuning in and and watching every weekend to see who's going to be the be the beast of the year. How's your big brother feeling on the uh, RMZ 250? Give us the real scoop here. Dude, he I think he's having fun. I mean, he's probably down there in Florida just doing his deal. Just grinding you know, away. Like, yeah. He, t- he texts me or call me and I say, I'm so effing fit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's funny. I think he's going to be happy to kind of be back doing his own thing off the bike, like kind of calling his shots, knowing his body how it works. And you know what I mean? I think that'll be a beneficial to him. Yeah, I think he, I think he's definitely happy. Like yep. he's, he's, he's liking the bike. He's liking the program he's doing. And uh, I think, I I yeah I guess once the race season hits you'll be that's when you always tell you know yeah you never yeah you never quite know is he doing east we think he's doing east you know can you break news for us here I don't I don't know oh stop sure. it Jamar you know <laughs> yeah I see that laugh he knows he yeah. knows yeah he's doing east right yeah I mean I, I <laughs> he, he likes right okay rut. perfect thank you that's all we need to know that that's all we need to know um so do you think obviously your surgery's on the twelfth. You have some recovery time. Will you be around the races? Is the plan once you're up and going, you'll you'll come to some races, or what? What do you know right now? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the least I can do with Geico sticking behind me is, I mean, I'm going to be pretty out for the count. Like I remember when I first got it done. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I was there. I mean, I haven't. I missed the Millville National, and I haven't missed it since I was like 12 years old. Yeah, oh, wow. I know. I remember. Yeah, you yeah. weren't there. Yeah. Mm. Yep, so I just wasn't healthy. So once I get healthy, for sure, like, yep. I'll go and support Geico and just do the best I can do and be the best ambassador to the sport and help promote it for people coming up. And, you know, the sport's done a lot for me. Yeah. Uh, where do you stand with your buddy Phil right now? How's the relationship? How's it going? Our listeners need to know. We know there was some fence mending going on and all that, but how are we recently with Phil? He put out a support tweet for you tonight. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, he did. Yes, huh? Phil put out a support tweet. He was very happy that Geico stuck by you and signed, you signed a new deal, and and he thinks that more teams should be like that. So Phil was on your side. Yeah, I mean, hey, thanks, Phil, for the tweet, but I still think you're a pile. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, God bless. Have you talked to him lately, Phil? I haven't talked to no. Phil in a while. He okay. sent me a text today, and uh, I didn't even text him back. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> he's going to be here in Vegas, I think, the second week or third week of January. He's coming in. I'm flying him in for a show. Ooh, there yeah. you go. Yeah, he's going to be in studio complaining, com- uh, whining as always. <laughs> so, actually, we just got a text. Uh, Jimmy D and Enzo are west for JGR. Okay. So that and Martin and Peters are east. All right. There we go. So we don't even need Jeremy to break us the news or anything. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that'll be interesting. So are you gonna you getting surgery done in Colorado? Are you gonna stay in Colorado for a long time then, and and make sure the rehab is all done there, or are you gonna once you're up and ready go back to Rochester? Do you know that plan yet? 
Um, I'll probably stay here because I, they say like how it kind of went was like no bending or twisting for yep. three to four months. And then I'll, they didn't put me in a brace last time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they should have probably put me in a brace cause I mean, they went in and did the surgery and they, the rods are kind of is what is holding me together now, but yeah, yeah. They, I think they should have done the brace just for a second safety deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately they didn't. So I'll have that for three to four months. And then after that, it's like slight therapy. And then at six months, I should be able to start doing some gym stuff and Jeez, that's gnarly. get yeah. where I'm at now. You, um, you did get on the bike, right? You've been on a bicycle, yeah. right? I saw some Instagrams, yeah. right? So that's about as far as you got before things went sideways. You got on the bicycle a little bit. Yeah, I got outside. It was kind of a normal human again and <laughs> just. You know, breathing some fresh air and and not sitting in the house, just kind of, you know, blowing my brains out. <laughs> do you uh, do you got a girlfriend yet, or what's the girlfriend situation like? Are, are you? I, I no, do I got don't. a girlfriend. She's here in in Cortez, Colorado. Okay. All right. So at least you're not totally alone out in the mountain cabin behind Eli's house. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so here's the deal with this. Here's the deal. Oh, Jmart's gonna have the surgery. Yeah. Right. Yep. He's gonna be fucked up for a bit. Mm-hmm. This chick, his girlfriend, is gonna help him out. Yeah, like she, for sure. She's gonna be the one wiping his ass, doing the whole thing. So this is the one you're gonna have to stick with if she sticks around, J. Mark. <laughs> if she sticks around, this might be the one. I, yeah, I know. I told her, I was like, hey, you know, like there's a, there's a possibility that you might have to wipe my ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> just, just be ready. Yes. That's all you're. That's all you're gonna say, right? Um, yeah. And also, we got a tweet asking if, if you're going to lose your number. You're not going to lose your number. There's injury exemptions for that, everybody. So calm down. He will be the number six when he hits the track in, in 2020. So um, everybody just calm down on that. Um, all right, Jay Mart. Well, hey, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for letting us talk to you. I know you got to be depressed and upset. Uh, uh, in one hand, that's really shitty deal. But on the other hand, congrats on the new deal with Honda. And I mean, you're a multi-time champion, so you know we 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 think you'll be all right and uh, get back on the top of the box. Thanks for the time tonight, man. Yeah, thanks for thanks for having me on the show. It's been a long time, and it's always nice to chat with you boys. Yeah, absolutely, man. All right, Jay Mart. Best get, of luck, man. Get better, buddy. Thank Later, you, dude. All right, see you. See ya. Jeremy Martin, everybody. Geico Honda uh, brought to you by Vertex Pistons. Man, that is... That's so, heavy. So when he hits Poor the guy. track, if he does East Coast in 2020, okay, that is going to be... He got hurt in June. Yeah, it'll be almost uh, two years. It'll be almost two years. Yeah, it's gnarly. It'll be 22 months. Yep. That's gnarly. For his racing. So that'll be something else. But you know what? I honestly... If anyone could do it, you know, he's going to get flack for staying in the class, but he's yeah, fucking but missing fuck two years, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah but I mean, you can't come off of a fucking back injury that you, gnarly. And say, I'm on a 450. Yeah, Here like, we go. Like, like in 2020, I'm in 450. Like you can't do that. No. I think in the end, it's it's fine. I mean, he was on this crazy acceleration and a heart set on the 450 class, and that was all happening fast. And and I'm a huge believer in don't leave that class until you're forced to leave it type thing right so be marty i think it's fine yeah i hey, think it's gonna be you're good. making money riding a dirt bike uh, yeah what you exactly gotta do. yeah absolutely uh, speaking of making money riding a dirt bike do you want to make a money uh in, a, in in the industry in the, uh, yes yes you do motorcycleindustryjobs.com number one source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates did you try this with your pro taper position it was on there oh, it was yeah you okay. didn't talk about it what the hell? Blame, oh, blame, blame, blame Alex. No, I'm going to blame you. Blame Alex and uh, and everybody else down there. Uh, all right, everybody. So, um, uh, number one uh, source for power sports companies looking for employees and candidates looking for job employment opportunities. Upload your resume for free today. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. 
Uh, the job of the week this week, WPS. Mm, what we got? Project manager, off-road product. Okay. Full-time, up in Boise. Uh, people love Boise, by the way. If you speak to people who are up in Boise, they are... Boise. Cool. Yeah, there's no Z in it. It's Boise. JT always. Boise. Boise. What, do I, what am I saying? You're saying Z. Boise? Boise. Not Xmas. It's Bo- Boise. It's Yamaha. <laughs> okay. WPS Fly Racing is currently seeking a talented and motivated it's project Nissan. manager who is responsible for establishing a strategic direction for the off-road product collections and coordinating approvals. You could do this, Kiefer. This is not an entry-level job. Sounds deep. Uh, this is, yeah, this is not an entry-level uh, job. But, uh, yeah, project manager, uh, you'll, you're going to be working with the design team. You're going to be working with the sales team. The project manager leads the process with a multifunctional team to develop and execute product initiatives to deliver sales objectives. Does it, does it give salary on there? Uh no? You got to have under undergraduate or graduate degree, three to five years of project management. Um, no, it does not say that. No. Okay. Um, it says full time salary exempt DOE, whatever that means. Salary exempt means you don't get a salary. No, uh, <laughs> check it out. Uh, that's the motorcycleindustryjobs.com job of the week. Uh, WPS project manager off road product at Fly Racing. Uh, before we get to speaking of JT and product, before we get to that, let's go to Steve has a question about suspension for Kiefer. What's up, Steve? What's up, Steve? Hey, guys. Um, hey, first of all, Steve, I, I've been a listener from the beginning. I love your show. Thank you, so. man. Appreciate it. Thanks. Yep. Uh, question for Kiefer. Uh, hey, uh, Chris, I've read some amazing uh, reports in several magazines about um, Kreft Moto's revalve control system. Yeah. Uh, Ping said it was hands down the best suspension I've ever ridden. I'm blown away. You know, it's supposedly with the turn of adjuster, you can go from motor to full-on off-road plush. Have you ever tested that? Because I'm real interested in it. That's funny you ask that. I get a lot of emails I don't know what it is. What the hell is it? What's he it's talking about? It's a company about? up in Washington. Okay. Oregon, somewhere. Washington, Oregon. I think it's Washington. And uh, they're specifically for W. They do a lot of WP stuff. Yep. And when I was at Dirt Rider, we were getting ready to do a Kreft test, and then I left, so I didn't manage to do that. But I've recently got so many emails about it that I'm going to start doing something in January with them. You're not explaining what it is, though. Is it just a revalve company? Racetech.com? I don't know what it is inside. I can't explain it to you. Is this what you told me was, like, the somehow make a Yamaha fork work on a KTM? Is this what that that what that is? No, they they, no. they specifically this is more for the for the KTM Husky yeah. Air fork. Um, and and basically they add an adjuster on one leg where you can literally supposedly go from full moto to full off-road plush. Huh. And and again, I've read it was a dirt bike, it was an MXA, they rave about it. And ping, he, this is a ping quote. Hands down, the best suspension I've ever ridden. I'm blown away. Hmm. My oh. tailbones. <laughs> yeah. Uh, interesting. I, so you're going to work on this. Yeah, you? I already got in con- I know the guys over there, and we're going to get a set sent to me, and we're going to really dissect it. So Cool. I'm yeah. anxious to hear. Stay, real anxious. Stay tuned, Steve. Thanks, man. Okay. Thanks, Thanks, Thanks Steve. Actually, uh, Steve, call back. We're going to give you something if you call back. If he calls back, he recognizes his voice. Give him a maximum kit. MaximumUSA.com. Uh, all right, everybody. Jason Thomas, what's up, man? How are you? Not too much. I was just listening to you describe that job, and I was like, man, that sounds a lot like the one that we have open, and then it was the one we have um, open. Well, yeah. Do, are they reporting to you? Are you, uh, no, are you the boss? No, there would be more in the design department. So okay. I would work with them yep. on a lot of stuff, but right. yeah, I wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't be in my department. MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com up in Boise. Boise. Right? Am I saying it right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's better than you were saying it earlier. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Please check them out. Um, 
project manager off-road product fly racing. Um, all right. That's the way you can tell. That's the way you can tell if somebody lives there or they're just talking about the city. If they say it with a Z or an S. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, all right. Hey, buddy. Welcome to the show. Appreciate it. Uh, I know it's late where you are right now, so uh, thanks for joining us a little bit later. Um, so we broke down who's east and west in 250 class. I think we got that. What did you think of Jimmy D and Enzo going west on JGR, Paul? I think it's fine. I think yeah. Jimmy's um good starter, and I think Enzo rides the hard stuff good. I mean, uh, maybe J March the one. I'm sorry, A March the one kind of calling the shots, and Dude. if he wants to be east, so everything has to follow around him. But I, I'm not sure. I know we don't talk about McElrath enough, and maybe RJ figures this out, and maybe Sexton figures this out. But AC versus Ferrandez, it is going to be on. Are you serious? What? Talk about McElrath more. He's yeah. the guy to beat. Dude. He's the guy to beat. I, I don't know. Seriously? You're shitting on Shane already? I it's think I'm Christmas. I, think I, I know. I think I'm shitting on Shane. You are. Dude, Shane is you are. good. Why? Shane that is guy's fast. led the championship two years in a row. Ferrandis is so good, dude. No, he, he hasn't is. finished one he, yet. He hasn't AC, finished series, AC though. is good, too. Yeah, but... He does, I, uh, Vegas yeah. will be good. Oof. Oh. You can't... I, I, no, no, honestly, AC, I think... AC is awesome. Shane has to be the favorite. Shane, I think Shane's going to win. I agree. I think uh, I think AC will be in the mix. I think AC has the most speed of anybody in that class. Straight up, I think AC can go the fastest. Mm. Yep. But he's just got to put it all together. That's and, and that, I guess that goes for Shane too. Shane Shane hasn't always been his fault. He's had some mechanical issues go on and weird stuff. But when you look at all three of them, I, I think you could make it you know even across the board. But one of I think one of them is going to win, right? So well, who's going to who's going to finally get it together? And I'm 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 also a Sexton guy. Like if this kid can figure out his starts, yeah. Like, um, I I think, but he's got to he's got to walk before he can run. He's got to win a race here, you know. Yeah, Paul's a big Sexton guy. Yeah, I like Sexton. I've like like Chase and for Kiefer a long just, time. Kiefer and... just likes sex. I do like sex. Yeah, a ton, <laughs> a ton, a ton. <laughs> but here here's the thing about Sexton. If you I've seen him ride, yeah. He is really technical and smooth and really precise. And the way he delivers the power on the bike is tailor-made for West Coast dirt. Like, See, he is smooth. Yeah, I don't know I if I agree with that one. I think he'd be very good on the East. That guy's really good in ruts, really good on the track, is the shittiest. He's very good. But do you never yeah. see him hanging out? I think uh, I think you're spot on, but I would have put that on Christian Craig and not Sexton. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, Christian, same. Yeah. I, I mean, when, when I saw him have that injury, I was like, oh, no. Because I just think he's so good in the West, and mm-hmm. now he's going to go back to the East. And I'm not going to say unprepared because I don't know how bad the injury is going to be, but not as prepared as he would have been. How about that? I think Colt Nichols is worth is worth speaking about, too, because yeah. I, I yeah. think he's extremely, extremely fast. Yeah, if he can stay that. healthy, well, um, I think he's going to be very much in the mix. I just did this uh, anonymous text thing about who's who's looking well at test tracks. Who's tracks. fast. Who's fast. Who's fast. And a lot of that <laughs> a lot of that stuff is BS. But honestly, I got about three votes for Nichols from people who have seen him. Yeah. Like, just, I mean, some of them are biased people, but, like, three votes for, like, you guys got to see Colt Nichols right now at the track. Yeah. So, well, remember, he got second at the first race last year. I mean, he, he can ride. Uh, thanks, Steve, for calling back in, by the way. The suspension guy, uh, MaximaUSA.com. We got him a Maxima kit. So thanks to the folks at MaximaUSA.com for making that happen. Um, all right, CR2-2 deal is announced. It's done. We knew it was anyways. How's he going to do? How's he going to do? He's committed. I, I, I tried, mean, to, ta- uh, I tried to get him on the show. He's moving to North Carolina right he's, now. Yeah, he's moved already. He's yep. moving, I, I tried to get him on the show. He told me... My life is all about four wheels. 
<laughs> so I said, no problem. We could talk about four wheels because uh-huh. I was giving him shit on Instagram. Are you ever coming back? Hey, bro, Anaheim one is coming. Right. Because he's with Caroli, you know, doing some sort yeah, of car. Yeah. And then uh, and then he never replied. So, but um, how's he going to do? I mean, I think he's more prepared than he's been in a long time. I yep. think he's going to get great starts, and I think that's going to loom very large. Try not to be Dan here. Just be normal. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm trying All to right. be unbiased. Yep. Um, uh, he is 34, 35? No, I older. think he's the He'll same. Be 37 age. in March. 36. Oh, I no, thought no. he was just a year older than that. Brayton's awesome. 34. That's so right. fucking I think Brayton's yeah. 34. And, Bray- and Brayton won a race last year. Yeah. So, uh, but, I mean... I mean, Chad's gritty. He's tough. He sounds like he's a hundred percent committed. He gets along with the Suzuki. I think he's a good spot mentally. I, I, I th- he's going to be light years better than he was last year. Does he podium? Yes or no? I, I think down the stretch, if he continues to get good starts and stay healthy, I think he can podium. I think he gets a podium too, yep. dude. I think I'm with Paul. Maybe not A one and Phoenix and all this, but yep, down the road, he is the most opportunistic guy I've ever met. And when the opportunity arises like a Seattle last year, if he, if he came in as ready as he will be this year to race like Seattle last year, he would be on the podium. And I'm not saying that's how he wants to do it, but that's what he does. He's smart and he finds the right situation where the door's open. And if you open the door for him, just like we saw in Indiana with the, the inside gate or anything like that, he, that's what he capitalizes on. He's so good in those situations. Look at his stars too at monster cup on the Suzuki. He's going to kill the stars. They were great. They were great. That's important. What do you think? Podium, JT? Kiefer? Where, yeah. where are you I, think he, I think he can. Um, uh, he's gonna, it's going to be situational, though, because I don't think he's going to have the top-end speed. You know? Listen, Waffler, Waffler, we know he no, can. No, no. Will well, he podium? I'm going to say yes. It just It's not going to be early. Okay, uh, that's what I said, and that's what Paul said. Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I agree with you. Um, I think that's – just it could be – it could be. I mean, look at Phoenix, what, two years ago? Yeah. I mean, second race of the year or whatever, and he yeah. gets on the podium. So I don't think it's impossible. Um, just when everybody's healthy, just like it, Monster Cup, it's can he stay at the front? Will he avoid getting shuffled back? That's going to be the, the tricky part. If he wins a race, it's going to be fucking... It's going to be bananas. It's going to be bananas. <laughs> bananas. <laughs> it's going to be bananas. Awesome. Yellow RMZs, yellow bananas everywhere. Dude, just, that's it. It's going to be bananas. Right. I don't think he does it. I don't think yeah. he podiums. Uh, I think closest he comes is fourth, fifth. Yep. There's just too many fucking good guys, man, yep. that are fat, straight up faster than he is uh, right at this point. JGR, is no, I, I agree with that uh, yeah. too. I just think he finds he just finds these little opportunities. I keep using that word, but he's just so good at that. Nope. He doesn't have to be the fastest guy. He will just find a spot and like, yep, that guy crashed and that guy got a bad start, and then these guys are all hurt, and yep, oh, there's my spot. Yeah, and I agree with that. I just. And I and let me let me say this. I think it's bitching that he's still racing. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. I love that he's yes, this right. old right. and he still rides dirt bikes. I I went to Australia and I watched him and he looked he looked good. Like he he looked he good. Used, he used that Joker lane good too. Yeah. He always looks good though. He's <laughs> yeah. just good. Why did he do that, Paul? Cuz he wanted to win. He wanted to win. Fuck the rules. <laughs> I mean, yep. Okay, yep. all right. Um uh, but he looked he looked good, man, and and like I I say this so much like a broken record, but honestly, I don't think enough people in this sport put enough value in the start. And he's a good starter. And so many better things happen when you get a good start. You stay out of the bullshit. You yeah, get yeah. you don't get injured as much. You stay cleaner. Uh, who likes to get dirty? You don't jump with so many idiots. Like God, right. you get good starts too. It's important. You fucking are good at starts. I it it's seriously hugely hugely important. Not enough people value it, or or maybe it's I don't know. Maybe it's just I don't think. 
getting a good start is hard, well, or maybe some it it's is. It's a but, huge part of Vince Freeze's Well, you're success. talented at it, though. That, it, I think yeah. you have a gift for it, so it doesn't seem hard to you, but... Appreciate that. Which is good for you. <laughs> yeah, but I we're going to be that. talking on the way home, then. <laughs> if you yeah. have this gift, we're going to discuss this. <laughs> well, I think, I think Paul, because I watched Paul race, you know, my whole life growing up, whatever, Paul was very crafty on the starts. He would find the angle, yeah. and that's a big part of starts. Just like, you know, we talked about it, but Chad at Indiana, finding the angle, finding the right gate, you know, like Ricky was all, would always say, you know, condition over position. It doesn't really matter where you are. If you have the right gate with the right dirt and, you know, do you have the right tire or you have the right gearing or you have the right anything, there are a lot of ways to get it done if you know what you're doing. Yep. You know um, the secret, Chris? Yeah. When you want to shut off, mm-hmm. count to two and then shut off. Mm. That sounds like my dad when I was 12 years old. That's, that's why secret. Davos did. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> true that. True that. Yeah, Marty might disagree with that. Yeah, yeah maybe. Um, <laughs> do you want to – we're going to talk about Mike's fantasy, Kiefer. Do you want to go upstairs and talk to Boogie? Yeah, no, I'm no, no, no. I'm gonna go check no. out my bike. No, no, no. You should do that, but stay here because you're playing with us this year, and I want you to. It's learn. too much shit. It's no, overwhelming. No, it's not. It's no, 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 no. It's not. Shit. I don't like the way. You, I don't like your attitude. It's not that hard. <laughs> you guys need to do a podcast and and dumb it up. We're Seriously. gonna dumb it up right now. Okay, we're. Cliff, we're not, are we gonna take a break before? No. God dang. We're gonna take a break after JT because he's on the East Coast, so you all blame right. JT for not taking a break. All right, JT. Thank you. Um. All right, Pulp MX Fantasy, everybody. 2019, uh, it's here. 2019. Longer it, and deeper. Longer, deeper. Uh, we are going to take sign-ups. Uh, if you're listening to this on the archive, it's probably already open. Uh, hopefully later tonight, right, Marks? Or maybe tomorrow morning-ish West Coast time? Yeah. Um, so we're going to sign up for 2019 year. Uh, we are gained teamed up with the guys at kawasaki they have given us some bikes to give away uh we went longer and deeper with the prizes paul what let's talk about the prizes first of all weekly and uh season ending supercross and season ending motocross prizes this thing last year was phenomenal successful i mean it was people were it was bigger than ever i thought it would get i mean that's the reason for our a1 meltdown that when we had to change our plans because we had so many people converging on the the servers uh, yeah, yeah it, it, was, it blew and, us up. And so. it was a lot of fun. Like, I apologize to the riders who got tweets about, you know, their results. Please don't do that, people. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun to, to talk about every week and rehash and figure out how we did and who we're picking. And, and JT's very angry at so many guys. <laughs> um, it, it is a lot of fun to play. Uh, I want to stress that. It's free to play uh, if you want to get into it and you're not quite sure. Uh, but if you want to win some cool prizes, uh, you can sign up and uh, we have that opportunity as well. You can create your own leagues with your buddies. So it's just you and five or six goofball buddies. You can create your own leagues. We have a Pulp MX League you can join as well that all of us play. Uh, we have a weekly podcast every week talking about who we think to pick, uh, who we did pick, how they did. We reviewed our things. JT and I end up yelling at each other. Uh, it is fantastic. Jerry Robbins involved in a lot of these, and Jerry's feeling very good for this year. He's on a KTM with Race Tech stuff. Jerry's feeling very happy. Uh, so there's plenty of stuff to talk about when it comes to fantasy, but Paul, maybe... Talk about our prizes, which we've teamed up with a lot of our cool partners. Well, yeah, let's go prizes first. So we're um, if you pay to play the championship league, which price to pay that, it's $20 per series. But we do always run a special to where if you sign up for both series prior to Anaheim 1 um, for 35 bucks, you get a $5 discount. You're in for both series. You're also in for the overall lottery pl- prize, which is going to be a t- 2020 KX450. Um, and then weekly prizes. We're going back to the top 15 weekly prizes. So um, 
every week, if you win the weekend, you're going to get a rider jersey. That'll change. I think the first round we're doing Jason Anderson. So that's pretty cool. If you win Anaheim, you get Jason Anderson's jersey. Um, second place will be a Michelin set, uh, set of Michelin tires. Third is the Get Jump, jump Starter. Mm. Charge your phone or jump your car. Um, fourth is a $100 BTO gift card. Fifth is a pair of 100% Racecraft goggles. Actually, those are the forecast goggles this year. So even more valuable. Um, What's that mean? Forecast, the roll-off the, the system. Rollies. Oh, roll yeah. off um, Sixth is a set of Pit Posse T-handles. Seventh is a uh, Pivot Works package. Eighth is some hot cams. Ninth is a Maxima kit. Tenth is a Pro Filter oil kit. I'm sorry, Pro Filter filter kit. Eleventh is a case of Red Bull. Twelfth is a Pro, uh, pro Taper tie-downs. Thirteenth is a fly hat and a draw bag. Fourteenth is a bully lock, so just like a general lock. You can lock up your bicycle or your motorcycle, whatever. And then fifth is a set of Pro Taper lock-on grips. Clamp-on grips. Fifteenth. Um, is fifteenth. Yep. So top fifteen every single week. If you yeah. tie Last for a year position, we went to ten or nine? I, don't, I think last year we only went to five. We started at five for yeah, Supercross five, and went back to yeah. like seven or, or yeah. no, so eight for motocross. We're doubling basically our prizes a week. Tripling. Tripling from Supercross. Tripling. Doubling from tripling. tripling from Supercross. So, um, yeah, that's cool. And if there's ties, ties are broken dude, by the, whoever scores Marks, the most points Marks, in the following round. Marks are going to try to get that case of Red Bull. He is. He's going to try week. to get himself an 11th each week, which... <laughs> no sleep for you. Doesn't the work good thing way. about having access to the database, it makes trying to get 7th a little easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are not eligible for prizes, by the um, way. And I'm really surprised that, uh, like... Uh, Stu Truman didn't win a bike last yeah, year or whatever, exactly. but anyways. So. Uh, and then, and then, we, and then yeah, when we talk about season prizes, so if you're in it the whole season, and honestly, uh, I've been playing fantasy for a number of years, and Dan has, JT has, a lot of the guys. Oftentimes, you don't even ever get a top 10 in a weekend, and if you're there every single week, you can be there in the end because there's so much inconsistency yeah, in this the game. Guy, I, yeah. I, I, the, the guy that won our bike or, or was, I don't know if he won a week. I bet he didn't. Yeah, but the funny thing, funny Tim thing when Ferry. we talked to him, he was like, "Yeah, I was just around, you know, be like top twenty, top thirty every single weekend." I'm yeah, like, that's uh, that's really, really impressive. To be yeah, there every and, and week. Like, I don't think I was there all season. And that's a strategy of some people. Some people will go back and look at, okay, how many points won the bike last year? Okay, it was. I'm just pulling. Right. Over. It was a thousand points. I'm going to divide a thousand by seventeen. That's the average I need to get each weekend. Yep. And they will build their team to try to hit that average. And it's you have to be very, very disciplined to do that because there's always going to be that Jerry Robin that qualified 10th, and he's a handicapped oh. whatever. And you're like, man, all he has to do For, is get this. He's going to max fruit. out. Forbidden fruit, as exactly. JT likes to call it. Then he pulls off after 10 minutes every um, time. So. Yearly prizes. Yearly prizes. If you win, we're giving away a 2019 Kawasaki KX250F. Second is a Dirt Dreams vacation package. JT can elaborate on that, but that sounds very cool to be able to do that. Third is a head-to-toe fly uh, gear package. Fourth is a one-week camp at MTF. Fifth is a three-piece set of a Zool's bag set. Sixth is a $1,000 uh, of a Thena Get package. Seventh is a Race Tech suspension setup revalve. Eighth is a Pit Posse trailer kit. Ninth is a Pro Taper drive kit, so that's front sprocket, rear sprocket, chain. Tenth is a year supply of Red Bull, so twelve cases of Red Bull. If somebody drinks more than that, you don't drink that much Red Bull. Um, <laughs> you Mark watch your mouth. Eleventh <laughs> <laughs> is a full custom uh, graphics kit from N Style, including seat cover and hub graphics and everything. Twelfth um, is a set of EVS knee braces. Third is a fly helmet. I don't know which helmet. JT can. Elaborate yeah, on we'll that. probably do. We'll see. We'll see. We'll just leave it there for now. We've got some stuff in the works. So, 
Um, 14th is pretty cool, I think. It's a pair of 100% goggles and a year supply of tear-offs. So that's 52 packs of tear-offs, a set of tear-offs a week. I think that's a year supply. As long as you're not in Australia. Roll-offs only in Australia? Yep. Yep. So you should probably get a... So you would need those, you Kiefer, if you're behind Paul in the regional. Oof. Let's just fucking keep the show okay. moving. All right. Okay. Ouch. All um, right. And then 15th, 15th uh, overall is a Pro Taper casual package, which um, we got all new casuals coming from Pro Taper, so that should be cool. It'll and be this a hoodie, is for Supercross and Motocross. We're doing it. This is for each season ending. Well, we just have Supercross confirmed right now because... Uh, yeah, but we're doing the same for Motocross. We are, but Aren't for we? instance, for Motocross, it'll be a 2020 KX250F. It won't be a 2019. Okay. It, little things right. like that. And so. if you're not that good at fantasy... But you want to sign up and play. Everybody that signs up for the year gets put into a draw for a 2020 Cowie KX450. Completely random. Completely random. You don't need to finish a certain position. Uh, you don't need to you know, do whatever each week or whatever. So you have a chance to win a motorcycle just for signing up and paying and signing up for the year. So that's pretty cool. Thanks to the folks at Kawasaki for that. Um, also, too... We have a league, $100 Industry Idiots. It's $100. It's a lot of industry idiots. Hence, Bunch of hence, us idiots. Hence the name. Bunch Chad of us was idiots. in it. AC was in it. Yeah. Uh, some other riders. I think a couple other guys. Um, and basically, it's a big money league, and it went really big this year. I want to say the winner got three grand? Yeah, over that, I think. And yeah, it's just... Yeah. We, we take so, all the money, put it into a league safe account, so that all the money is 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 uh, kind of locked in there. And yeah, the only escrow, way the money, basically. yeah, in escrow, perfect. The only way the money is released is by everybody in the league getting a chance to vote on the actual results, the payouts. So if everyone agrees yep. with it, you get a fifty percent vote. The money gets released. So, um, so we, yeah, you can pay hundred dollars and play with some of the big time industry people that you hear on this show every week is, and, and everything else. It so. is the four fifty supercross class of, right. of you, fantasy. All could, the gnarly nerds like. Steve, myself, JT, Dan, we're all in that league. Uh, Marks was it? Marks, you were not in it. You did not do it. No, I was not. Okay. No, um, I, I get a little weary about you know playing for prizes since I have a little more back end, a little more back end access than most. Yeah, you do. You got, like that. That's what you got that right, Courtney. That's what she said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, so all every right. hole, bro. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> that's that's gringo, right? Uh, yeah. yeah uh, okay. Gringo. So basically, pulpmexfantasy.com, uh, how to play. Thank okay, you. here we go. Yes, yes. You pick four riders, Kiefer, in each class. Okay, four riders that? in each class. Yep, each yep. rider has a handicap value. That handicap value Stop. is... <laughs> okay, a handicap is Thank a you. number attached to the rider's name that is relative to how us experts think they'll finish. Okay. So, for instance, we probably think Anderson and Eli Tomac are in the hunt to win, but we think a guy like Alex Ray is in the hunt to make the main event. So the there'll be a number applied to that person's name before practice starts before anything that will help you kind of make your picks and your goal is to score the most points with your team obviously mm -hmm. um for instance how a handicap works is we have instructions yeah i got instructions this is all on the website it can all be read so if you really want to nerd out you can read all of this it's all on the website but for instance handicaps can be a a positive value or a negative value and what we also have in the game is called all-stars all-stars are your top eight in points so they're your gnarly guys mm -hmm. we force you to pick one all-star okay so your yeah. team of four guys in each class has to be one all-star and then three other guys whoever you want i would encourage you to make sure the other three guys are not all-stars the difference is yeah, those we, christian craig do not pick all all-stars christian craig 
the, the That's dip. what he was doing. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, Christian yeah. doesn't know what the fuck's going on like well, me. Well, we told him, okay. Uh, it's, simple, it's on the website. I mean, you can read, right? So, anyways. Okay. The difference is an all-star can never get double points. That's how you score the most points is by picking these guys that are eligible for double points. In order to get double points, you have to pick a rider that's not an all-star, and he has to end up in the top 10 after applying his handicap. After his handicap. So, Alex Ray, 8 handicap. If he gets 18th, that puts him 10th. Whatever 10th place pays, which uh, I believe is 13 points in Supercross, you would double that. So he gets 26. The same amount of points as the guy who won the race got. If Alex Ray somehow gets 15th, and he was an eight, whatever that math is, he would he would then go up into what is that seventh? He would get seventh times two, which is sixteen. Because okay. you add his handicap yeah, yeah. to his finish. I'm with you. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's your goal is to score as many points as you can. But there's obviously risk involved. Alex Ray could not make the main event. You then get zero fucked. points. Right. 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 So if you just play it all safe and go one All Star Eli Tomac, and then you want um, you look at the points outside the top eight, you go uh, Chad Reed. Um, Kyle Chisholm, uh, Chisholm might be there, and um, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, Justin Hill, and they go, and they go like eight, nine, ten. Their handicaps are one, two, three, or whatever. You're not really scoring that many points. You could. That's playing it safe. That's just doing it. You know, they're going to be in the mains. Mm-hmm. You got to be in the mains to score the points. Mm-hmm. They're going to be in the mains, and then you're going to do all right. But if you want to, we talk about Jerry Robin. <laughs> So then there's the guy like Jerry Robin, okay. who's always a very, very high handicap because he has a uh, a knack Checkered. for not finishing. So a high handicap would be what? 18 is high as okay. you can. Max handicap yeah. is 18. I okay. think it's 16 in Supercross and 18 outdoors. Okay. So if he was a 16 and the guy goes out and qualifies 12th, which he's very capable of doing in the 250 class, you're thinking, holy shit, this guy's going to get 12th. Right. He's going to max out. Look, all at, he, Jerry, all he has look to at Jerry's do, practice speed. Yeah. Look at it. If he's a 16, all he has to do is get 17th in the main event, and he will get the most amount of points possible in the game. So, he so is, you're all he's over He's a good it. draw. Yes. But then Jerry goes out, and he's and running fifth in the Jerry heat race, okay. and something happens, and he doesn't make it, and he goes to the LCQ, and you're like really biting your fingernails. So now you're watching the LCQ more, uh, more closely than you would be watching the main event. Right, because you are wanting no. your guy to get in to get your fantasy points, and right. Jerry's out there running around in second in the LCQ, and he crashes or does uh, a, does a Jerry. Marks, you're yeah. you're home for these races, most of these. Yeah, yeah. outside mm-hmm. of Anaheim, one when you're in the stands, and, and we don't <laughs> want to talk J-T. about that. W- yes, J- Marks, uh, Marks has to be at home. For yeah. <laughs> so, watching these LCQs, Marks. When oh, yeah. you got it, a guy on the oh, line. Oh, it gets so tense. <laughs> so tense. Some dude you've never heard of before the weekend, you put him on your team because he qualified well. Right. And all of a sudden, you give a crap about this LCQ where he's dude, running third you or are, fourth or whatever, you and are, you're like yelling at your TV for this guy yeah. to, to hurry some ass and get into that qualifying spot. Yeah, it is. And then you're pissed at him for the rest of the night because he didn't make it, or you're like pumped because yeah. he did, and you're like, oh, I'm going to get so many points. If, if you host Supercross parties or if you have a group text of all your buddies that watching the race, I guarantee you this will quadruple your texts and your interactions by <laughs> it, by playing fantasy because no matter emotional. if Eli Tomac wins 17 races because everyone gets gets hurt and it's boring mm-hmm. there's no way getting watching the race is going to get boring if you're playing fantasy I promise you that yeah, yeah. it just won't get, it makes me curse a lot mm. yeah um, that's what I've noticed so are you getting it I'm out you're out no no he's in. he's in he's in he's in I'm, I'm talking he's to in. him on the way home there's a lot he's of things in. I do not like about this 
Okay, before you get into that, there's one other kind of addition to the site that we've made this year to help people like you. Okay. Yep. Okay. This is something new. Okay. For for $5 extra, you can sign up for the year and pay for the year and get access to expert picks. Okay. So when you're in the team selection page and you're looking at all the riders, there'll be a little avatar of, say, JT's face or Dan's face or Steve's face or my face. I'm just going to put my cock, though. Okay. And I'm going to go with that one. Okay. That's an instant ban. Right. So, so don't do that. And that's going to be live connected to our uh, team selections. So if I have on my team Cole Seeley, Dean Wilson, Jason Anderson, and Jerry Robin, you will see that Paul Parabinos has that team. My goal is to get the most points possible, obviously. So if you just need some help and you don't know what's going on, you can look and see, hey, that's who Paul's picking. It's probably a pretty good team. He's obviously trying to do the best he can. Okay. So this will help people. But there's going to be an added cost and fee to that. Um, so that's something new that we're doing this year. Okay. So expert picks to help people out a little bit. Because um, otherwise, you cannot see what anybody on the site has picked for their team oh, so until you have no after. Idea. Okay. Yes. Event. Until after. So and you always well, make your picks after I think, practice. I think the you know? funnest part, the funnest part of that, will be to watch Truman change his picks 700 times leading yes. up to the fi- the race. Well, as he as he goes from pit to pit to find yeah. out what's going on with these in the guys. final right. thirty minutes before lockout, and lockout is at the, basically the start of opening ceremonies or the first gate drop right. of every single round, basically, and and so you kind of know when you have you have your team in, but uh, but yeah, so you would be good at this because, like guys like Lane Shaw mm-hmm. or A Ray mm-hmm. or Seven Deuce Deuce slash ninety seven, right. Like, you're in contact with these guys. Yeah, I have access to it. Yeah, and you see them during the week at Milestone, even. Yeah, and yeah. you'll be like, ooh, that guy's he's looking right. good. Or or not looking good. Or, or A-Ray's telling me about this latest chick drama he's got. So you have, you'd be good at it because you would know kind of what's going on a little bit with these guys. Now, right. having said that, but you, can be, you can also outsmart yourself, which we have done many times. That could backfire. Right. right. It does backfire. Having too much knowledge sometimes, you're, yeah. when you know, say, whoever is nursing an ankle injury, I'm yeah, going like, to stay away from it, and then he just goes out because he's got a big shot of Demerol and he doesn't feel nothing, and he does awesome. You didn't pick him because you knew something. Right. It can screw you, too. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Shar uh, last year, he was a pro taper guy, and Paul oftentimes got him wrong because it was a little too close to the situation. Mm. So, um, so, and Mark's... Uh, we are also uh, cutting back the penalty for first lap leader for 2019. Yeah, that was a big thing. Uh, a lot of people, obviously the triple crown rounds, you get three chances to get that first lap leader, which is an extra um, 15 fifteen points if you get it right. And it was previously 15 points if you got it wrong as well. But we cut that back and cut it in half. It's seven points if you get it wrong but still 15 if you get it right. So hopefully right. that'll entice people to pick the first lap leader a little more. And that's first to the finish line no matter where it is on the track it could be after the first corner yeah it could be almost a full lap so the first to cross that finish line on the first lap mm-hmm. get, get is, is what what uh, so that's determines a, that that's an optional thing okay mm-hmm. so the most possible points you can score in supercross would be 26 double which is 52 right yep so you can get 52 from three riders. And that's then you it, that's get, if you get a handicapped right. guy inside the top, whatever. That's the max you right. can get. So 52 times three plus 26 for an all-star and then plus 15 for getting the lap reader, leader. If you get all of that right and you do it, get it right in both classes, that's a perfect score. It's never happened ever, ever. Which is 394. Hmm. There you go. That's never happened. Nope. Ever. Nope. Ever. Is there a prize if you do that? Sure, we'll give you something. Oh, you yeah, I, th- I think we can work <laughs> yeah, we'll something. We'll, something. Give you a, we'll give you a round of applause. You can say that you beat Steve's 600 score from Southwick that he bra- likes to brag about. 699. 699. Yeah. 
I think we can work something out if you get if you get the perfect score. First um, one to get the perfect score. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure that out. But so anyway, so signups. Chances are, if you're listening to this, signups are open. Uh, twenty four. No, I should know this. Thirty four ninety nine. Thirty four ninety nine for the year is the deal. Right. And that. So here's the other kind of accelerator about, yeah. when you do our package deal. So when you commit and buy and purchase and spend thirty four ninety nine for both series, you're going to get an extra entry into the lottery for the bike. Okay. okay so you get two. Yes. In okay. order to get an entry into the bike, you have to play both series. So if you were to sign up and pay 20 for Supercross and 20 for Motocross and you played them both, that's one entry. If you sign up prior to A1 and pay 35, that's two entries. And then you can get a third entry by being top 100 or 99, I think it is, in overall combined points at the end of the year. And not only do you ne- get an extra entry, you also get a cool Pulpamex two-digit number that we... Yeah, we that is cool. I, I, that's, that's we awarded cool. two-digit numbers to everybody. We got national numbers. Yeah. On the there rankings. is no permanent number system, system here. If yeah. you see a guy in the game with a number two added to his avatar, he's a bad he's dude. A bad dude. Right. What do you got, JT? What, what's going to be Osborne's handicap at Anaheim? I'm not uh, at, at liberty to share that information just yet, Steve. I'm in on that. Because he's going to be double I don't points. Know. We, have, we honestly we haven't gotten that far yet. We need to. I know, uh, but sit down. And we got to get cracking on that a little bit, and then you guys decide yeah, all that, right? Well, there's a group like of like five of us. It's okay. a committee. It's yep. a committee. Yep. Um, and there's been some arguments with that JT over the years, over the over the last year. It's not easy. Uh, I don't know. You know what? Honestly, we I think we had a pretty good system where if we were really at odds, it would be okay. I'm going to give you this one next time. You know. We're going to yeah. do things my way and vice versa. Blake Wharton. Because you're never going to see things exactly the same. Blake Wharton was a was a big controversy. We oh, said yeah. it. Oh, he was probably the biggest yeah. of yeah. the year. Because he just jumped into the East Coast last year, and he's killed it. He jumped into a shootout. He did, yeah. After not racing anymore. Yeah, so yeah. it was really hard to give him a handicap. So let me ask you guys this. i tell you what. Go ahead. I think Jim. that the 450 class at Anaheim is going to be really difficult to handicap correctly. Like, we're going to have to really look at it. And I don't think you can ever get it exactly right. But when you talk about... You know, where do you put Reed? Where do you put guys like Osborne and Plessinger coming off an injury? Marv's dealing with, you know, his knee injury that kept him out of Bercy. There, there's a lot of guys with a lot of question marks next to them. Um, so it should be interesting. I, th- I think the picks will be, uh, hopefully if we do our jobs right, the picks will kind of be all over the board, which is good. That's good for the game. Yeah. Kiefer? I'm on the outside, right? Okay. I'm a guy I've never played before. Yeah. What separates pulp fantasy versus other fantasies like I, I i haven't looked at other what they offer i yep. don't know right so sell me on this uh i don't really know because i don't play any other fantasies okay um so i'm not one to talk about but pulp fantasy is the best okay <laughs> there, there's basically there's our option and there is rocky mountain fantasies option okay yeah um they're very different they're very very different theirs is very easy it caters to a more casual fan i think all you need to do in their game is pick the top five in order and then a wild card which they change. They say, okay, the wild card one week is going to be eighth. The next week is 12th. It's very, very simple. Ours is for the true fans out there, the moto nerds um, that really want to dive into these things. And ours becomes more of a game of skill than I think. Just randomly pick. Yeah, it's, it's different. Rocky mountain is, you know, they're a sponsor of Supercross, So they are talking about their game at the race. So they're, they're putting in front of, you know, 40, 50,000 people, and all they want to do is, hey, who do you think is going to get top five tonight? And they have to keep it simple for those guys. Ours is, like, just like Paul said, it's, it's, you can get involved, but I, I just think it's a different audience. Like, we're not, 
we're not running commercials in the stadium on the big screen, you know, so it's just a kind of a different game. Um, but for me, I feel like there's just so much more strategy to ours. And I play both, right? I play both. So, and I have for a long time. It's just a much more strategic game, I feel. Hmm. And for 35 bucks, you got a lot of shit to win. You got a lot of, you got a chance to win a lot of stuff. Yeah. Where else can you pay 35 bucks and get a chance to win two yeah. mo- two motorcycles. Right, that's cool. You can actually win three if you want to if you're yeah. the luckiest and most skilled person on the planet. Yeah, you win three bikes. You and you guys three. even paid the taxes on one We of the did, deal. yeah. We that, did. Yeah, that was a uh, the person that won it. That was a special deal. They were going through yeah. a hard time. He right. had just been diagnosed with cancer. We thought it would be good on us to take care yeah, of that. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, so. absolutely. And uh, yeah, we want to thank everybody that's aligned with the uh, with the sponsors on our on our Pulp Fantasy. Thank you very much for those guys, for those companies that are coming on board. Like I said, we're going to have a weekly podcast. Uh, Dan, Paul, myself uh, jump on and break it down and JT as well, of course. And uh, and we jump on and we talk about how we did and who we, who we think is going to do well and why a handicap is certain way and somebody calls each other names and, and it goes on for that. And the, We try to help you. The Industry Idiots as well uh, is pretty popular and it's $100 if you really want to step up and play with the big boys and, and there's <laughs> weekly uh, updates mailed out and everything else. So it's, uh, it's a ton of fun. Pulpamexfantasy.com. Uh, sign up. Uh, we got Nash on the line. Nash, you want to talk fantasy? Gentlemen. gentlemen. What's up, gentlemen? <laughs> How are you? Nash. Great. Great. Everything's good. Listen, I'm a non-fantasy person, and I played this year. My wife and I both, you know, got an account, and I, I was like, yeah, hey, this will be fun. She's like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. It, we love doing it. We, we, I, I did it more in the Nationals, but she did it in Supercross. We each had our own teams. Anybody out there that's on the fence, give it a whirl. For real. No. Yeah, it, it got it got you into it, didn't it? It got like it, it made it intense, didn't it? <laughs> it I felt JT's no, – nowhere could I be on the same level – in terms of emotion, but I could sense <laughs> his rage at times. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, and then you guys do a great job in the re. The, like as you talk about it, the week after, yeah. and and predictions coming up. It, it it's really yep. neat. We're we're so lucky to have a sport that goes from January to basically October. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's been fun, and like I said, Nash, I couldn't believe how successful it was, and how many people signed up and play, and how much fun it was for everybody. Like. It blew me away. I was like, holy crap. It's awesome. Pulp Nation stepped up, and, and I think a lot of people are like you, and they got into it, and they realized how much fun it was, how many cool stuff, how much cool stuff they could win, and and, uh, and then they and, you know they enjoyed the weekly fantasy talk on this show or on the pod or whatever. So It, it was it's an engineered it, – the product is engineered well, and by all means, that's no way me complimenting Marks. I'm not doing that. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding with you, Marks. But now, for real, you guys put your head together. You guys know what you're doing. Well, thanks, Nash. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Do good things. So, anyway, wait. Cheers. I just I didn't want to reach out to people on the fence and be like, I don't know anything about this. I knew nothing about fantasy. Mm -hmm. My dad, not a fad. I'm living my life. Yep. And I was like, yeah, this will be fun. So, and you got and you got a hold of the handicap system, right? Pretty early and figured it out. What was really cool was just to see my logic as it evolved as a person that could enjoy it. Like, right. You, you, it's multifaceted. You can come at it at one angle, just like Paul talked about. You can have a strategy. You can get emotional. I uh, eat Jerry <laughs> Robbins, and mm-hmm. you can go down in flames. Right, or right. There's weeks that you study simple things, and you know, like like a lot of guys, I'm out working in the garage on a Saturday, and I'm watching practice, and I'm I'm looking at lap times when they post them. I mean, I didn't make it my weekend life or anything, but if it worked with what was yeah. going on. You, you can get some really good, juicy information out of that stuff that is put out about the practice and what's going on with the track. And, hey, is it ruddy? Yeah. Is it a hard-packed track? I mean, all that right. comes into it. And, Kiefer, do you, yeah. awesome. do you look at practice times on a Saturday? Absolutely. 
you would already be one step ahead of a lot of people. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, thanks, Nash. The coolest thing. Thanks, hey, buddy. Cheers, guys. Go Thank, you. Go Thank you. Thank you. Nash, the coolest thing about fantasy is that it makes every single race exciting. super exciting. Where, you know, before fantasy or if you're not into it, a lot of people at home, it can be boring at times. But if you're playing fantasy, it's impossible to be boring because your guy could be in 16th and you're in a, you're on pins and needles because he's right on the edge of that handicap or the LCQ if your guy's going to get in or not. Mm-hmm. It just changes every aspect of it for the better. I I can't imagine not watching racing without fantasy. I just It's been so long since I've done it. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Even if you don't know what you're doing, sign up for free and try it out. And then those, those of you that kind of learned the ropes last year, this is your chance to, to get more involved for, for 2019. Uh, Skippy's on the line. Uh, Skippy, you also play Pulp Mix Fantasy? Yeah, we uh, actually fired up uh, Team Motrin this past year and had probably, I think we had 18, 20 riders, something like that, that were playing. And uh, it's actually pretty cool because the guy that I hadn't met previously, uh, we ended up making the Motocross the Nations trip together. And, oh, wow. Uh, Look at that. Pulp Fantasy Craig. bringing people together. So I'm telling you, that, yeah, it's a good time. But uh, for a lot of us, that you know, Supercross can get kind of boring after the, I'm not going to say boring, but it can kind of get repetitive after the first. <laughs> Yeah, after 10 rounds. No, it can. Good way. I, I agree. That's kind of the point yeah. I was making, too. I agree. Yeah. Oh, it's been pretty cool, but, uh, yeah, it's been good. Steve, you losing weight, man? Uh, nah, not really. <laughs> yes, he is. Man, he is. I, don't, I don't know, bro. I'm just mountain biking. That's all I'm doing. Compare uh, last year's Supercross preview video to this year's. You look good, buddy. Thank you. Keep I appreciate it, it Skippy. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. All thanks guys. for playing, buddy. Wait. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, Marks, you want to touch on a few things as well, huh? Yeah, so I mean, we we took some feedback that we got last year on on certain things, and um, uh, I tried to to plug some things into the site to make it a little better. Um, first and foremost, obviously, one thing we haven't talked about yet is live timing and live scoring. Um, as the races are going on, our site is the only site out there that I know of um, that allows you to see your points oh, for your team. Marks, when you see your guy it's an dropping emotional roller coaster. as the right as the race goes on, um, when Jerry is at twenty six points and then he's dropping back. It's an emotional roller coaster. It, it is. You, you can start the third lap in and be, and it tells you what place you're at for the round as well. So you yeah. could, you could be third out of everybody that's playing that round, and it'll tell you you're in third for that round. Uh, five laps later, and you're you know one thousand six hundred forty five because somebody there. crashed. So the live timing is the live tracker is on the site, the and then your, your yes. rider points are there. That's fucking cool. It's, it's really cool. Really yeah. cool, and it'll put it'll. <laughs> You were talking about chicks making you emotional. This will right. make you emotional. Right. Yeah. Whether that's... that's what, cool I like the honestly, thing. What I like so much about fantasy is is honestly because it's done... It's it, it's become such a huge part of other sports. And it's... I think it's breeding new fans and new customers. Yep. Because me personally, I didn't know much about football at all. And the only reason I know a lot about football now is because I played fantasy. And and I we have a fantasy league and a group text that's all my old friends from Florida. And every football season, it's us getting back together and talking shit on each other. And, and it's keeping us connected through something that we're all being competitive at. And I think that's what fantasy can do for a lot of other people is you can connect with your old friends. You can educate people more about the sport because they're looking deeper into the pack. They're not just focusing on the top five guys. They're looking deep in there. And I, I it's just, it's it's honestly, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, Marks, what else you got? Um we did a lot of tinkering with live scoring, and we we took off a few things last year because I was trying to do a little too much um, early on. But uh, now it'll tell you where you're at 
for the season as well in lifetime it'll calculate that all in lifetime as well so as the race goes on like you'll know what place you're in in the championship league as well for the whole season whether it's round one or round eight um as the race goes on as well that's something new that'll be this year um you'll be able to see if you picked your lap leaders whether you got those right we're, we're gonna tell you who the lap leader was that's something that we didn't have last year you kind of just had to guess um, we'll tell you who it was and whether you got your plus 15 or your minus seven right there on the dashboard page as well um another thing team selection when you go to team selection there will be a lot more little helpers and and pop-ups to help you navigate the page and tell you what things mean and and how to choose your best team um some people got a little confused you're on that page you have to go to the other page with the rules to to reread the rules on how you're supposed to pick your team and what the handicaps mean and everything but we're going to have all that right there on that page um, another thing with team selection is you're going to have uh qualifying and practice times on there as well which is something that we didn't have last year that was a big thing and i wanted to do it for a long time i just never got around to it but that's something i worked hard on and um so so when you're picking your team you'll be able to see what place they qualified um for that round what they got the week prior as far as their uh finishing position points and all that um you'll be able to export i know this is big for some people that get really into it you'll be able to export the handicap list um to a csv file as well some people get oh really, i've been asking for this for so long <laughs> some people i had a lot of emails so about this. long they what the hell is a csv file it's so you can it's, print it put it in like an excel spreadsheet isn't that uh, like when somebody pass, passes you your contact info it's on a csv card no that's an sd card no not that i don't know um i got a surprisingly amount of uh requests for that last year that will be something that you can do this year and then along with what paul said you'll be able to see what the uh what our so-called experts have picked for their teams i like your wording just follow me in uh in life that'll change in lifetime too (laughs) so if paul's on there and he changes his guy you know you don't have to refresh the screen it'll update right there on the screen with his new team um i think i scored the most points out of all you idiots last year in supercross so yeah i I think i I think i got second in both series jt beat me in moto and you beat me in in soupy jt still owes me 50 bucks one more one more little thing was no you i paid you you did yeah you took it out of my you took it out of some money you owed me okay (laughs) (laughs) one more little thing was uh league league admin tools a lot of people when they create their league they didn't have the tools to you know remove players or reset the league or or um you know kick everyone out if they wanted to start fresh you'll have all that as well this year so makes it a little easier for people that are hosting their own leagues to um, kick people out that aren't in that weren't supposed to be in there or if you know you want to kick everyone out from supercross and start fresh from motocross you can you know erase everyone from the league without having to create a whole new league um it'll kick everyone out you can change the password and then what if one of your guys is winning you just block them kick them out yeah yep I'm blocking some people. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, cool, man. Um, yeah, lots of little things that should be good. All right. Anything else, JT? Paul? PaulBamexFantasy.com. No, I think that's it. If you're unclear on how to play, listen to our first preview podcast before Anaheim. We'll talk about picks and we'll go into in depth de- detail for Chris Kiefer once again on mm-hmm. how to yeah. play. Yep. I'm the I'm the majority out there, okay? Oh, we get that. You guys might not and think we're, that. So we need to, we're going to break it down again. Right. Why do you, you have a piece of glitter on your chin? Were you no. motorboating my wife? Yeah, Pookie and I oh, okay. talked a little bit about That's it. That's where okay. he went. Yeah. He said he's going to get a uh, JT, anything else? <laughs> uh, no, I was just going to say, you know, there's a lot of people that ask all the time to, to me about how to help Steve, and I know they ask Steve all the time. 
this is a chance to really support you know pulp nation um you know normally it's just hey support the companies that support steve but this is something we've really put our hearts into and uh we're trying to make it fun for everybody so if you're looking to be more involved with us and and you know help us this is definitely something we're passionate about so i would i just you know we've been talking about it but would invite everybody to try it if it's not your thing at least you could try for free and see how it goes but uh i think it's pretty awesome man it's one of the most exciting things i've been a part of in a long time uh again signups open uh, late tonight pst tomorrow morning uh pst early uh we appreciate all those companies that are stepping up and support it you guys played last year thank you appreciate it uh and if you want to play again this year or you want to try it again this year thank you again uh we look forward to having an, an exciting and a successful season uh nice job on the changes marks good job i like on all those everyone especially the csv file killing it yeah i i go for what's important and that seemed to be the top of the list so. absolutely absolutely uh all right jt thanks buddy appreciate the time on the show man okay guys have all a right. good show see, see you jt yeah. later all right we're gonna take a commercial break here nick way Friend of the show is coming up. The X brand tear offs for for you two jerkies. Uh, we got the tweet at Travis segment. Uh, we've got some more supercross talk coming on and uh, and much more. So stick around. We'll be right back after this commercial break. I'm Weston Pike. I ride for JGRMX Suzuki, and you're listening to the Pulp Show. And Steve Mathis is an idiot. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Kennard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, MIPS. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Everybody knows Racetech is the number one place to go for your suspension. Everybody knows that if you go Pulp MX 17, you get a discount at Racetech.com. But besides that, did you know Racetech? They are now the home of engines as well. Racetech suspension and engines, great guys. They've done a lot of great work for the, uh, a lot of privateers and, and different riders in the pits with their motor work. Precision engine services are dyno, flow bench, and then track tested to provide maximum performance and reliability. The Racetech Engine Services uses the industry's most desired state-of-the-art equipment and a championship-proven, experienced team. They're really pushing their engines, and they're really doing a good job down there, those people. What, think about how many years they've been doing incredible suspension. Well, they've added engine work to their program with guys that have been around the sport for a long time. Pulp MX 17 gets you a discount on their engine services, whatever it is. Rebuilds, performance, they can do it. Got four-stroke motor problems? Racetech.com, everybody. Check them out. 
Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. Gutsracing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. Roostmx.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years. And we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say? A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then fuck you. Hi, Randy Richardson from Michelin here, and I'd like to thank the listeners for voting us as Pulpy Award winner for Best Sponsored Commercial for 2017. Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> I hope the Pulp Nation likes this year's commercial even more, and I'd like to share some information on our newest product for sport touring riders. That's old news, right? Actually, no. We still offer the Michelin Power RS for sport bike riders that we introduced in 2017. What I'm talking about is the all-new Michelin Road 5 tire. It features our latest patented technologies and is the new benchmark for wet grip in sport touring tires and provides maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. Visit MichelinMotorcycle.com for complete product information and third-party independent test results. Documentation. Proving that Michelin Road 5 tires outperform its major competitors in wet grip performance. Simply put, it's another innovative, industry-leading product from Michelin. I just want to hit a motocross stuff. Uh, thanks, Gringo, for interrupting me, just like Mathis does his guests. Uh, I just wanted the Pulpamex Show listeners to know that in addition to the Michelin Starcross 5 tires, that Michelin also makes quality, performance products regardless of what type motorcycle you ride. 
From cruisers to sport touring, sport bikes, adventure touring motorcycles. You're bringing the ruckus today. Whoa, easy, gringo. Yes, Michelin even makes tires for the Honda Ruckus, as well as many other scooter applications. I'm certain the Pulp MX show listeners know the key features and benefits of the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and how they're specifically designed for use in a broad range of conditions and terrain and are available in sand, soft, medium, and hard versions because there's one thing for sure. If you want something to get out, you tell Mathis. In addition to the exceptional performance and durability, the Michelin Starcross 5 tires feature a bead profile that makes them easier to install. In fact, there's a very high chanceability that you can install a new Michelin Starcross 5 tire in less time than it takes for a pizza to be delivered to your house. Easier mounting is always a good feature. True. Basically, even a retired racer who almost won a championship can almost install them himself, if he just would. Thanks again to the Pulp MX show listeners who purchased the Michelin Starcross 5 tires and given great feedback on them. If you're still thinking, I don't know, just ask a rider who has Michelin Starcross 5 tires on their bike. Follow us on Instagram on at Michelin Motorcycle and visit your local dealer or online retailer to purchase Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Thanks, and I hope you enjoyed our new commercial. That wasn't good or awesome. Well, I definitely was not going to let you sing. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Chad Reed and Cooper Webb on the factory Yamaha Supercross team at Rocka Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, black, blue, silver, and green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning, may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 to get 40% off your next order. And don't forget to sign up for the Vortex Athlete Support Team for 2017. For more information, call 800-440-3559 or visit VortexRacing.com. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a Defender Roost Guard or Guardian Body Armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in a wide open position, elbows up and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride.
WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust of ya. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8-lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Starting now, you can use the code PULPMX17 to save on Gear Alloy at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. Back in 1989, Works Connection owner Eric Phipps was trying to find a skid plate for his own bike, but he couldn't find one that was as cool as the ones he had seen on the factory bikes. They say that necessity is the mother of invention, so he decided to build his own, and as they say, the rest is history. 29 years later and still located in Northern California, Eric and his crew are still supplying factory-level racing parts to race teams, pro riders, amateurs, and everyday riders who demand the best. Tested and trusted by JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, Babbitt's Kawasaki, and Hep Racing are just some of the teams that rely on work connection for their racing needs. From their prolonged start devices, radiator braces, hour meters, and of course, skid plates, along with a ton of other cool products, Works Connection has you covered. Check out their all-new website for 2018 at worksconnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. 
Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National, and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Welcome back, everybody. Pop Metro has been at BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Jeremy Martin for coming on. Thank you to Adam Stern. Nick Way coming right up. Chris Kiefer and Paul Parabinos in studio uh, during the commercial break. Chris Kiefer got some bad news about yeah. his local track. Very, He's very upset right now. Very sad to report right now. This is the last week Competitive Edge Motocross Park will be open. It is closing down. I am a little bit, um, a little sick inside. Yes, that is a. It's been a part of my life for a very long time. Comp Edge and Sunrise are your houses that yep. you that you ride very much. It's been much. a staple in my riding for a very long time. Mm-hmm. It's sad to see it go, but so if you want to ride Comp Edge tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday are the last days it's open. So there we go. What tire of Michelin would you use at Comp Edge? Soft. Soft. Mm-hmm. MichelinMotorcycle.com, StarCross 5 tire, uh, wide range of quality performance products, including that StarCross 5 tire, across all types of motorcycles and scooters. Whether you own a cruiser, sport bike, sport touring, adventure touring, or scooter, you can purchase the right Michelin product to enhance your riding experience directly from your local dealer or your favorite online retailer. StarCross 5, uh, you use these. Have you been running them lately at all? I uh, just had it on a 250F. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, fantastic. 110.90.19. I have yet to mount mine on the Blue Crew. That's very shocking. I need to I need to get on that. <laughs> don't, uh, don't forget a uh, two seventy five uh, sixty R twenty. I just bought for my truck Michelin's. Yeah, you bought Michelin tires. Yep, because I like Randy Richard. Yes, <laughs> Randy. So it was either that or the Bridgestones. Funny we talked about that on the way up. Michelin's were a little bit more. Yeah, but Randy makes me laugh. Yep, there you go. Funny when you like a person. All right. You'll do something with A that lot brand. of our listeners like Randy Richardson, and he is going to be in studio here the week after Glendale. What's not to like so, about Randy? Uh, MichelinMotorcycle.com, Starcross 5, 21 different sizes, hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, we're giving these away in Pulp Mex Fantasy every week as well. So we thank again uh, Michelin for stepping up and, and, and sponsoring us and help cooking us up. Chris Kiefer brought to you by RoostMX.net. Use the code PulpNation to save with the folks at RoostMX, official uh, graphics company and apparel company for the Cobra line of motorcycles. So 
if you have a little one and you have a Cobra, go to Roost MX to look at their full line of things uh, for Cobras. Uh, custom number plates, custom graphics, easy to do, 48-hour turnaround. Uh, RoostMX.net, CycleTrader Yamaha, of course, uses them as well for their graphics. They have a whole line of pulp merch of two that they do very well with. Still in time for Christmas, probably. Uh, use code Pulp Nation to save uh, at, at RoostMX.net. They're bringing you Chris Kiefer tonight. Uh, Matt Bichelia, uh, uh a wild card uh, in um, uh, Jacob Hayes. Yeah. And Heartraft. Could do some damage there. Did you see Seth Rarick's post to Heartraft? Looked like yeah. a freaking wrestler. No. What? Dude, his pitcher looked like he was huge. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, like um, Dorian Yates. RoostMX.net, of course. Uh, <laughs> BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Gear Alloy, RoostMX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, Michelin Star Cross 5, Maxima USA, FMF. We just I just got my new drop package here. from the folks at FMF. Yep. It's their monthly subscription service uh, with uh, unique T-shirts. Uh, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Brace, W Wheels, Guts Racing, W Wheels. I, oh, I got him. You got him? Yeah. That was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> We're still dealing with the Red Bull Straight Rhythm YZ250 wheels that John and W bored us. You and guys still right. haven't got them back. <laughs> no, just, you want to know this one? Here's, check this one out. So Friday, I had some one of my guys, Mike, had Janky Mike. Hey, you're down there. Can you grab the wheels, swap out the wheels? Well, turns out you go in the shop. Hey, I'm here to swap out wheels. They had paperwork saying Kiefer's going to bring back some wheels, blah, blah, blah. They're like, we know nothing about this. I'm like the Yamaha guys, the like John Allison. Yeah, dudes, yeah, you yeah. Know? Yep. And I'm like, I'm janky. Just tell them that it's on the paperwork. Just swap out the wheels. Well, then they had to call Mike Ulrich. They had to call Travis Press. They had to call all these people. So <laughs> all these guys are probably pissed off because I fucked up their days. So uh, I apologize to all the Yamaha guys. Blame A Ray. <laughs> this really comes down to Alex Ray for so many I reasons. I got caught in the middle of this shit. You did. You and, did. It's and not, I'm in the middle, and you're in the middle. But John Anderson at WUSA, you're getting your wheels back. I have back. your wheels, John. They're <laughs> in my garage. <laughs> but now you got to go down to Orange That's County. That's fine. That's on me then. I'm okay. good with that. They're in your garage? Yeah. Can you take them? I was going to say, his office is... 15 minutes from mine? Then they're yours. <laughs> Can he come get them from my office? <laughs> get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> I think he will at this point. He'll okay. drive anywhere to get to get these wheels. I yeah. can get them within 15 minutes. Okay, we're going to get you. I can between, get them to Irvine. They'll be in Irvine tomorrow. Between comp edge closing these fucking wheels, I'm, I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> and okay. give me my FMF pipe from Straight Rhythm. Fuck you, Steve. I got enough shit to remember. Uh, right now. <laughs> uh, guts Racing. Seat seat cover, seat foam, special Kiefer endorsed YZ four fifty F foam. Yeah, are good. they selling those? Are they like? So I was telling Paul that it, I guess he's selling a shit ton. Is he? Yeah, <laughs> a, are like, a lot hey. of it is that due to you, bro. No, I yeah. that's what people ask me. Hey, are you getting money from them? I'm like, no, I just like the product. Yeah. So yeah, guts racing, good yeah. good people, good uh, good people down there. Get data. You're going to be testing one and mapping one soon. I test the one that they come stock. Right. But I need to get it mapped so um, to kind of have a really fair comparison between the vortex. Bring and it this. to A one. Truman will map it for you. Yes. Right. Yes. Sounds like the uh, Pro Filter Honda World Downey. Thirty minutes anywhere from LA. Thank those guys as well. If you want a deal on a Honda vehicle, go see Steve down there. Uh, he hooked uh, up uh, a great deal of Ridgeline for me as well as Kiefer, uh, as well as Vince Freeze as well. So Ridgey Nation. Uh, and uh, uh, Honda World Downey, 30 minutes from anywhere in L.A. Ride Engineering, OGOPowerSports.com, OGO Bags. What else can you say about those guys? Uh, they've been on our show for uh, a couple months now. Did you see him on 
TV on I, Sunday yeah. when they were wheeling the cleats out? Yeah, they were changing <laughs> cleats on the football game, and they all had OGO 9800s. Oh, no yeah. shit. Yeah. That's awesome. And MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com all on board with us. Nick Way coming up right away. Uh, Dark Side, you have a Pro Circuit question? Yeah, before uh, I asked that, and I was speaking of X-Brand, hey, Chris, Aiden's, Aiden's 2019s are on the way in the morning. I think we got him air brakes, so he's all dialed. Easy on that, bro. <laughs> no, no. Okay, how did Darkside get involved with your kids' X-Brands? That's asked Darkside. Darkside took it upon himself. He did it. That's on yeah, Darkside. So, Darkside, you're, so Aiden is the only right. keeper that understands X-Brand and his superiority. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Rich has uh, sent Chris plenty of them, and Chris is, Rich has said, did, you know, fuck Kiefer. He, he's not sending them anymore. <laughs> he won't wear them. Yeah, no. I, listen, Kiefer and I, we got a lot of things that we believe in, a similar, and a lot of we're good friends, but he is out to lunch with his goggle thing. He's absolutely out oh. to lunch. Well, hey, Aiden, Aiden says the same thing, man. Yeah. He's the best goggles he's ever so worn. I, I had him on the show. and Can I have Aiden, I thought, Can I have a credential update, Darkside? A credential update? Yes. Um, yeah, so I'm, I get full credentials for the Texas rounds, but that's it. I only get press day for the other rounds and no press conference wow. on Saturday. Really? So you got shut down, yeah. huh? Well, they said this year they started a new thing, and for a podcast, you have to have at least 10,000 new downloads per week, and the only Moto podcast that gets that is Pulp MX. We're not even close. Are you bummed out about it, Darkside? Yeah, man, I am. I am, but, you know, I'm not the type that's going to bitch about it. I just go right. along, and right. uh, I'm, ha- I'm happy to do press day and get to go watch the races. So I'll, be at, I'll still be at A1 in Glendale, and I'm coming to the Pulp Show Friday night. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. We should talk yeah. about that. Yeah. Costa Mesa, Friday night before Anaheim, a live Pulpomex slash Racer X podcast show. Uh, real cool theater down there, like a classy place. How many, um, how many are we seating? Uh, seating 320. Nice. Yeah. Tickets are on sale now. Um, Marks, do you remember the site's URL? Pulpmx.com slash Racer X live show. Okay, go yeah. there. Uh, VIP tickets, first two rows, uh, and then yeah. the rest are first come, first serve. And uh, Kiefer's going to be there. I will. Parabinos is going to be there. Uh, I'm going to be there, JT. Why can't? Yep. Uh, special guest as well. We're working on that. So, Darkside, thanks for reminding me. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait. So, I mean, you guys are doing the thing Saturday, too, right at the track? At yeah, five. WPS dealer, uh, JT and I, and Wygant will do like a live pitch show for dealers, for WPS dealers at the races every Saturday. And I'll be gone yeah, by correct. 4 p.m. Yes, Kiefer will be at the daytime program. <laughs> Day program. Yep. Um, anyways, hurry up, uh, Darkside. we got Nick Way on the line. Oh, What's yeah. up? Hey, so, Pro Circuit, uh, do you have any insight on who's riding what, what coast? We already covered it earlier in the show. Darkside. Okay. Uh, catch it when I March Banks, March Banks and AC will be west. Okay. So, cool, man. All right. Well, I'll let you get the way. And, uh, yeah, goggles are on the way, Kiefer, so don't you Thank you. Them. Thank you, Darkside. Right. Thanks, Darkside. All right, yeah. All right. Uh, let's go right into our next guest here, friend of the show, one of our favorite guests ever, Nick Way. What's up, NYK? Hey, guys. What's happening? It has Hi, been Nick. a while since you've been on here, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm busy. Dude, he's been going hard. Got a lot of stuff going on. He's been going real <laughs> fucking hard. A lot of bikes to maintain. Hard. A lot going on. True or false, Nick? You're busier now than you were when you were a full-time racer. Mm. Well, I mean, at certain points, I'm, I'm not a full time racer. Yeah, I wasn't nearly as busy as now, but like <laughs> toward toward in, in my 30s as a racer, I was pretty busy too. Right, right. We have a whole section here in our new studio, the Nick Way trophies that you've never picked up: a pulpy, <laughs> a plaque, and a shock. 
That's like, his whole shelf? That's his whole shelf. And of, his check? And his check. He's never picked any of those up. Man, what a legend. Wait, you got a check? You got a check for me? Yeah, it's 25 grand, but I don't think you can cash it. It's nah, a big cardboard it's a big, one. Big fake check department. Uh, big, big, big check department. All yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I have that here uh, for that, our... That's, that's, that's nice that you saved that. That's you want nice. me to bring the check home, Nick? No, he's not getting the check. No. But, take, but take the trophies home. <laughs> nah, he don't want those. <laughs> he says he's just leaving them here for safekeeping. They are safe I do here. like the one... I do, I do like the trophy that has the quad on it. Right, right. Yep, absolutely. Um, you, and Big, you and Big Nasty picked that out special. We did. We went for that. Absolutely. That was, uh, that was a special special time. Um, all right, well, let's start. What, what's happening? You're working with Adam Cincerillo again. I saw you were back on the bike. I want to ask you if you're doing those answer gear tour things again in 19. Uh, what else is happening? Are you testing for people? I, mean, I have so many questions for you right now because all we do is end up texting each other and we don't get to the bottom of like what's really going on. How are things? Yeah, I've just been busy. I mean, I've been, like this last year, I was trying to be as recreational as possible with my son's racing. Mm-hmm. And then he chose to really go for it when we went to places. So <laughs> this off season, I've been trying to take him to some stuff before the races get going. So maybe he doesn't put himself quite at risk. Maybe get him a little bit more race experience, I guess. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, just working on the – trying to put together – trying to make sense of the grassroots tour thing this next year yep uh the first two years were fun just trying to figure out how to have a little bit more direct roi so it's you know so the brand can hang its hat on it and try to make some some gains mm-hmm. but it's fun it's fun to do that stuff and obviously i'm busy with some answer stuff we're working on some new products and things which is fun and um yeah it's been a lot of time with adam and dakota's been trying to come back from a wrist injury so i've We've been working with him a little bit, but he's kind of struggling. So I've uh, been trying to support him with what I can. And then, yeah, just trying to oh, so be a dad. And bummer about Dakota then. So that wrist is, is serious then. That sucks. Yeah, he had like a pretty um, – Dakota Tedder we're talking about, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, had, he had a new procedure done where they took like a, the grouping of the – wrist bones out and had like a synthetic bone put in there and mm-hmm. then it hasn't gone as smooth as they were hoping so he's gonna go back in on friday to philadelphia to get it looked at again oh, so. boy. Shit. um paul do you want to tell the story about you have oh all right well i get a text from nick on friday night and he's like bro load up we're going riding and I, I wasn't ready for this at all. I, I didn't even answer him on Friday night because I'm like, I'm not ready for all this. And then I uh, Saturday, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I can do it. Erica's got stuff going on. I could take parts of the track. He can hang out with Donovan and Vince. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. Where are you at? Blah, blah, blah. So we get there. Where'd you go? We went to Paris. Paris, yeah. Nick says, good ruts. Good <laughs> ruts at Paris. So that's why we're taking D and Vince so right. they can learn the ruts. Right. Um, He's not wrong. No. Yeah. And... I park, I unload my stuff, my kid's out running around with his kids, and I roll those back, and Nick's kind of watching some racing, and I and, um, say, hey, what's up, Vince? And he's like, hey, how's it going? And me and Nick are chit-chatting, and then Vince goes, dad, change my shock. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, bro. And I hand him a T-hand. I'm like, get to work. And Vince wanted to try some new progressive shock spring that they've been talking about. Oh, and, nice. and we're shaking down the KTM over here. And little D is getting on the bigger Cobra. And I mean, it was serious. It was serious. That's awesome. Change my it's shock. A, it, 
It's a matrix, dude, in the van. To be completely honest with you, <laughs> to get to get all the to like to bring my bike and theirs, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a problem. And then Donovan, uh, he's yeah, he's six now, but I don't know. I don't have any time for the smaller fifty, so he's gonna have no to make time a bigger one work. Which yeah, he like he stops. Paul saw him. He stops when he stops inside the track. He can't touch. He just tips over. Yeah, <laughs> we have we have to catch him when he yeah, comes yeah, back, yeah. so he don't fall over. But yeah. Nick ain't got no time for that little cobra. No, we got to get on the big one. So figure it out, son. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Change my shock. <laughs> Change my shock. Oh, I love it. You're yeah, just, yeah. You're just deep into it. How how serious does he want to take this? Is 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 he? You know, I mean, is this the kid led a moto? His first time ever at Loretta Lens for, like, past the 15-minute Yeah, mark. I watched it. Yep. I mean, I was pumped. And just as a friend, family friend slash sponsor, like, that was cool. There was some hot-ass kid coming up through the pack. Seth Dennis. And they were like, the announcers are like, watch this kid. Watch him. And I'm like, he ain't got nothing. And he runs off the track. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we got this. That guy and was Vince good, crashed, That kid yeah. was good. Yeah. Vince crashed. Was, that, yeah. was Zeb Dennis that you said? Seth. Oh, Seth Dennis. Seth Dennis. I think yeah, that's it. Well, here, here, I saw. So I saw Nick at Milestone not too long ago helping Dakota, and Nick rolled over and I go, "Hey, you're busy with the boys, you know?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he, we chit chatted for a minute, and he's like, "Hey, you ever been on that track in St. George?" And I'm like, "I'm like, yeah, I've been. It was pretty good, like good dirt." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "They got good ruts." I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I think they got pretty good ruts. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I think I'm taking the boys out there this weekend. We're gonna go, we're gonna go ride some ruts. I'm like, oh man, he is deep. St. Yeah, George, yeah. that's yeah. not, yeah, that's a nice hike. Yeah, I went to Hangtown this fall, too, and then I also went to this race in Arizona not too long ago. Arizona Open, bro. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but, but dude, what, when you – yeah, what, I don't know. Because, dude, Vincent, he just – he flips the brain off. Like, he's pretty he's he's pretty technically sound, but then as soon as he gets in race mode, it's over, dude. Like, he's pretty <laughs> locked in. I'm, I'm not kidding you. This fall, there's been – Six front flips, probably. Oh, man. Jeez. Crashes a lot, but, well, man, I mean, he like, goes fast until yeah. the crash happens. We can work with speed. Yeah, yeah, we can work with yeah. speed, Nick. Make, my man makes me nervous, dude. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but he, 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 like, I wouldn't, I mean, I'm, like I said, I was pretty recreational with everything this last year, but mm-hmm. then I felt like it was my fault why he was, you know, had so many big crashes while doing well. Um, and you're discovering it's not your fault. <laughs> He's just gonna. Yeah, uh, not totally my fault. Yeah, a little bit, little bit rests on him. Uh, certainly, you don't. Uh, he, you don't know, Dad. He don't want to follow you on the track and check out them lines. Just don't want to do it. Yeah. God, uh, everything sounds so familiar <laughs> to me. Yeah. Because Aiden's the same way. Like Aiden rips, but his his technique is not there. And I always try to t- tell him, like, hey, technique first. Your speed will come. And same thing when he gets around his buddies and he races in or something. He loses his shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you guys are probably it's the same t- way. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough too for me because I remember riding a sixty and like starting riding eighty five, and I had some of the biggest crashes ever. Right? Like, yeah. So I know it's like this learning part where you yeah. have to kind of learn your limits, and then I'm always telling them, "Look, dude, I know you think that you can shred this part, but you have to understand your wheels are tiny." Yeah. <laughs> and <he's> just, and, <laughs> <laughs> There's just no telling them. I mean, right, and then right, like right. Obviously, and obviously Adam Adam has been spending a lot of time around the house too, and then um, Vincent has the same same. I don't know something about something about him. Like with Adam at first, when Adam was here around a lot at first. Yep. And then the same thing when you know because Ryan and I have been real poto and I've been close for a long time. So then whenever I see Ryan, even if it's a long time between 
it doesn't mean Vincent has seen him, right? So right. Vincent's like, who is this? Who is this guy? I get it. He thinks he's sweet. He can beat it. <laughs> so, so like Vincent, Vincent and Ryan have this whole like little bit of beef going because Ryan's always giving everybody a hard time and Vince ain't having it. Right. Like you know, what I mean, like who who are you disrespecting me? Like, you know. <laughs> and then the same thing, the same thing with Adam. But then Adam gets sensitive when Vince sasses him back. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've had we've had some we've had some not so nice words towards Vince at the dinner table. Literally, they get into it. I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god, this is it, this is yeah. It. I got a little bit of a hothead, this nine year old. Right, right. He's got some. He's gonna be asking for gold chains and stuff for Christmas, and gonna have this. No, he's, he's got those. He's got those. He got them. They're like my mom's mom. He found them in her jewelry box. He's got this like Mr. T starter kit. <laughs> <laughs> I crashed when I was on in 83 on an RM 80. I weeded myself cartwheeled, hurt, got a hematoma on my leg. And my dad was like, you deserve that. I'm like, what? I'm crying and everything. My dad's like, you deserve that. I'm like, why, why would you say that? Like, ah, like I, I think I broke my leg. Like he's like, <laughs> he's like, no, no, you were just going too fast in that section. You, you'll learn. Oh and I'm God. like, Oh my God. <laughs> This hey. is my first ever like remember of my dad riding like you deserve that you deserve that horrible pain that you're in, you're in right now. I'm like oh. you had that coming because you're an idiot. Yeah, that's what he told yes, you. Yes, yes, idiot you yep. had that coming. Yep, I had a, I, I remember. A, I had to sit back and laugh too. Joe Aloff's kids riding and um, his I was riding with Joe and his kid this weekend and his kid cartwheeled pretty good <laughs> and went off the track and whiskey throttled and Joe and and you know racers because when we go up to the our kids. We don't panic. We look if we can kind of assess the situation real quick. Yep. And he's, you know, he's crying on the floor. And Joe's like, "Yep, yep, that wasn't good, was it?" <laughs> and what'd you do? What'd you do wrong right there? And then I'm, I'm laughing because I know I'm yeah. just like, dude, we're all wired like the similar way. Like, yeah. Safety first, but what did you do? So you learn. You yeah, know? yeah. And and also the crashes are going to happen. Yeah. Like you're going to crash. You know what I mean? Like it's not like freaking out because your kid crashed. Right. So. Um, well, Nick, another you're... story though, Steve, yeah. another story. I went to the, um, with that, with the answer, we went to, uh, Baja brawl, but I brought Vincent with me. Yep. So I'm like, I'm on the gate, whatever, talking to some people around and like a couple of younger dudes are like, Hey, what about your boy Mathis's jump back here? <laughs> I'm like, yep. Almost died in those weeds right there. <laughs> oh, man. Isn't that, is that the jump where you squashed a, a poor little kid? Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Nobody cared about me. Well, yeah. Like, don't land on kids. Two different. Yeah. Two different times on like in the staging or sitting up there. Like somebody <laughs> mentioned, somebody mentioned you in the death gap jump. Well, for, well first of all, there was, it was oh big bike practice only. That kid shouldn't have been out there. Hmm. And second of all, why would he turn right when there was a left turn after the tabletop, and he turned hung a right on the face of the on the, on the top of the tabletop? And Woodrow gave me a bike with a broken fork spring. Mm. Well, you may or may or may not have had one after you were done. <laughs> who's, who's we haven't who's quite say? we haven't quite determined <laughs> that yet. Say? Right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's funny that people brought that up though. Yeah. That, and then I was laying in the weeds, and the helicopter came for the kid. Oh no. Yeah. And and the guy's like, "Who's your lawyer?" A guy oh, came boy. up to me and said, "Who's your lawyer?" I'm like, "We gotta go." Wow. I'm like, first of all, he shouldn't have been out there. Like, you know, it wasn't my fault. <laughs> I, was on the I, didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know somebody said something about a lawyer. Yes, I, yes. You were, getting, you were getting all dramatic, and then so all this complaining, I just shut you off. Yes, right away. Yeah, 
Because oh, you went into offense mode like that kid almost killed me. F that kid. Right, right, absolutely. <laughs> and I remember I had to go to see Bodner. I had to get my hip drained like two weeks in a row because it was filling up with blood because it was so much a hematoma. I couldn't Jeez. even work on the bike or anything. Did like, you ever find out what happened to the kid? Uh, yeah, he lost his spleen. I think he was, that was it, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. For real? Yeah. But this is some this is some feedback we got from telling the story on the show. Yeah, no, I think I remember somebody telling me that. When he, something nasty or somebody told me that. I don't know, but um, he got airlifted. I remember that. Where was this at? Baja, Baja Acres. Oh, okay. Wow. Dude, I was airing out a tabletop, just fucking flying oh, around the God. track <laughs> on RM250. <laughs> flying. I, I did run it. I'd, I'd like, I did. It was one of my, this probably wasn't even that year, maybe even the year before. I rode, we rode out there and I was trying, I ran into Steve and he knew it was coming, like, right? So he, he does the run into you first deal, deal from the outside. I'm like, wow, he's stronger on the bike than I thought. I was really actually going to go for the takeout. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, hey, so Adam Cincerello is riding west. How's he feeling? How's he looking? How's it working? We all know the kid has unbelievable speed. We're just wondering if he can put it all together. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think we made some pretty big improvements for sure. Yep. Um, yeah, for sure. Okay. Confident? confident yeah yeah we got like we got a big test tomorrow for a couple things but we've uh yeah kind of trying to get the starts more consistent obviously Mm -hmm. yeah just trying to get more consistent laps because to be honest with you the last two years i've been relied on for like the coaching side Mm -hmm. and i would kind of when i saw problems i would obviously step in and kind of give my two cents but it you know a lot of this thing it doesn't it's not like a super quick process to make changes yep so then pretty much since he started back riding, I've been in charge of his training and all that stuff too. So then he moved close to me and we've been doing a lot of stuff, whether it's before or after riding and working a lot closer together. So I think we've made some pretty big gains. So hopefully, uh, hopefully his resu- results will, will show. I mean, Paul for Adam, like it's not speed. <laughs> yeah. He's it's, fast it's Nick's got to like, yeah, Nick's got to just hell. tell him to, Keep the mistakes to a minimum. We're all going to make mistakes out there, of course, but keep them to a minimum. And his speed and talent should carry him to the front. I mean, that's yeah. I, th- I mean, I don't know, but I think it's Adam's expectation to win. I maybe needs to be tempered a bit, but like the kid's got talent and speed for days, and just yeah, yeah, stay in the mix, and he'll be there at the very end. Yeah, and I guess if you do make a mistake, Nick, you got to impart to him like, hey. You can't get that seconds back in the next straightaway when you pick your bike. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, certainly. Like some mistakes have led to multiple mistakes yes. in the past. And yep. Yeah. The last couple of years, I mean, there's, there could have been you know multiple races where it could have changed the outcome. Mm-hmm. So yep. I think he, I think he's he's learned from that. He's he's a little bit of uh, he's a little stubborn, as you know. So certainly, like with some of the things we're doing, I'll kind of. Uh, point him in direction where he sees it himself whether we yep. do some sprints into into a moto so he's like all right well i guess i'm not as cocky as i should be <laughs> right um we were down at pro circuit shooting these uh supercross preview videos uh, uh for racer x and uh pulled mitch pulled mitch aside and talking to him about his team and you know first he was there's huge there's huge davalos versus amart fight between me and him and after we got that settled him not really agreeing with me we did talk to adam and we're like how how's how's ac he's fast <laughs> he's fast I, I think he can win <laughs> and uh and he's just like gotta keep it on two wheels though 
and then he kept grinding his cylinder. <laughs> <laughs> so it was classic Mitch Payton, Nick. Yeah, the uh, it's funny. Like right there at that grinding bench. Yep. He like right like top right right in front of me. He's got like the O three YZ two fifty cylinder spec. Oh, does he? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Because nice. I think because I think Chad got that one that like maybe last year. Yeah. One redone. Yep. yep. And then he yeah. Then he he busted it down the other day, and I was like, oh yeah, he I need was, to get a new one of those. I bl- he was doing KTM super minis, and he had four of them in front of him. Oh wow. And he's I'm I'm having a full conversation with him, and he's eyeing it up, and he's measuring it, and he's doing it, and I'm just like this guy. I've probably seen so many of those. It's like I just, I'm like, what are you still porting for? But he loves it. He likes it. Yeah, yeah he loves it. Right. It just kind of, I guess, it helps him get away from business. Right. Yeah, it's probably relaxing. A little bit. I'm optimistic. The Brown Hubs are back. Only won one title over there since blue and green have been run. Just one. Yeah. And there's been. So you think they're lots. Color, color of the hubs? Yes, that's going to be the difference. So like a Caracoat color? Or is it like it? It's an aluminum hub, but it's we ran this brown color since like 2003, uh-huh. and then in 2000 we'll call, we'll call it the mag, the mag, yeah, mag, color, yeah. mag color. Okay, Everyone thinks those hubs are magnesium, um, but and then in 2013 we went to blue, mm-hmm. and then um, and then they've run green for a bit, and yeah, they've won one title on blue or green hubs, but they Justin Hill. Yep, yep, but they've won a fuck ton on Brown. Okay. Well, there you go, Nick. Brown, That's going to be the Brown difference. Hubs. Yeah. I like where Paul's head's at. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, Nick is a details man also. so <laughs> It makes is, a difference. It makes is... a difference. Um, yep. What about yourself, Nick? Have you been riding? Have you gone? I saw you on Instagram. You rode the other day somewhere. but have Yeah, you... I rode Tuesday. I rode, I rode last Saturday with Paul. Um, at Paris? Yeah. And Paris. Oh, yep. yep. Okay. Yep. And then is that it, or are you trying to get on a bike as much? As, are you still testing with some people? Or are you trying to, you know, how much are you trying to ride? No, I, I mean, I probably, I, I would usually say I would ride like once a week, but it's been maybe once every couple of weeks lately. Yeah. How do you feel yeah. when you get on it? You still feel good? Like, you know, you're not frustrated or nothing? You, you feel good on a bike still? Yeah, no, I really like to ride. Yep. I just I have a few I have a few bikes. I need to switch over my suspension <laughs> to ride Supercross. He's got a brand. That give me a hard. He's got a brand new uh, Cowie 450. Finally, so okay. How many 16, 15, 16, 17s Cowies do you have still? Uh, three. Oh, so they're whittling down. They're slowly. <laughs> yeah. They're slowly getting done here. Yeah, 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 I need to move some units over here. <laughs> <laughs> How do you like the 19 Cowie? Kiefer uh, obviously does a big, a lot of work for us here at Pulp and that runs his own testing company and everything else. And that bike, uh, it's, I mean, it's no Blue Crew. I am Blue Crew and uh, I enjoy my, my Yamaha, but uh, that 19 Cowie is, is really good, huh? Yeah, it's significantly different than pretty much any Cowie that I've ridden, right. which I think it's it's a change in the in a good direction for sure. And I think, I mean, obviously the R and D team here does a good job. Like Travis and, and Borkenhagen, they do, they do a good job. Borkenhagen. But I would have to R&D? say, Borky. I didn't know that. Borky. Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. 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 <laughs> but I would have to say, I would have, if I, I would, I would have to say that a lot of communication from Fahey to Japan mm-hmm. is probably, is probably a significant, like kind of the difference right. that, right. Uh, that would, that would have made like a big jump to this. Oh, okay. If, I'm, if because I mean, obviously, I know him pretty well, and he's a details guy, yep. and he enjoys like that type of stuff. And certainly, um, you know, when when Tomac got on the team, there was a little bit of some growing pains there. And I think 
they really kind of dug in as to like how can we make these the, the changes to make it better for everyone, right? Right. And I think that that communication's been a couple of years, and I, and I would have to say that not this kind of R and D's team, but I would I would I would say Fahey and the race team had a lot of uh, say in, in in this bike. So good job to those guys. Uh, can we get Nick in a shootout, or is he too biased, Kiefer? I asked him. Yeah, he was leaving for four fifties. Oh, okay. He was. I would like to have Nick weigh in a four fifty shootout. Well, he's invited for two fifties if he wants to do it. So yeah, I'd like I'd like you to line up bikes and, and ride them, Nick, and then talk about them. I'd listen to that. <laughs> I might need I might need I might need some time to really pick at them, you know what I mean? <laughs> how many how many days you doing it, Keeper? That's nah, not enough. We need, not more enough yeah. we need more of those. I need yeah. three days on yeah. each bike. Yeah. I did I did the other day. I was like we um I took the truck to this A Z open thing and I was looking for some tie downs and in the bottom drawer I found a linkage. I'm like, geez what we <laughs> Um Hey by the way, should we call you Reverend Nick Way? Because uh you, our buddy Big Nasty got married, and you did the ceremony. You can do this online, yeah. I guess. I guess, I guess. I mean, I, um, Kelsey and and Big Nasty asked me if I would do it, and I was like, I was, I was honored that they yeah. thought, highly, thought highly, highly of me to do that. I guess, but certainly, I'm not necessarily versed in uh, <laughs> marrying people. Right, right. <laughs> and then they 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 ensured me it was a no big deal to just get my. Yeah, minister situation online. So I got that, and I said, you know, I'm probably gonna need to start living a little bit better. (laughs) (laughs) So how was it? Was it pretty easy to do? Were you nervous? Oh, super nervous. Yeah, because I mean, like, I don't know. So I went, I flew back to Michigan, and then, um, yeah, I I kind of like, I got some, I got some notes from a friend. Um, and then we, I kind of put together like the vows and then they were like, yeah, yeah, no problem. No problem. And then I, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> and then I, I made some, kind of some funny stuff up that big nasty gave me the look at me. He gave me the, the sly look over as I was yeah, hearing yeah. them like, like, shut up. <laughs> felt, felt good. Do you, Kelsey, promise to buy Big Nasty an RM250 <laughs> if he marries right. you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That that I mean, I don't know. I guess. Well, that's something that you're gonna. Re- those two people are gonna remember that for the rest of their lives. So yeah. Of course, there's pressure on Nick. Yeah. 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 Nick Way married us. Got, I got a new suit. Feeling good. Wow. And then my little my little one who just turned six. I've had a couple occasions recently where I was like, worn a suit till he sees me in pictures because he wasn't at either of them. Um, oh yeah. And he's 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 been like. The last couple of weeks, he's like, "If I'm good, if I'm this and that, can I get a suit to go see Santa?" And I want <laughs> to wear that same suit to my Christmas party Friday. Yes, nice. So every day, it's a, it's every day. It's like, dude, I don't know, man. I've been pretty good. Like, do you think we can go get that suit? Yeah. <laughs> I've been, I've been all right. Like, what do you think? Is that coming down? The- yeah, right. Like, evidently, they must have saw a suit at Target. Right, so he's like he's trying. He's trying to get he's trying to get taken serious. Evidently, you know what I mean. I can, re- I can respect that. Oh, yeah, you show up in a suit, you mean business. He that's he knows that. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, fantastic. Good to hear. Well, uh, anything else for Nick Way? You too. How's Pookie? How's Pookie? What's she wearing? Well, uh, Kiefer told Lingerie. her. Lingerie. Kiefer yeah. saw her yeah. today and says she oozed sex. Yeah, she. You know how you look at your wife, and some days they're just totally dressed down no big deal but they just yep. like ooze like man you're very sexual right now yeah and sexual. so this is what i gotta deal with Kiefer telling pookie <laughs> that so i'm just like all right cool right on uh and then pookie pookie like 
like shook her head and like looked in the mirror and was like, ah, oh, I guess so. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, we were mountain biking the day before the show. So, oh yeah, yeah, Parabinos, Kiefer, and myself, hey, and Jr. They're on e-bikes, bro. And Jr. came out. Nick like Rosetti's str- Rosetti's stronger than I expected. He's he's, he's on he's it, good. bro. Yeah, he's good. He was not yeah. on. Kiefer and him were on regular bikes, and Paul and I were e-bike mm-hmm. life. So yeah, because uh, Rosetti came over around Thanksgiving, and we rode a couple a couple times. And you know, like I've obviously known him for twenty years. Yeah, and he's never been a car- he's never been a cardio guy. Yeah, no, he was big on the juice. <laughs> He's dialed. <laughs> He's never like, was a never was a cardio guy. No, but, no, uh, no. He was more of a muscle guy. So, yeah, more of a muscle guy. <laughs> Um, but so then he, he shows up and he's got like, you know, top of the line bike, which I expected. Yep. And yep. then he, and then he has flat pedals and I'm like, all right, fair enough. This is kind of what, I mean, I figured he was going to have a sweet bike. He know? does not want to clip in. He is not clip clipping yeah. in ever. I give him shit all the time. Yeah. But he was, he was, he was like, it was obvious that he had put in a lot of time. He just telling me about how he's raced a couple of times. Yeah. Like, oh, nice. Good yeah. Thing. Yeah. It was a little, little group mountain bike ride. Kiefer and him were trailing us e-bike guys. Apparently, I thought I was holding them up. These guys Dude, said I was not holding him. Nick, holding he's up. going like 22 down this freaking Cobby trail, and I'm like, dude, I, I'm out. Like, I'm dropping right now. I, I thought I would hold you up. No. I, I don't know. No. <laughs> well, you have, you have two you have two e-bikes, Steve? Paul has e- No, Paul has an e-bike. Paul brought his. Oh, nice. And then oh, I have one. I didn't realize you had an e-bike, I Paul. think uh, Steve yep. said hi to about four people on the trail today, and not one said hi back to him. Yeah, he's like, what? I don't get it. And I was like, yeah, it's because you're on an e-bike, bro. Nobody nobody <laughs> they can fuck likes off. you. They nobody can, likes those, you. Bro. They can fuck off, those people. <laughs> hey, for, so the first time I went out mountain biking, uh, Nick, I had a T-shirt on with uh, a Lycra's uh, spandex, and then I had shorts, gym shorts over top of the spandex, right? And JR is just busting my balls, saying, like, I look like a loser. I need a jersey, and I got to, like, dress better on the trail. <laughs> so I show, I get a fly jersey, and I just cut the sleeves a little bit short, like Dogger, because I don't like a full sleeve. It's hurting. And then, and then I take my shorts, my gym shorts off, so I, but, but uh, my figure isn't exactly perfect for Lycra. So, but the jersey's big enough <laughs> that you don't uh, see, you know, the whole spandex. Your, bu- your business, your business. And now, and now these guys are saying, "What are you doing with that jersey, guy?" Like yeah, now, I'm a jer- these two guys are like, "What are you doing?" So right. Jr. is telling me jersey. These two guys are like, "You look like an idiot." Like when, when Jr. says a jersey, he means a cycling jersey or something, not like a, a, a moto jersey. No, he meant like a jersey jersey. Oh. What's the uh, difference? Yeah, I'm not good. I'm not really that into cycling etiquette, like what you're wearing, right? Because I don't know. I have. A, I don't know, bro. I've got the enduro. Vi- I got the enduro visor helmet, but I will go ahead and tell you right now if I'm going to go for some Strava segments, I'm going to wear the spandex with the enduro. Helmet. I don't <laughs> give two yeah. Well, I can't wear. Spandex. And then, I, and then, like whenever, whenever I first started, I mean, probably I wasn't even pro yet, right? So Stan would Jeff Stan would take me to some group rides near his house on road bikes, and I would show up in baggy shorts and a visor helmet, talking about let's dance, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, dude. I'm confused. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't fit well in tight clothing, so I gotta be go baggy. Yeah, no, I get it. Another another guy, another guy, too, does not conform to the cycling etiquette as far as race wear is Big Nasty. He's he's good now, but at first, like when um, shoot, it was a long time ago now, maybe like '06, right? So we, there's a you, you probably been there, Steve, that Gratton track. Oh yeah, yeah, we went there. That has, times, that yeah. has the that road, has race. The road course. Yeah, yep. yep, yep. So this was multiple years after we had been there, but 
they have on like Wednesday night, they have a cycling crit. So they just do multiple laps on the road course. Yep. And so like Big Nasty would, you know, because I think it was like RL, Villapoto, and I, and then Big Nasty came and some other, you know, I think Smoots Road or did a couple laps. Yep. Um, and then like Big Nasty and I are like leading them out and stuff. And Big Nasty's got a white t shirt on, like <laughs> spandex shorts on, white t shirt. Like, I'm like, because he's like, these dudes are idiots in this outfit. Like, he couldn't take it serious. This was, this was right. when he was into it, but not necessarily like super into it. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I just, I'm confused because JR's like bagging on me for this t shirt. He's wearing just a t shirt. I mean, I don't know. I'm going mountain biking. It, I think it's more of a SoCal thing, like I said, like spandex, jersey, SoCal. But you go out of SoCal, and I wore that shit, and they're like, that's lame, dude. I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, you're supposed to wear baggy shorts and, and like a jersey. And that's the most, I think, for mountain biking what, out what of you, California. What do you run? I, I wear Lycra because I was a road into road biking before yeah. I got into mountain biking. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right, I, I don't know. I'm confused. I'm just trying to get out there and get in shape, everybody. So leave me alone. Yeah, that's what okay? I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I think it, it, it depends on whatever like, the you want. You're going out. Yeah, because if you're going, if you're going like a cross country mountain bike, then you're going spandex and a helmet with no visor. But if you're like doing this bomb enduro or like yeah downhill or enduro type of stuff, then it's like baggy shorts and that's me. Like a three three quarter sleeve jersey with a helmet visor. Hey, that's but, me. But Nick, you like you appreciate this, Steve knows this loop like the back of his hand and he is so regimen with this stuff like if he goes off of his game like this is what i do this is my program mm-hmm. we're gonna go veer somewhere else nope no nope no nope. nope we're nope. gonna I got this loop one, right here i got my loop this is what we're doing at yep. one point rosetti wanted to go straight and steve was like uh-uh nope, nope. i go this way yep Fuck you guys. Yeah. You can go with him if you want, but I'm going this way. Right. Listen, I have my loops. You, you guys said you want to do the shorter one because we didn't we didn't have time for the show, so that that's what we did. And right. that's the loop we go on, and then there's no questions asked. <laughs> but Steve is very scared about he's really paranoid about getting lost in the desert. No I exploring. I am. No exploring. No, I don't want to I keep the glass. He's gonna line. get mauled by a mountain lion. Yep. Yeah, there's I mountain went, lions I, and coyotes and shit. Yep, and he, I went out yesterday, it started getting dark. I was on the other side of the mountain, so the sun was down, it was dark, it was scary, it was getting cold, I was freaking out. I'm like, I'm gonna die out here. <laughs> like I it's that's that's the shitty part about mountain biking. Oh my god. Meanwhile you're three miles away from civilization. It doesn't can, matter, dude. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, Nick Way, love having you on the show. We got to get you up here in studio, but then with AC doing West, you don't have time to come up. You're going to be busy all the time. So maybe once it goes Steve, east, seems how you're getting. You seems how you're getting in shape. What's the chance of you racing one of these amateur days on Sunday? Thank you. Yes. Oh, in the stadium. There we go. Yeah. Glendale. Let's get the spec right and just get out there. No, Glendale. because I'm I, I go out with the Silver Fox out here. That's fine. And he's got a fucking bike with a carburetor on it. And Rockstar Makita graphics. There's nothing to do with what Nick's and talking about. No, and what I'm saying is he, this guy, this fucking guy jumps shit that I don't jump. So I'm not ready. How There's, old is well, he? Yeah, no, you're fine. You're fine. How old is Berlute? Yeah. 800, I think. I don't know. I mean, how old is Berlute? 60? He's got no 50s. 50s? Yeah. Berlute? I, I would like to. Yeah, let's do I'll do one with you. An amateur day. I'm not ready for anything Berlute. like that. Can we just get it either? Let's just, just everyone pump the brakes. Berlute was like I, I feel like Berlute is like I'm like I should be beating Berlute. Let's get him just to go on to REM or something. Everybody calm down. Oh, with Jody? Yeah. That'd be great. Nah. <laughs> Don't go to Glen Helen. <laughs> nah. Well, let's straight to Supercross. You want to <laughs> yeah, tell the Exactly. <laughs> that's where the money's at. Everybody? Yeah, that's where the money's at. Let's just get under the light. Let's get under Dude, the light. Uh, my jumping is so bad. It's so bad. I I They I, don't there's no jumps. 
the, the, they, the 50s can jump everything. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I think they're supposed to be tougher, I've heard. Good. Because the manufacturers were like, hey, if you're going to have amateur road to super cost, they can't have everything with 50s It can't can be jump. the TT yeah. road right. to super cost? Right, right. <laughs> so, we'll see. I'd like to, though. I'd like I mean, to go out. Like, I went out for this Blue Crew introduction, Nick, when they gave me the bike, uh, and, and Travis Preston was wrenching on it for me and helping me set it up. And I really enjoyed having a past Supercross champion. <laughs> and a guy, you know, that I, you know, was mechanic, like, you know, he was up here and I was, and now he, the tables have turned. Well, and he is working for me now, setting up my Blue Crew bike, giving me a map. And I would like nothing better than to show up with you, Nick, and you help me and pit board me and yeah. help me set up my bike. That'd be great. I think we can do that. I would make you change my linkage 14 times to try to get back at you. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> I'd, actually, I'd actually, I'd actually change the, I'd actually change the clutch though for the night show for you. Would you? Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> uh, there's got to be a story be there. Oh boy, there that I'm, yeah, there, I'm missing. I, I almost got fired due to a slipping clutch. Oof. Why? Because Nick, Nick thought it was slipping. When JT beat him, uh-huh. it was, it went south. Oh, okay. Like that was not good. That was the trigger. Yep. Yeah, yep. that was like, hey, this doesn't this doesn't happen. It's got to be your fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember. Like what? I don't think it was a result thing. It just. Yeah, there was a there was a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we were. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we were we were top privateers that year. We absolutely killed it. Suzuki was going after you hard. I was going to lose my job. Thank God. Let's get him. Let's get him to Glendale. Thank God. Thank let's God. Get him tri- to Glendale. Thank God. Triple X held the line and wanted like seventy five thousand dollars for your services or something. No, nah, it, it, it was more than that. I would have paid that. Probably. Hey. <laughs> are you? Are we ca- can we talk about money? Back when Nick was racing. Okay, I don't know. Sure. Nick, what was your largest contract back then? Like, what was your biggest yearly contract when you were at your peak? Back, back, back when? I want to pick a year, like any year. What was your MSR. largest? MSR. Like no, on a manufacturer, like a team, Suzuki, MDK. Mm. Yeah, quite a, quite a bit. I mean, not like not not. I mean, I think uh, as far like from the team, probably like nine hundred. No shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck. This is pre two thousand eight, bro. This is the no, that was two that was two thousand eight. Well, there you go. Right before. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Podium supercrosses. Yeah. I don't think our industry is still at the level it was at. No. Prior to 08. oh hell no. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. that's what I mean. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. not even close. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but, like the thing is too is like going back to like money situation with my career. I I, I did a like I mean obviously I'm thankful for having the relationships that I do have, but I think like it 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 resonated well like within the sponsors that I did have that I when I went to dealer signings or whatever I would always find the parts guy or because i mean like i'm it wasn't like on purpose it was just i was i'm just like a, i like dirt bikes like you guys right yeah yeah right so i was like always i was appreciative of what i had and then certain then like at that point there was <clears throat> i had some relationships with the energy drink folks like when they got into it so then you know certainly i had like multiple offers that would bait it up and then really like to be honest i did pretty well with MSR throughout my career too, and that, like honestly, it's some of the some of the time it it um, sticking with MSR like eliminated some possibility whether it was like with Factory Connection or some other teams that had a gear deal, right? Mm-hmm. But I always I always wanted to like continue relationship instead of like let me go ride for this dude and then them be over it right. in six months and go a different direction. Yep. 
Yeah, I've always said, I've t- said on this show, and I, I think in private too, I'm like, you want to talk about a guy that's managed his career right and made the right relationships and acted the right way with sponsors is Nick Way. And, and, and he wasn't winning races necessarily, but he's very, very fast. And everybody who's ever dealt with Nick Way, I think, leaves the situation and goes, I want to help that guy. Right. I want to keep helping him. I want to, I want to help him. I want to, like, Nicky, I think you just did it right. Do you know what I mean? Like, you just, yeah. Well, but I mean, the certain, like, obviously I was, I mean, I tried to be as uh, thankful as I, I mean, because obviously, like, like I said, I really, I really enjoyed riding and racing. Yeah. But I think at the same time, too, I almost put, like, too much emphasis on, on the relationship where, like, I should have maybe been a little bit more on, like, just the result side. But right. there were so many times where you'd get shuffled around and you'd be like, dude, I just spent, I just did that entire two years doing exactly what those asked of me. And I was the best dude on the team. And then, you know, obviously Ricky Carmichael becomes available or whatever. And it's yeah. like, well, why am I sticking to, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. I, so then I, I would, I tried to just do my best to build relationships. And then obviously I ended up having to learn more about the bike mm-hmm. and other things beyond that, like whether it's sponsorship of the team, because I had other roles to trying to make myself, you know, as competitive as I knew I could be. Right. Like mm-hmm. I'm making yeah. calls to, companies to try to figure out how I can make tran- trannies for my bike or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. And like, I would pay for that stuff myself because I was, you know, had good sponsors that would backing me personally. So mm-hmm. I felt fine about investing in what I was doing. But then yeah. at the time, you know, I would get sidetracked because certainly I didn't, I kind of discounted what that type of stuff was taking away from my overall performance, yeah. you know, huh. the people don't really realize how much to do it the right way. What Nick did how many moving parts there are in what you have to do. It's not just riding your dirt bike, yeah, trying yeah. to go fast and coming home and training. There's so m- if you want to do it the right way, there's so much shit you have to do. Right. In in order to find the and, right places. And Paul, you'll know this from being Nick's friend like I tell people this too. There's no one there's not too many people that know the business of the sport better than Nick because Nick, like if silly season's coming or if a team is being sponsored, you and I will text back and forth and you'll be like, well, this guy once did the motors for this guy and they want this sponsor on the hook. So what they're going to do is go to this rider because he's the key to this motor guy. And like you, you're very good at breaking down the industry and, and sort of like what is going to go on and why. The right. politics of it. I've I've met very few people that are like you, where you're like, "Wow, this is happening because of this and this and this," and you'll be like, "Oh yeah, like, oh yeah." You know what I mean? Like you're you're on that business. I like that. You're very good at that. So, um, yeah, that's all I want to say. Good job. Yeah, thanks. I mean, I'm good. I, can, <laughs> Great I, mean, I, radio I appreciate bros. The, I appreciate the compliment. <laughs> right, right. Shut up, DV. Um, uh, all right. Hey, buddy. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Um, again, good luck with Adam, and, and we'll be seeing you at the races. And thanks for your time. And friend of the show, Nick Way. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I look forward to seeing you guys in a couple weeks. All right. Sounds good, man. See you, Nick. See you. Later. Okay. Uh, Nick Way brought to you by Vortex Racing. Email jake at vortexracing.com. 29% stronger bars in the competition. Uh, Monster, Monster Yamaha uses the sprockets as well. EK Chains, of course. If you email jake at vortexracing.com, they will cover you. Uh, great bars, great sprockets, great chains, uh, great guys, and uh, we really appreciate them coming on the show. Now, bringing you Nick Way as well. Uh, so please use the code. Email jake at vortexracing.com. Tell them. You uh, heard on the show, and uh, they'll dial you in. Um, all right, we've got a few questions here from listeners. Brandon, what's up, man? Uh, not much. I was just wanting to know if you knew anything about Stank Dog and his investigation with the FBI. 
I don't know anything about that. I don't. Someone else yeah. asked that. What? Yeah. What? I don't know. Well, tell us give the backstory on it. What's the story, Brandon, on that? Um, you know, listening to another podcast that should go unnamed rhymes with lame event moto. Um, <laughs> I didn't know there was other podcasts. Um, yeah. He, yeah, don't. He don't says that he says that there's an investigation. Yeah, that's that's what they said, but he said he didn't want to get into it. Well, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I think I think he's yeah, just being lame. I think he's just I don't think I don't think that's true. I don't know. Yeah. Smoking weed is legal, so I don't know what the investigation is about. Right. What they <laughs> investigate? I, what, well, what, I, I didn't know if it had something to do with that lady and her son. And his phone. <laughs> with the phone Maybe number? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Never know. Maybe, man. All right, Brandon. Thanks, man. The messages. All Appreciate right. it, buddy. Thank you. Uh, next up is Ratcliffe. What's up, man? Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. How are you? What's your question? Good. Uh, first, just a little thing on the bike jersey. I'm a big mountain biker, so I like hearing a little bike talk. But uh, I would recommend grabbing something with a zipper in the front, just for that's Paul had to... Paul had like a tight jacket zipper thing on today. Yeah, you know it's not bad. You can get a short sleeve or a long sleeve, but it just really helps help with temperature. Because if you're getting too hot, you got to cool down somehow. But I don't. So. I need something, Ratcliffe. I'm a bigger gentleman, and yeah. I need something that's. I can't have something that's too tight on me. It just it's not yeah, gonna look good. Yeah, get something kind of baggy. Not too bad. Right. And also, I don't know if you ride with a backpack or not, but riding without a backpack really makes it. Easy. I don't ride with a backpack. Yeah, I, I I even have a little bag underneath my seat, even though I have a dropper, because I just want to keep my car keys and a little five in one tool in there. Yep. But I've been getting shit on Instagram for having a dropper and having that bag on the back. But I like never drop my seat post. So, I don't even when you go downhill. Nah. Never. I, I I mean I have a couple times, but I've never needed to. I just, I use that thing a lot. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I like it a lot. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like get that out of the way so it doesn't kick your ass over the bars. Yeah. Well, the trails he has out here that I just experienced today, there's nothing steep enough where he has to climb no, very far true. back. No, yeah. like none of those okay. drops were. No big drops or no, jumps no. or. Yeah. But well, don't but don't get me wrong. I was fucking charging Ratcliffe. Don't get me wrong. Uh, hey, I believe it, and I can't wait to see it. Okay. What's but up, buddy? What else? You know, you've inspired me. So I, at this point, you know, I haven't ridden motorcycles in a long time. Big mountain biker. I need to get back into moto because you're inspiring me by getting back into mountain biking. Oh, well, good. Glad to hear. Get a Yamaha Blue Crew. Right? Blue Crew, for sure. All right. So uh, one thing. Uh, have you guys ever heard of a show called Ink Master? Nope. It's, you guys? it's a tattoo uh, competition think, show. It's pretty big. I think I have. Yeah, some yeah. Pookie, Is there one like so, uh, Pookie. Yeah. Have some, you ever heard of Ink Master? Ink Master show. Dave but you Navarro like those kind of some shows. rock star or something, right? Dave Navarro, yeah. yeah. Dave, oh, yeah. Dave Navarro's the host. You have heard of it? So yeah, okay. I've seen it. Okay. Her. So a rider, uh, an ex Supercross rider named Tiffer Wright, has actually made it into the finals. Oh, really? Um, yeah, check him out on Instagram, or people can even vote for him if they like his work and they think he should win. It's like this week, and he's in the finals, and he's a badass. And he's a, he raced Supercross. He raced. It looks like uh, early two thousands. Oh, okay. Tipper, so, white cloth and stuff. Tipper, right? Yeah. Mm. Tiffer with an F. Oh, Tiffer. Tiffer. Yep. Okay. No, never heard of him. And then finally, last thing, I just have a little bit of a Red Bull straight rhythm talk. Just a quick thing. I just I really enjoyed that racing. I know you were at the event. And you've been there a couple times. Ram it. Is there any way we can get that kind of racing? Even just a few times in a Supercross event? I don't think or so. Even, don't. What if they threw two turns and it did three straights, two turns, and yeah. still kept the split lane so that the riders weren't 
you know, taking each other out. It's just so I, fun I, to I talked about it, era. you know, after the event and stuff, and I got hit up by somebody that would know that said, hey, they lose a lot of money on that Red Bull thing. Like, they don't make money. Mm. Um, yeah. But, they, you know, they do it because it's the Red Bull, and they, it's, it's you know, elevating the brand and making something cool and all of that, a street cred for, for the folks at Red Bull. So I don't know if they could do it again. I, I, I mean, I talked about doing it down city streets, you know, how cool that would be. E-bike life. Well, I want to see it with two turns in it. So it's not a straight rhythm, but I just want to see head-to-head racing without them hitting each other. And it would be really cool if it was a little bracket for maybe the top four qualifiers and we gave out three championship points. I think putting a couple turns in there would be cool. Yeah. They did something like that in Australia. Yeah? Yeah. It was a straight straight rhythm thing, and then it made 180 degrees, came back, back, and then another 180, and then kept going straight. Yeah. Oh, cool. I didn't see the Australian one. Oh, cool. Yeah, I just like to see the top riders go head to head and just be. Oh, it was so exciting, and you weren't thinking they were going to take each other out, which is like a different excitement. Right, it right. Really add to the evening. Okay. So, all right, Ratcliffe. Thanks, right. man. Thanks for the call. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Have Thank you. Race Tech suspension. Uh, Racetech.com. Please go there. Uh, check them out. Pulpamax18 is the code to save. Kiefer, you've tested with some stuff. You've been riding Lots with Race Tech here yep. and there. Yep. Uh, Racetech.com. Malcolm Stewart won Montreal on Race Tech. We do the Race Tech rant of the night. Yeah. Are you going to rant? Well, can we... Uh, well, okay. I kind of ranted about the 250 class. You did? Not knowing which coast the guys are in. That was awful if that was a rant. Yeah, but it wasn't really the rant. But I have some emails to read. I can make okay. that a race tech segment. Or, Paul, someone on Twitter wants you to rant about the high-waisted women's clothing. Oh, Would I Would you mean, like to rant about that? I don't think I'm a good ranter, but uh, I... I, I just... I'm over it, for one. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be a funny tweet. If I mentioned that in the context of I can complain about it and get it banned because that's honestly my more of my rant. It's not so much about the high-waisted pants. It's about how everybody in on this planet and in this country these days has a problem with everything and they have to express it mm-hmm. and we have to take down uh, – I don't – this is going to go broader than the broad. This is going to go very – yeah, but fuck, it bothers me. Paul is mad about the everybody gets a trophy thing too. Paul's mm-hmm. very mad about yeah, that. Yeah, there's winners and losers. Right. Yeah. So, so but I'm going. not as good at ranting as you are, I guess. Go ahead. You are fine with the highways. I'm good because, to me, when you pull up a chick's pants, you see camel toe, mm-hmm. and I'm fine with camel toe. Yeah. I'm in. 100%. The higher that's the pants right. up, that's there, right. you could see, uh, yeah. Okay. It's good. I'm good with All it. Right. Yeah. Like I said, it was more something I saw that bothered me, and then I was like, you know what? In today's day and age, all you do is complain about it. and Yeah. Yeah. That's why uh, somebody gave me a compliment on Twitter today about the privateer shows, and I said, Twitter is nice, because right. all you ever hear is bitching, Shit. Is yeah, that's bitching true. and complaining. Uh, race Tech suspension and motors, Ben LeMay is using them as well. Here's some emails brought to you from the folks at Race Tech uh, from Cody. My name is Cody. I'm a single-income family. I can't afford to ride much anymore because I, I make sure all my family's needs are met first, but hey, I still have Supercross to watch on Saturday, right? Not anymore. Now, if you don't buy their shit-ass gold app, you do not get to see heats or LCQ races. Mains only. You Fuck you, failed at NBC. Kiss my ass. That's like only showing the last two minutes of a football game and saying if you want to watch the whole game, you get to spend another $80 and not be a regular cable bill. Feel free to use this on the best show around. Thank you for the content you provide. You rock, Steve. Cody, angry about the app. But I was going to tell the ask. I, you know, I don't but, think it's just the mains. No. 
It's the whole night show. Is yeah. What yeah, they're but, calling them. The yeah, mates. but like he's saying, like if I want to watch every race live, I have to buy the app, right? Well, no, a lot no. Of he's saying delays. he's saying if you do not buy their app, you do not get to see heats or LCQs. That's false, though. I know that's false. Okay. So and then apparently the Supercross live show with Daniel Blair and Jim Holly will be on the app as well. They're going to make that go on the app, is what the word is. No one but likes change. But there's a lot of confusion. No, no. one likes change. Yeah. I mean, and... You're going to hear complaints. Yeah. So, uh, I complain about change. Change today is, is, is always more expensive, it seems. Everything is more expensive. Right. They're charging for everything. It sucks. Uh, I'm not getting a raise in but, in comparison at work, but that's right. it's life. It I, sucks. I love the sport. If it was $200, I would still pay it. Me too. It's a priority. Yeah. Cut something else out. Yeah. 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 Honestly, I mean, I would too. Single income family, I mean, maybe money's I get tight. It. Yeah. I'm not rich yeah. either, but right. I, I love dirt bikes. Eat Top Ramen for a bit. If it's 100 bucks, I'll right. make 100 bucks somewhere to do it. Yep. I agree. Uh, Levi sent this in as well. Team rankings. Hey, Steve, you've probably done this before, but could you and your guests rank the two-man teams for hypothetical overall Supercross championship standings this year? Maybe using a motocross scoring system. Oh, me So. First, this guy says first, Husky. Number one for Anderson, seventh overall for Osborne. That's eight points. Honda, Roxon gets third. Seeley gets sixth. That's nine points. Marsha, mm. Plessinger, five and eight, 13 points. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Thanks. Keep up the good work. So Cowie. who's going to be the highest placing teammates? I will go Anderson and yeah, Osborne. I agree. Husky. Yeah. Husky. So there's Hill and Reed, Seeley and Roxon. Muska and Webb. Anderson and Osborne. Plessinger and Barsha. Tomac Savachi. Tomac and Savachi. Yep. I'm going to go Tomac Savachi. Give me Anderson and Osborne. Yeah, me too. Yep. And then probably this guy has Roxanne and Seeley. Next, I would probably go there for my second place too. Really? I'll go over Tom- Tomac and Savachi? Yeah. I'll yeah. Go, I'll go Tomac oh. and Savachi next. Okay. All right. Roxanne Listen and to this. Because Tomac won. I, I have Tomac and one. So. So Tomac's going to win or second. Right? Yeah. Savachi's as good as Osborne, I feel. Nope. Really? No. They're always finding each other. 250 class, they're close. Osborne's and, a and three-time Osborne's a three-time champion. Okay. I get it. But what I'm saying is, what you saw at Monster Cup, yeah, it's Monster Cup. I get it. Mm-hmm. But he, kids can ride a 450 pretty damn good. No, I, I almost want to make a point to that. Like, I think... S- Joey is going to be much, much better than people realize. They're yes. all thinking about his 250 career and blah, blah, blah. I think Joey was really, really good in the year that he became a winner. And to me, the part that was tough for him was to continue to win when he was expected pressure. to be the winner. It's so much pressure. But now yeah, that he is the off. second guy on the team, sure, yep. there's pressure to perform to keep your job, blah, blah, blah. But he's it's Tomax, the guy that needs to win. And I think Joey's fit. He's a very good starter. And the mistakes that what the mistakes to me was a pressure thing, and he's not going to have that. So I think he's going to be. It's, and I feel um, like that's, that's good logical thinking. And, the, and I feel like two fifty guys aren't going to go ape shit on him as they did, right? In the, or, or, as they will yep. in the four fifty yep. class. Yep. No, I, I mean Cowie is going to be putting no pressure on him. Hey man, we just want you to have a good race and learn and get better. And and his bike's going to be good. Yep. Yeah. How do we I feel agree. about the just one stuff? It doesn't. Look I bad. actually doesn't, didn't think it looked bad at the Monster Cup. Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Would get, I buy it? No. Right. But would it, does it look decent? Yes. Well, the helmet. I'm sure reminds just me. Throw you a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Keep the instance. helmet reminds me a little bit of Megatron. Like I think yeah. he's a bit of a transformer. It kind of does, right? That's yeah. a good one. Thanks. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. But, but hey, like you're on a factory team, get fucking paid. Get paid. Oh yeah. You ain't gonna lose the race because of I, the I said that on Twitter gear. a few times. 
Uh, I would, if I'm a factory rider, I will wear a garbage bag if you pay me enough. Except for the helmet. You got to have a good fucking yeah. helmet. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. And boots. I'd be, uh, Do you know anything about I'd boots at all? Like, teams and boots? <laughs> Just keep it fucking moving, please. Teams and boots? Do you have? No, I don't know anything about you know anything Any about boots that? out there need, need, need any nope. changes? Do you, do, nope. you, do you feel like there's some boots that maybe aren't? Uh, nope. Maybe okay. need to be taller. Yeah. Uh, nope. Okay. No, everything's good? Everything's great. Okay. All right. Moving on. Yep. Uh, ride Engineering. Uh, Kiefer Ride Engineering, guys, you know them uh, pretty well. The brake clevises we have here right in front of us are used by the Smart Top Honda Motor Concepts team. 60% lighter than stock. Never. The stock steel 60? Is that what you said? Yeah. They have more adjustability, reduced lever play. They come with a hairpin for easy disassembly for maintenance purposes. Available for all four Japanese models, forty four ninety five. Use the code PulpMX dash twenty to save at Ride Engineering on anything they make. To me, Kiefer, the coolest part of those things. Never mind the lighter weight. Never mind the the, the better adjustability. They look cool. They, they look cool. They got colors. <laughs> yeah, so I'm getting a, I'm getting a blue one. Yeah, I don't really care about the colors. Um, you don't care about the colors? Okay, I do. I I think what's cool. At, I don't know if you guys know this, and Paul, you probably can think about this. Is over time your brake pedal gets sloppy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. This prevents that. Like over time, this doesn't get sloppy. It, it keeps a tight tolerance. Uh, well, you we would, they, we, we would sleeve our uh, brake pedal at PC, and then I'd like perch perfectly match it to like a tie pin, and and try to make no slop at all. So yeah. like the brake is positive. Instant. I yeah. would uh, find a shim for a fork, yeah, and shim things up. I put the shim on the backside as yeah. like a washer. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, yeah, because they're super lightweight. Like underneath all your pinch bolts, yeah, like we'd put a suspension shim. Oh, really? Just to kind of. It's a washer. So, so you let me ask you this: creaking when you break bolts loose, but it's extremely lightweight. So let me ask you this: Yeah, uh, you you do all these little ride things engineering, here. Dash, ride engineering. Dash. You do all these little <laughs> things here and there, right? <laughs> yeah, you've ridden them around. Ride dash engineering. Can you yeah. feel all that? Pulp Max twenty. Um, Pulp Max dash twenty is the code to save. It's hard to use by Brayton to win Daytona. Because it, it feels just like a more solid clevis. To me, like when I ride a Clamps. stock bike and then I ride like a bike that I built in the parking lot before a race, yeah. to me it just feels like tight and like plush and greased and not sloppy at all. Just like reactive. Like, yeah, like, oh, I'm going to shred this thing and hey, it's going to last the whole moto. It's going to be great. Yeah. You've never asked me this kind of stuff. And you've been here a hundred times. I was a factory mechanic too. You want to know why I don't ask you? You never asked me this stuff. And we had another guy in studio <laughs> and he started asking, who else did we have in? And you were on, maybe on the phone. And you Berluti. were just, was it Berlut? Uh, maybe. You were just going on about mechanicking and question. And I'm just like, hey, I'm right here, bro. I have a summer cross win. I have a national win. Now, nothing like he's got. Okay. But I was also a factory mechanic for a long time. But and you never mm -mm. talk to me like how was your bike? Yeah, but per, you want to know per why? circuit, man. Want to know why? Yeah, I gotta remind you to order air filters. <laughs> your gas can't spill on all of the I-15 freeway. <laughs> your 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 blue crew 450 sitting out there in the garage with water spots and a you're frame that has spots. not been. Scrubbed. You're not gonna SOS your fucking frame. No, okay. I'm going to Paul. He said his bike is still dirty from the last time you went riding. Yeah, but whose mountain bike was clean today? Well, but I'm shredding right now. So <laughs> Nobody. My bike is in my day. garage. If I show it up, if I show up, I, I'll get it correct before I show but up. But you never said anything like I would like sleeve something. You never got into what, it. Do like you want to ask me about it? I'll talk. I'll tell you about it. I'll he tell you about it up. tips and tricks. We tested. <laughs> we tested lube at Pro Circuit. Really? Lube. We like, tested soap. I test lube at home too. Soap. I really don't care. We so test. We tested right soap. Here. Really? We would put electrical connections. In a bunch of different soaps. 
and let them sit for months. And how those soaps reacted to the electrical connection is how you determine what soap you use. Like to wash the bikes, you mean? Yeah. Really? Serious. Hmm. Well, have you done that, Steve? And then if somebody has something that we don't have and we have a sponsor that don't make that, we'd say, hey, sponsor, like... This is what we want. We need to make this. This is what you need to do. Mm. Or we want to do this or that. Every week we do the Gear Alloy Cold Call. Uh, we didn't really have anybody this week to do it. Uh, Gear Alloy, the official wheel a supplier of the Rocky Mountain ATV MC KTM team with uh, Benny Bloss and Blake Baggett. Congratulations to Bloss. He just got engaged. What do you Home mean life? you don't, you don't have anybody to do it? The cold call. Let's call somebody. Uh, I mean, we're kind of, we got a short show. Short we gotta, show, bro. We got to get you guys out of here. Test life tomorrow. You know who I would like to call it is Daniel Blair to find out you about, about are, this FBI investigation. So call him. Don't do it. What's what's the difference in 30 minutes? Don't do it. Between long and short. What about our dinner? It'll be fine. We'll f- we'll get some dinner. I got to be I got to be at work call in him. Irvine tomorrow. socalsupertrucks.com. You're going to take those wheels. Don't get those get those wheels. W huh? W oh, wheels. Okay, yeah. socalsupertrucks.com. Tell John to come get them at my office. <laughs> Can you imagine if they're going to sit at his office I'm for months? I'm going to forget when I get home, too, right, probably. Right, You forgot yeah. my pipe and everything. Yeah. Pulp MX 18 at checkout at SoCalSuperTrucks.com. Gear Alloy, 24 different uh, wheel styles for you. Uh, whether you are you have a truck, Jeep, SUV, uh, whether you're heading to the track or cruising the streets, from mile to wild, gear will get you there in style. Gear Alloy uh, wheels. We love these guys. And I've got a set on my truck as well. So uh, my reach line. Uh, so let's just talk Baggett and Bloss because of Gear Alloy is such a big part of that team. Okay. I feel... Okay, Paul. Before what? we before we before <laughs> we start the show, or maybe this was on the show, I said there's going to be some guys that don't make the main in Anaheim one that are going to be fucking pissed, right? Yep. Like good guys. Yep. Because there's just not enough guys. But one guy who we didn't talk about in these preview shows, Racer X preview shows, and we're probably not going to talk about uh, at all is Benny Boss. Why haven't you talked about him? He'll be in the main event. Right, he will be. Like, Benny will be a guy, I think, that's going to be quietly pretty good. Has he ever been really good at Supercross, though? He hasn't really ridden much Supercross. Right, but right. I just pictured Bloss in New Jersey wasn't good. That was like his first race on a 450. Just wasn't good. That's what I, that's what I picture. <laughs> I mean, that's a long time ago. That's what yeah. I picture. Wasn't that long ago. Right. I mean, I think he's good. Uh, I don't know what... I don't know. I guess I don't know what place he's going to get or right. I guess, but let's talk about Baggett. Baggett? I, I, what about Baggett? Yeah. Your old rider, Blake Baggett. He he has the potential to be f- phenomenal in Supercross. Like the year that I was I was working for him in the off season of 2012 going into 2000, no, 2013 going into 2013. Like that guy was on fire at the test track. Mm-hmm. Like I was quietly thinking inside, I'm like we're going to win seven races. Like it, he was that gnarly and then go through the first corner and Jesse Nelson crashed and his bike cartwheeled into Blake's thumb and mm-hmm. ruined his year basically. But I mean, he has, he can, he can turn better than a lot of people. He's extremely fast in the whoops, but sometimes I, I don't know what it is with Blake. He just doesn't put it together and little things go wrong. And, but like I can tell when he's riding and when he's feeling it, he does this thing. He, he like you can tell when he's in the zone and he's mm-hmm. feeling so he's the type of guy that I think can he humps the bars he does this head head thing too like when he's really feeling it you can tell but he's a guy that could be third at Anaheim he's a guy that could be 12th at Anaheim I don't know where he's at mm-hmm. but he has potential to be very 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 fast and I just don't know which Blake we're gonna get I, it just I don't know it's funny those two guys are so different in sizes 
Yeah. Same, polar opposite. Same initials, though. Oh. BBBB? Yes. Good catch. Thank you. You, you got to stop doing that. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, you got to stop with the microphone. Okay. Um, do you think Blake's size hurts him in Supercross more than does outdoors, though? I, I don't think it hurts him. Is Blake still 155? Is he heavier now? I don't know. But I don't I don't think it hurts him. Really? I think it if it hurts him in one spot, I think it helps him in others or I don't think he's hindered by his size. That well, guy is fit as hell. They're going to be better cuz uh I don't know if you guys talked about this, but they have another year on that bike, that chassis, so they have more development. Yeah. They That'll had that brace. Better. They got that brace last year like yeah. halfway through outdoors. Yeah. The the, the big fucking front, bar under in the, the pipe front yeah. in the pipe. I'm just like holy shit like anyways um let's move from that discussion into the factory dish oh yeah so factory edition KTM got introduced today mm-hmm. uh Rockstar not, Husky tomorrow when's the Husky Rockstar come? will be out tomorrow when's Paul getting his um I don't know I'm gonna have to call the bro show yeah hopefully I'll be getting one too even though I already got one one freshie um but yeah so it's cool that they're good they're introducing uh They'll be out and available in March, I guess, late February. Are there Mar- big changes? No. No? This year wasn't that big a change, so everyone's fl- freaking out. Oh, is it going to have a spring fork? Is it going to do this? Right. No, it still has air fork. It doesn't have that bar that everyone thought it would frame change. Has the same. They didn't do that? No. Oh, wow, okay. Um, there is, obviously, what the big difference is, and it, it might sound like nothing when we're talking about it, is ECU change. Mapping, yeah. The mapping wasn't very good on these bikes stock, mm-hmm. and getting getting them mapped made a huge difference. So, I'm pretty sure that Husqvarna and KTM got that mapping down for mm-hmm. this these new additions, right? And uh, valving changes to the suspension, but I mean enough to are these enough changes to push it to a better bike? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. From stock to stock, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. ECU changes alone right. make it better, and. I'm, well, and if if we know anything from this year, just the little changes that that Yamaha made to their bike made a huge difference in the feeling oh, on the track. Phenomenal. So little changes do matter. So, um, Paul so, uh, Pro Tapers worldwide sponsor of Rockstar Husky. Yep. Uh, in uh, Geneva, I had Anti Pyrenin. Anti Pyrenin. Pyrenin. Awesome dude on the show. Yep. Um, and then I talked to him a lot that weekend. Yep. And he's into hockey, so we talked a lot of hockey. He's a he's cool Finnish, dude, right? Really rad guy. Awesome, dude. And I didn't know this, but in Zolder, in 03, the Disney Nations, Finland got third. And he was on the team. And he was on the team. Yeah. yeah. And he said he's right behind Red Dog in the main event. Yeah, he's a good rider. I'm like, what? <laughs> Did you he's even like, know he rode? No. Oh, JT yeah, raced him in German Supercrosses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice guy. Yeah. Awesome So we guy. talked. A, we talked a little bit about you also. Oh, yep. what'd you say? Uh, I can't really say. Oh, you're a dick. MaximaUSA.com. Please go there. Number one uh, oil voted year after year uh, is Maxima, and they didn't get there by uh, buying their win. They got there by the be- by being the best for Monster Energy Pro Circuit, Monster Energy Kawasaki. MaximaUSA.com for more information. Favorite Maxima product? FFT. Favorite Maxima product? Chain uh, Chain Loop. And what's your favorite Maxima, Maxima SC1. product? I knew you were going to say that. SC1, bro. <laughs> Dude. SC1 Christmas tree or whatever the hell those things are. Yeah. Citrus scent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Profilter.com. Go to Maxima USA. Publimax 35 at checkout for the folks at Profilter. Uh, imagine a great option that eliminates the time and chemicals required to clean an oil or air filter. Profilter.com. Yeah. Um, uh, Pro Tabor. So uh, what's new with you guys? What's going on with you guys? Obviously, VortexRacing.com. Email Jacob Vortex Racing. Um, but uh, <laughs> so, hey, actually, what I wanted to ask you about was. What? 
So speaking of Geneva and speaking of Osborne, he was on the show with with Auntie because yep. they help yep. him out, obviously. Yep. And Osborne mentioned in the in the post race show or, or whatever something about coming. I said, "What what's your what do you bring on your bike? What do you what do you yeah. have on your bike?" And he said, "I won't go anywhere without my Pro Taper Micro Bar that I get." <laughs> and I know I've been knowing and you know Kiefer. He's used this for a long time. I didn't know that was public info, but he said that. And I was looking at him and I'm like, "Hey." You, you know, said it. I'm. Mean, you said it. I yeah, didn't say it. Right. But so your micro bar that it comes uh, all the KJSC runs, and uh, it's basically a smaller bar, smaller grip, smaller everything for the little youngsters with tiny hands. <laughs> Osmo's got tiny hands. Yep. And you custom make them an adult bar, like a micro bar. Yeah. So, so it, it did, came, did that cause you grief to hear no, that? No, no, because I actually told him we were at a test day or something, and we came up. I was like, yeah, you can talk about it, like because okay, because I, I wanted. I kind of put it on the back burner as a as a product for Pro Taper in the future, just because I just don't know if the market's ready for it, and it would be a high retail price tag to do it because you have to buy a handlebar, a grip, a throttle tube. But mm. but basically, we had this idea that you know, and this has been in the work. You know, we tested this product um, the week before Zach won his first outdoor national. Geico Honda. Yeah. No Husky. Oh well, he week- never won on a Geico Honda. Oh, he won a Moto only. Yeah, he oh. won it first overall on a Husky. Oh. I think at High Point. I think High Point, too. And I think we tested this at Glen Helen the week before, and it was just an idea that we had. We're like, you know, maybe we can, you know, our micro bar is very popular for kids. Maybe we can do it. something for adults. It's That's, brilliant. Dude. You and know, not everybody's hands are the Zach, same. Zach wears a, a youth extra large glove. Yeah. He's got a small glove. Okay? I get emails all the time about people, bards. Yeah. I don't it, know why there wouldn't be a market for that. You know, so Absolutely. maybe maybe there is, but I just think it's... it's Vortex racing. It, I'm, I don't want to go there yet, but I, <laughs> I, I don't want to keep it a secret anymore because I want yeah. people to know that Pro Taper is at the that. forefront of yeah. this stuff. And so we, we made a handlebar for Zach that has a smaller outer diameter after the grip is installed than a standard handlebar. Even if you were to cut the waffle off a grip or a full diamond grip, yep. what Zach uses is smaller. Still smaller. He tested it and he's like, dude, I love it. He's like, I don't my hands don't pump up. I can hold on easier. It's it fits. It's made for me. And he went out and won his first national the next week. Listen to me. So where does it uh, start? It's just like a micro bar, inch and an eighth. Except it's not. Well, it's not like a mark bar in that. It's inch and an eighth in the clamping area. Okay. Tapers to seven eighths for the controls, and then right at the grip area, it tapers down f- so further. That six inches. Just the grips. Yeah. So you have to t- make a custom throttle tube. Yeah. You have to make a custom grip. There's some tooling So and, how many and bars do you make involved. in a year? I make him 35 pairs of bars a year. Okay. Well, now he's doing 29 races. You might want to make more. Nah. He's not a crasher. That's no, he's just plenty. But, um... So he uses... Does he use your throttle tube as well? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he uses our throttle tube, our grip, yep. our throttle... Our hand, and, and he loves it. And honestly, that's, that's, the, that's what I want Pro Taper to be. I want it to be... It's a premium premium brand that we're on the forefront of innovation and, and 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 making cool new things and if it helps a rider perform better then we're gonna make it for him and then like i said he went out and won his first national the next weekend and he loves it and and i'm stoked to be able to provide him something that maybe other brands can't and to help him succeed on the weekend grips, because he's a grips are stock or standard grips it's a custom mold for that grip oh, because is he a waffle half what what is he uh the or mold no. i have for that bar is a half waffle mold okay so um, waffle, 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 waffle. yeah it, it's a it's the installed outer diameter of that grip is smaller than anything you'll find and it fits his hands better and uh, he, I just, he raves about I it i couldn't believe you said that publicly i was like oh okay, what band yeah, does he uh, run 
Um, he runs a kind of a, a very, very low, low bend. So it's his um, own bend? Yeah, it's okay. his own bend. Um, the micro line for the for the KTMs and everything else, how's that going? How's this the sales success of that? Honest, it, honestly, it been? it's been really, really good. Is it? Yep. And it's one of those products where... Um, it's, it's, it's a lot of, it's very hard because the only way to package, why don't you get Aiden to test it out? No, he's, we did. I did a test on it. The the only way to package that bar is because it has a lot of moving parts. The throttle is a two piece throttle. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make it one skew for easier for the dealer to bring into stock and satisfy customers. So, um, it's packaged in a way that isn't isn't the perfect way to sell it. So I try to incentivize dealers to put it on a new unit because, um, and have it on the showroom floor yeah. because when a, a little Johnny comes into the store and, and can actually put his hand around it, that's what sells the product. Yep. So um, the KJSC program is really big for us. I get seven or 15 new customers every single time with those guys, and they get a chance Have you to, heard from dads being like, this is amazing? Yeah. yeah. Like, we don't do this? Lit- how, how do I- literally, I have not heard a negative comment from somebody that's tried it if mm-hmm. they're a 50 or a 60 rider. Yep. It's really getting people to know about it and getting people to try it because it's very different. Is it expensive? Yeah, it's one forty nine ninety nine retail for a kit. Bullshit. I mean, Co- Cody isn't going to buy it. The, the one, the the bar, the micro bar that I tested at Aiden Road. After we were done, I gave it to my buddy that his buddy, um, his kid has a fifty, and he put it on his fifty, and he's, he's like, dude, it made all the difference in the world for him. Yeah, it really. Yeah. I, I, honestly, it's 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 kind of it's common sense to yeah. me. So rocks, you know, Rockstar Husky, JGR, and Geico. Those are three? our those are our US. Yep. Yeah, guys. Big three guys. Yeah. So I got a question for you, bar related. Sure. Make sense. No, not fake science. We can get that later. Well, but, let's get to it now. Well, let me ask this question. <laughs> okay, chill down. Why do some of the guys prefer... What's their reasoning for a crossbar? Why do they want it? Um, Honestly, a lot of it is just what they grew up and they're used to. So it's just visual? Visual. Okay. That's really it. I, I, I And I have tried to explain the science to some of these riders, like oh Jason Anderson or whoever. I'm like, hey, like... A handlebar without a crossbar does not have any bracing on it. So if you're in a really bad crash or something, a handlebar will bend. A handlebar without a crossbar will bend further before it fractures than one with. Um, So if you're collecting points, I think it's advantageous that you put a handlebar in your bike that doesn't have a crossbar. That's a reason why you will never see a crossbar on a factory KTM. Have you ever seen one? No. I feel like I have, no. I never did. Dunge, not, on the team. Days. not not no, not in the U.S. KTM team that Roger yeah. Coster manages. Yeah. Hurling's obviously, Hurling's but around, yeah. but I think Roger okay, knows that a that's a big thing to him. That I want my guys to finish the race. Hold on a second. What I was talking, texting with Pookie. Okay. A crossbarless bar. Yes. Will bend further before breaking. Yes. That's what you said. That's fact. Okay, so a bar with a crossbar. Yep. Will break. It'll break before a handlebar with, without one. Yes, like you have to be in a very oh, yeah, very no, violent. Is, when you're talking is, yeah. about premium brands like Renthal yeah, or Pro yeah, Taper, yeah. Like, you can get in a serious crash and still <laughs> and bend and finish the race. Yeah. So what you're saying is like, look, if shit goes really sideways, like Mc, McGrath's to, bar broke uh, in '98 or whenever yeah. he picked it up, broken. Or Villo's bar broken in Italy when he looped out. Yeah, oh, his yeah. handlebar broke. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is the bar may be down here. You can but finish you, the race riding. at least. Yeah, you're yeah. going to finish. If you are r- racing for titles, in which that's the people I try to contact, contract yeah. for the Pro Taper yeah. brand, like I want to win titles. Right. Every single point counts. So, you're a crossbar guy. No. 
I'm a, I'm a crossbar guy. I'm a crossbar guy. I'm a crossbar guy. I gotta guy. change my stock yammy. Bars. So I'm a crossbar less guy. But I recently, since I got my Husqvarna, when I rode Paul's, he had his Fusion on, so I went to a Fusion on mine. And I do notice that it's a little bit stiffer than when I go to an Evo bar. Um, but I like the bend. And visually, it doesn't bother me on certain bikes to have a crossbar. Some bikes visually bothers me to have a crossbar on. Really? Yeah. Really? Like yeah. what? Uh, let's say that if I put a crossbar on a Yamaha. Don't like it. Can't do it. Is don't. it because it comes stock with a... Yes, and I think that's just, the reason why. Is production, oh. most of the bikes that I ride a lot production-wise, I'm used to how they are. When I Got had it. the arm army and I put a set of pro tapers on because I bent my, in my 10-foot double crash, mm -hmm. I bent the mounts, I bent the bar, I bent anything. I like the looks of it immediately better. I'm like, that with, looks better. With the crossbar. With the crossbar. Yeah. I'm like, that looks like a better bike. Yeah, and I mean, the point of our Fusion is is it's two handlebars in one. Yep. You can go from one to the other. Um, How many times would Nick Way turn the dial? Uh, Nick wouldn't turn... Yeah. Okay. I don't think he'd mess much with that, which is rare. Yeah. But, um, um, okay, so hashtag fake science. Yeah. So you have lab tests. Yes. That, that proof. Mm. Yes. A oversized crossbarless mm. bar. Yes. Flexes more. Flexes more than a seven eighths crossbar. Yes. Bar. Obviously, the twin walls and the fusions and all that flex way less. We know that. That's not even a debate. But his thing has always been the seven eighths bar that comes stock on Cowies, old Hondas and Hondas. Well, not anymore. But but Cowies, eighteen and Cowies. prior Hondas. Nine. Okay. Yeah. Current Cowie. Yeah. Current Cowies. Yeah. Flexes more. Yes. That's Paul. what he feels. Paul, you say no way. It's false. Hold on. At one point in time. You came over to my side for a little bit. We had this conversation. About when? When? What? You wrote something. You said you went riding with something. You're like, eh, I feel what you're saying. Oh, okay. Okay. I know what you're talking about. It was when I rode a Honda. So, and they, Oh, the shootout. Yes. And that's because the bar that they went to on their bike is damn near like a broomstick. Okay. So, and, and that's just science too. So... You can't science. You can't compare. Makes sense. You can't compare. Um, it the bend matters. So oh, if the bend right. is extremely low and extremely straight and doesn't have much, it's just not gonna. Yeah. It's not gonna. It's, it's, not it's gonna science. Bend. That's right. it's like a broomstick. I don't like that word. It's science. I don't like it. You don't like science. I like feeling. You try something. Are you religious? No. Oh, you should like science then. Here's the thing. <laughs> I've dealt with so many things in the past. Here's the paperwork, Kiefer. This is how it is. And it's not on the track. I go by feeling. To me, riding is a feeling. We talk about it all the time. If you go ride and you like this bike and it's a feeling, you're going to haul ass. I really like the Blue Crew right now. You're going to haul ass. I don't know about that. So there, he, is, there is a lot to that. So every single bike has different vibrations and harmonics, and there's a lot to that, but you're really, really pinching hairs. So I'm just saying, if you we have a 971 Renthal 7.8 bar on my bike, and we get the same Renthal yep, in a cross barless, bar it'll flex. Me. I feel, still feel 7.8 crossbar flexes for mm. me. False. False. I don't care. I'm just saying. <laughs> and the dinosaurs are real or the dinosaurs are no. false? What is your favorite yeah. dinosaur? Fuck you guys because if you rode you would see what I'm talking about. Br Brachiosaurus? No. Listen. I'm telling you. Triceratops. Ride the bikes back to back late in the day. Late in the day at Glen Helen and tell me the 7 eighths doesn't feel different. All right. For the better. Okay. We got a handlebar question from Rick. Oh I, I got a feeling I'm going to end this because we're just going to go around and around. Yes. So Rick has a handlebar question uh, for Paul. What's up, Rick? Hey, uh, 
I was just curious. I had a guy tell me once that when you set up like the angle of your handlebar, you want it to be like as in line with the fork from like the side profile as much. That's kind of uh, like old school mentality, but people still do I that. I agree you with know? that. No, once I again, agree with that. Feeling once again, feeling. I agree with that. I don't. I don't. I, I think it's a. It becomes a leverage thing when you move the handlebars forward in front of the, basically going further than the in line with the forks. Then it becomes like a leverage thing to where you have less control when you're kind of riding. But but yeah, I think in line yeah. or so behind uh, it or, or further down is is how you do it. Paul's pretty much on the same page as me as far as positioning for me. Um, when you roll the bars up too far forward, the body positioning through corners throws everything off. Your elbows need to be bent, but not so far up where you don't have front wheel traction. Your arms, your arms get bent too much, and your bars, because your bars are rolled forward too much, your body positioning is off, and you don't have a lot of front wheel bite. Roll them back a little bit to a neutral, neutral position, like along with the fork legs. You have a more relaxed elbow bent position where you can... When I have, when I have a bar with a crossbar, I just put the bar, crossbar in the middle. Oh, see, I've sit there. the bar mounts. Of the bars, pinch that's balls. it. Yeah, yeah just like no. that, right in the middle. That's good. I will sit in my garage for ten minutes right. and fuck with my bars yeah. until I'll fuck with them for a bit, a couple rides, make some tunes, and then I'm, I get yeah. them and I'm good. That's it. Never got. What about them. what about when you bend a pair? Now you're are you back to square one, or do you no. kind of know where you, where you where you want? I bend them. They're out, and I'm tweaking again. Yeah, you're tweaking again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't um, think I'm that. Well, far. all right, there you go, Rick. Uh, uh, not. Yeah, so not, uh, Paul says not bad advice. Good advice. All right. Cool, man. Awesome. Th- thank you. Thank you. Hey, wait, Rick, you there? Yeah, I am. Do you want a set of Vortex bars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. VortexRacing.com. Awesome. We're going to give you a set of bars. Stay on the line. Tell Marks what size you want and what, what bend you want and all that. All right? Yeah, tell him what size you want. Awesome. All right. <laughs> VortexRacing.com. Thanks to Rick. That was funny. That was good. Yeah, that's what we do. Mm. Must be nice to get coffee. X-Brand... X-Brand goggle tear-offs. Let's do that. Must be nice. I bet you I get a bunch of hand, uh, handlebar questions. This, well, no, this is tear-off. Is that you still get handlebar it's questions. Yeah. the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand goggles are a choice of champions everywhere, like Aiden Kiefer and myself, uh, Ricky Brabeck, uh, Kyle Chisholm, Alex Ray, Freddie Norn. X-Brand goggles. Use the code PulpMX18 to save great goggles if you don't wear x brand you won't win it's that simple fantastic company great goggles. you see those gray ones i got oh, it's great it's so fire gray. fire wouldn't you want a bright color though bro high viz is out yeah it's no, out i'm not saying high viz is like last year bro yeah, high viz is out now we're stealth you better tell fxr that then <laughs> They're behind the times. Uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Do you know who Moser is? Never heard of him. Do you know who he is? Uh, no. No. All right. Uh, you got the information that quick? He's emailing me. Oh. Okay. See, I adapt to the situation. All right. Good job, Mark. Use that right. technology. Uh, awesome. 30 seconds are on the clock. Paul Pabrinos, Chris Kiefer, myself. Let's do this. Steve, if Pookie gets you a puppy for Christmas, what would you give her? Um, we're, I've already... I've already Deep got, dicking? No. Um, two point nine. Dicky. Uh, I've got her present. It's on the way, and it's fucking awesome. And uh, I can't tell her what it is because she's gonna okay. listen. So, so you are getting her something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, I totally caved on that whole thing. Yeah. Thirteen point eight. Yep. All right. Next question. Kiefer. The double deuce right now. Yeah. Heather always seems to be going above and beyond to keep you happy. Here we go. How do you reciprocate? Well, I'm Oral. just gonna give you a brief explanation of what <laughs> I did over the week. 
I was a very, very good husband. Heather was sick. I stayed home from work, canceled my test, um, made her some lunch, um, tucked her in, fixed some plumbing issues in the house. I was a very I had husbandry going on that day, and I just sat around with her just to be with her because I love her so much. Mm, 21.8. I got 22.5. Nice job. Paul, Kiefer is obviously in love with the Husky. Where do you rank it on your list of favorite bikes? Top two. What's the other one? Yamaha Blue Crew. Yeah. Oh, I, I think you meant all this your personal bikes, not like 450 shootout, right? No, just in general bikes right now. He just yeah. says, where do you rank it on your list of favorite bikes? Yeah. Top two. But I don't think not the shootout reason. Just probably bikes that you've had. Yeah. Oh, ridden. bikes you've had. Oh, it's your the life. best bike I've had in my life. Okay, there we go. I mean, even why, better, would, why would a bike from like 2002 even that, be better? Even better than, than that YZ that I helped on Pro Circuit YZ that I helped you, showed you how to wash back in the day when I was Red yeah, Dogs Yeah, this guy. thing's way better. Okay. Right. Yep. Yo, oh, you know, Robert Renard was, built he, that bike. He was racing and, and I was working at Timmy's and yeah. he learned how to wash a bike for me. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. then you need to go back to your rules and <laughs> fucking learn how to wash a bike. <laughs> no credit. None. All right. Next question. Steve, yep. what changes can we expect with the new TV package? Uh, I don't really know. Like Adam Stern was saying earlier, like seems to be in flux. Ralph's back. I know that. Jeff's out. Jeff's out. Ralph's back. I think there's going to be a rotating guests of analysts. The new chick is hot. Will Christian from the Outdoor Series? Don't remember. You don't remember? She can't remember. I remember. Hot, yep. She's uh, English. Who's hotter, Jenny or her? Hmm. Uh, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's <laughs> tough. Yeah, tough. Jenny was beautiful. Well, okay. Will ain't ugly. Yeah. Yeah, I got to see. I got to look at that. Okay. 28. Kiefer, which Suzuki has more room for improvement, the 250F or the 450F? Ooh, good question. Oh, Moser. Um, Buddies. I want to say 450. 7.8. Paul, after dusting off the wrenches for Dino down under, do you feel like you've lost your touch? Well... I didn't touch a wrench down under. I was there for moral support. Mm-hmm. We talked about lines. I I was just his his, his friend. Okay, so what the but hell? When I was there okay. helping, he didn't finish off the podium all night. Okay, so... Just want just to say Dino that. comes out, says he's lost his ride, he's going to privateer it. He rides all these different bikes. Yeah, and he goes back. And, and he I, just I'm riding Husky now? Yeah. Like that like that That's wh- where he's off. His his is what, But that what what happened to before that? What do you mean? I, I said, "Why don't you stay on a Husky and those guys can help you?" No, 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 no. Cuz it was up that. in the air at that point. Look, he was like saying, "I want to ride something that's giving me my best shot." Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what he told us. Well, I think the Husky, the Yamaha, and the Honda were all close for him, but then the the, the help was more readily available I don't know to why ride the help, a Husky. I don't know why the help wasn't there to start that. Right. It's really weird. Yeah. I think Rockstar is a big then, help for and, him. And then now he's going to say he's going off social media, but it's like, Dean, everyone likes your social media. They Just like for what, the month. doesn't matter. Like, we want to, people want to know what's going on with your deal and your whole thing, and you're off social media now. Like, ah, it's just, oh. He's focusing, Steve. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't like any of that. All right, next uh, question. Hairball. Yeah, he's fine. Steve. Yep. With Reed and JT both joining the RM Army, will this be the catalyst to repair their relationship? No. Paul? Uh-uh. No. But what, what, I don't understand this JT RM Army thing. What, what's going on? Dude, I have no idea. Okay. He got an RM? Yeah, he's RM Army now from Wheeler. He got an RM450. You're never, gone. He's in. He, right? he hasn't ridden. Well, as Wheeler said last week, they made an upgrade or whatever. But 
That Chris, was Chris Weaver can go fuck himself. That was funny though. It was, but uh, I don't know, bro. He doesn't seem to want to ride. He doesn't care about riding. Now he's no, got he a Suzuki. Yeah, now he's got a Suzuki, and does he just stare at it in his garage? I mean, what's the over under on number of rides? Three. I'll <laughs> take the say, under. I was gonna say five. I'll take the under. I'll say three. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't really get it. But hey, whatever. He's our army. I hope he rides Loretta. No chance. No shot. No, no chance. chance. No shot. No chance. Kiefer, list the mods you plan on making to your new bike. Whew. Well, right now I have FMF pipe. I have uh, a Vortex ignition on it. I have fuel. I have Pro Taper fusion bars. Race cut grips. Yeah, you have one third waffle grips. One third waffle grips. And I have a Guts Jason Anderson special seat with no ribs so my ass doesn't chafe. And that is all I'm going to do right now. I'm leaving the air forks on right now. One. Air forks on. Filter cage. I remove the screen. Yep. Put a two-stroke screen in. That helps. Or non-screen. Come on. It makes a difference. Throttle response, bro. Yep. More snappy. On a 450? Yep. It's not fake science. It's true. Right, next question. real life. Here we go. Paul, name a couple riders with the potential to be the biggest fantasy team killers in 2019. Jerry Robin, Christoph Porcel, but he don't race anymore. Christoph Porcel? Yeah, because he was a guy that was very good in practice. Uh, That's what you got to realize about fantasy. You got to stick to your guns a little bit and don't let the practice time sway you too much. Because just practice. So, Chad, you got to know Ken Roxon. Ken Roxon ain't going to be great in practice, but he's a gamer. He's going to show up. So, Chad is a gamer. Chad's a gamer. He'll be slow in practice. You know who so. I could see? Sorry to interrupt. You're not getting anywhere. Uh, <laughs> you know who I could see being a fantasy killer? Is AP. A fast lap. Maybe. A fast lap. And you're like, oh, it's on. And then a crash. Was he good at qualifying, though? He can lay it down. Hmm. All right. Next question. Hey. That's it. Next brand goggles, choice championship or eksbrand.com. Four fifty and two fifty is fantasy, right? Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Both classes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And God, I can't wait for you to play. I'm excited. And the triple crown races. We're gonna talk about it the whole way home. Because the triple no. crown qualifying yeah. is, is done in the in the in the day. For the triple crown races, we you you already know who's in the main. So every you already pick your whole team will be in the your main. whole team's in the main for the triple crown because so we, that's nice because there's not enough time to make everybody Hopefully. get their picks right. Who's driving home? You think me or you? Oh, I'll drive. Oh, cool! I love it. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Craig, you have a product. <laughs> Come on, I've had one glass of wine. Uh, Craig, Full you have glass. a product test suggestion for Kiefer? <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, Kiefer, I got a. Uh, I know you guys. I, first of all, Steve, I like your show. I just now really dove into Pulp MX like the last week. The last week. What do you yeah. think of welcome it? Welcome in. Honestly, welcome in. What the hell you been doing? It's Give us your honest opinion. Uh, man, I, I just had a baby, and I'm just I'm, I'm all out all out of whack. Okay, but, well, we've been doing uh, the show for eight years, so if you just had a baby, was your wife pregnant for eight years? Because we've been doing this for eight years, Craig. If you no, just, no. <laughs> if you just had no, a baby I, uh, taking on a new uh, hobby, like a show, it, it, bad timing. Yeah, I know, but my thing is, uh, about, you guys are talking about bars and all that stuff earlier. It's not actually about bars. It's about clamps. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I know you guys talk to Sipes a lot. Uh, Sipes runs XC Gear Clamps. Exceed. I don't know if Keeper or anybody has actually looked into those clamps at all, but you might want to look into testing those. I'll look at it. What's it called? XC Gear? 
XC Gear. The guy that owns it is Lance Smith. Okay. Uh, it's more in the off-road world, but yeah. I think moto guys could benefit from it. Yeah, I'll look at it. It's awesome. He also makes foot pegs. Um, he has these elastomers that he puts into the bar that takes vibration out. It gives you some flex, and he also does the same thing with foot pegs. Okay, XC Gear. I'll check it out. All right, Kiefer's writing XC it down Gear. right now. Yeah, man, guys, thanks. All right, thanks, buddy. Thanks for listening. Thanks, buddy. Um, all right. Um, what's next, Marks? Expert? Um, tweets or tweets? Yeah, there's no voicemails or anything. No, I forgot to do voicemails again. Shocking. Um, I'm mountain biking life now. Um, all right. <laughs> BTOsports.com tweeted Travis. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. BTOsports.com, whether it's a UTV, a road race bike, a mountain bike, a dirt bike, whatever it is, they got the same passion as you blasting through berms, uh, whatever it is, uh, whether it's head-to-toe uh, bike body gear, BTOsports.com has got you covered. A lot of our products that we uh, have partners with uh, are sold at BTOsports.com. If you call there and you say, hey, mm. I'm with Pulp MX, they'll give you a discount. Or, or put Put uh, Pulp MX in the uh, notes section on, on when you check out btosports.com. Please check them out. I uh, love these guys. They've been a big part of our show for a long time. And I just signed a new deal with them for 2019. They're so, having uh, a closeout deal right now at BTO for Alpine Star Tech 10 boots. A pretty good deal. Would you suggest that those... I would suggest if that's what you're going to do right now, buy up Tech 10 Older boot. Tech 10s. Yes. Okay. What about any until, other... Until... Until we shits get straightened out a little bit. I think in January we'll be right. back. But right now, I'm all about the MX3S life because the front tires and 33. So buy up the stock on Tech 10s and 3Ss. Everybody. What about any other boots and supercar teams at all? I don't know anything about any other boots. Okay. Thank all you. Right. Moving Fantastic. On. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> these tweets are sub- submitted to at Pulp MX Show. Travis Marks over there in the corner goes through them, picks the best ones. we got some... Questions for Paul and uh, and questions for Kiefer and myself. Uh, let's do this, Marks. Bet you mine are about handlebars. Probably a safe bet. <laughs> That's all I'm good for. From Troy Collier. With Roxton's track record of brutal crashes in every season of Supercross he's ever raced, do you guys think based on the fact we see him dial it down outdoors coming off injury, will he do the same in Supercross or will he make the same mistakes he was before by pushing it? I think he's going to be smarter and better. Yeah, it's such a broad question. It's not, yeah. it's not like Roxon goes in, I'm just going to fucking send it and blow my chances. It's like, yeah. shit happens. Yep. They're all pushing the envelope. Yep. But I think he's going to be smoother. I mean, you can't find a, a, a more sound, technical rider than Roxon. Watch the guy ride versus Tomac. Roxon looks way more in control than Tomac does. He rides the bike so good. Yes, he does. Never he, revs he, it. And no, and he has like a perfect style. His elbows are up and just perfect. Like his, his face feet. is nice too. Clinique for men. He's a good looking guy. His foot placement is good. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, next question. This one's from GL's Drunk Thoughts. In a pod with Swap, Pike talked about career ender insurance. Can you give more details of this and how much do top riders pay for health and or life insurance can, policies? Can I just say, I like Don Maeda. He's the reason I have that Levo and I've been enjoying that part of my life and I really like Swap. I don't know about running after a rider for a podcast when he's still in a state of mind where his face is held together with stitches and I guess people want to hear from him. Yeah, of course. That's why you do it. And I guess Pike could say no. I'm not a guy who does that, though. 
Do you know what I mean? I just I know people think this is the TMZ of Moto, and I, I'm all we're all, all we're doing is coming here and talking shit and talking about you know banging whores in this, but which we do. But um, <laughs> I don't know. It left me with a little bit like eh. But then on the other side, Weston could have said no. Yeah, when I, when I heard that Don did that, I wanted to listen. So yeah. it made me want to listen. I know. I just feel like it's... He, he did a podcast yeah. with um, yeah. Weston? So again, I, I would tell this to Don, you know, face to face, and I may... I, I, just, I just... Like, he just got back from France. You know? So well, I guess I might... My, my guess, my, why, do, why do you think that's not good? I just... I don't want to chase a guy like that. You like, don't hey, want, man! You don't want to be up his ass right, right. now. I just, I just give him some time. You know, maybe here's the thing. I think it was so with Wesson, it was so hush hush. We don't know nothing. He's yeah. in Europe. I mean, I was there. Only only updates we got unless you followed his chick. That's the only real right. updates you really got. And then yeah. he comes home. We I know mean, that he flew home. Yeah, I don't know. And if, he's, know, if he's able. Yeah. OK, I'm, I'm willing to say I'm, I'm wrong on this. But I mean, I, I ate lunch with him an hour before the crash. Yeah. Dinner. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I was hanging out with him and it just. And I didn't listen to the podcast, right. the whole thing yet. Um, Does his voice sound normal? He's, you can tell his shit's like wired, right, right, wired. Right. so he's right. wired. But um, I don't know. We gave him $2,400 thanks to you people for raffling, and I feel like that's what we did instead of chase him down for an interview. I don't know. Does Mark's, this, Mark's dick move or not? Not dick move, but Mark's... It's, why why Maeda? Why yeah. are you in competition? I mean, I no, fine. it's Who not cares? competition. No, no, no! It's not competition. I don't care about that. I like, think it was okay. I get your, I get your side too. But I think it was. I mean, like Roxon with the with the, with the surgery with the arm. I'm like I didn't. I, I'm not texting him to come on the show. I ran into Weston's dad at a coffee shop on Friday, and chatted him up a little bit about it, and and he was really open about it. And yeah, I don't know. He was, I just he was really nice. I just. It sounds like it's a rough deal, man. It's it awful. Does, yeah. It's awful. Okay, so that's all. That's um, it. Is this is he done for the year? Do we? I don't. I don't know what's going on. No, I think he's going to race outdoors. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. So, anyways, back to the career-ending insurance. Uh, I believe it was when I was involved with Red Dog. It was thirty-five grand a year. Does that sound about right, Paul? I was going to say you should know because I know Red Dog. Yeah, I think it was thirty-five grand a year and career-ending insurance. It's a million-dollar payout. I mean, you can pick the amount you want, but Davy did it too. Emic oh, did, did he, it. Did, Emic did, did it. Davy did it. So what's a career, what does that define? It's like a, uh, I've had an injury that I can no longer do my yeah. profession, so Red Dog, I get this payout because yeah. so, I'm retiring. I can't do my profession, so I yeah. get this million-dollar payout. It's mm. tax-free, too. Yeah. Um, Red Dog had 12 races after the injury to decide whether he wanted to keep, like, you know, 12 races to test this injury. And I think everybody has that sort of thing. You have to, you know, so. So you, you get hurt. And, you, and, and get this, Ernie... I've heard uh-huh. Ernie had the paperwork and hadn't turned it in yet. Oh, fuck. He had had it, and he was going to do it, and just one of those things. Thirty-five grand for a guy like Ernie back in the day it was nothing. That's a third-place finish. Why are we... Uh, that's you know? one guy we haven't talked to in a while. Why don't... Have, is it hard to get a podcast I with I think that? he's back home. You Costa should be Rica. able to get a podcast pretty easy with him. Yeah, I did do one. You did? After the injury, yeah. 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 But we haven't done one lately. No, no, not for a long time. be good to hear from him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so what else was it? How much was it? And what is it? Um, just more detail, more details, uh, how much do top riders pay yeah. for health insurance 30, and 30, or life insurance yeah, policies? Th- I don't know about life insurance, but yeah, 35 grand million dollar insurance basically is from what I gather. 
Uh, Rhino tried to get it. I think that wasn't allowed to get it. Um, yeah. what, what about just like normal health insurance that they pay for? Is it no idea? Yeah, more I don't know expensive what than I would think so. Sure, right? Think. Yeah, my fucking health insurance. Is... Pretty sure it's tough for like a guy like Pastrana to get insurance. Speaking of, Ernie was smooth rider. He was awesome. Yeah. yeah, he's an awesome rider. This one's from DJ Girl. No, just DJ. I was like, slide in a name in there for everyone to go, huh? Wait, just DJ? Uh, yeah, la, just la, DJ. La, la. Should uh, does nations be moved to once every two or maybe four years? Would it bring a more Olympics type feel to the race? I don't know. America, this this yeah, year was I pretty mean, fucking cool. I thought. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Sure. I mean, whatever. I, I don't know. It's what I don't. What I don't get, and I've said this over and over. There's only one person getting filthy rich on this race, and that's Ustream. The payout is nothing. The teams are spending thousands and thousands of dollars to go there. It's the high stress, high pressure. I mean, if I'm the USA, I'm just like, you know what? I might be like, fuck this. We don't need our guys to fucking get ragged on. We're spending all this money to go. We get nothing. No travel subsidies. No anything. You know what I mean? I just... To yeah. me, the, 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 the politics of that race, I'd be putting my hand up and being like, wait... Are so we sending a team this year? I think so. I, I've heard that you know they won't, but I, I would assume so. I don't think Roger manages it though. I do think some change finally. I think everybody's like, "Hey, Rog, you're not a team manager anymore." I think we've we had a send, long losing streak. We need to send Covington. We need to send Osborne. Yeah, yeah, and then whoever. Someone else, else has had go. that theory on our show. They said Osborne and Covington would go there to Belgium <laughs> for the whole month before. Osborne said he would already. They've been there. They've ridden right. that track. And... Right, Covington podium last year. So yeah, yeah. he's good at Aston. We don't do anything. We don't put any riders on different CCs. We don't pick anybody out of the box. We just fucking go with the same. You guys. That's why we get the result we get. Yeah. Yeah. Some of that. This one's from Tyson Jorgensen. So I'm wrong on the swap thing. You two think? I I think so. I think you're jumping a little bit. Okay. Fair enough. Where are we going? Yep. (laughs) For everyone, who do you think finishes better in Supercross points, assuming they race all 17 rounds? CR22, Dino, or Mookie? Dino. CR. CR. Dino. You guys want to put money on it? Ooh. Yes. 20 bucks. Thank you. 20 bucks? No. Really? Yeah. Can't wait to collect. score more points. That's what you said, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. End of the year, whoever finishes higher. Yeah, it's Chad. He's got it. And if they don't all race, yeah, they, have they both have to race 17. Oh, well, if one gets hurt, then. It, then the bet's off. Oh, fuck. That's. That's part of the bet. You got to The chances of three guys getting through seventeen that he just named, very low. Chad would stay healthy. Yeah, Chad would have the best odds. Yes, but, but yeah. From Zeke Green, what are Blake Wharton's plans for twenty nineteen? Ty Lube Honda, bro, two fifty class. And Ben Lemay, huh? Lemay, Ty Lube? No, Lemay is Teddy Parks, just oh, privateer okay. life. Um, from Lacey Swafford. For everyone, what is your favorite track of all time and why? Uh, mine is. I got two. I got. I I think I got one. I got three. I got one. Monster Mountain for me. Oh, it's good. I've been there. Monster Mountain. Mine is Is uh, Georgia, Alabama. Alabama. Mine's Hillbilly Hills, Georgia, (laughs) the regional that I raced, and it's because. This one rhythm section that I was stressing all day on a Friday, and it was a Saturday Sunday race, and I finally jumped it Saturday morning, 
and it was like this double, double, double up a hill and then double, double down or something. And you could go three, three to the top and then three all the way down and you'd gain like like six seconds Hold of on. lap You're picking least. a track for, for one jump section that you yes. nailed? I yes. mean, that's, that's it was your the, favorite track? It was the sickest rhythm section ever. Okay. And it was it was just, when you nailed it, it was like... Was it big? It was big. You fucking missed it. You're done? Yes. Mm. Really. One of the gnarliest things I've ever jumped ever. And you, if you wanted to win that day, you had to jump How it. many guys did it? Three in the A class. You and who else? Chad Ward... And I can't remember anybody else, but Kelly Smith did it was this thing gnarly. At, at Daniel Boone. It was like a four-four. It was two-two-two for normal people, mm-hmm. and him and Styles are going four-four. And I'm like, dude, and it was tight packed. And I'm like, if you dude. make a mistake, yeah. you're done. Uh, my, f- I got three. <clears throat> so in '87, I rode a CR80 at the halftime race at the Pro National in Edmonton. And it was an amazing track. They still do. It's called Antler Lake. It's up and it's old mining shafts, I guess. So it's up and down these hills. The dirt was epic. 1987. I've never forgotten about it. I couldn't believe how good of a track that was. Mm. Huge hills. Jumping down these hills. Dirt was loamy. Rollerball was there. Fucking, I got like fourth. Um, Millville. Mm-hmm. Awesome track. Yeah, I've written it, it a ton. Very good. Incredible track. When it's done, national prep, oh, yeah. you know? I had a Cowie intro there, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah? Yeah. And then uh, probably my third track would be, I used to love this track called Melita, Manitoba. It was wide open, hard packed, hilly, fast. You went in and out of a valley, like just, and there was an uphill, like LaRocco's Leap thing, and you would G out at the bottom and hit this thing, probably third or fourth on a 250, and you just get that feeling in your stomach, and you're just, and it's pretty safe, because the third one was just a mound. It wasn't yeah. like a death trap. And it was fucking amazing. What's the biggest jump you've ever jumped? 130. What, like where? Up, what was it? A tabletop thing? Yeah. What about you? I've never measured anything like that. I was only told this jump was 130 like by the track guys. Hmm. It was a s- single on to, and then a table. So there's a gap there. Mm-hmm. And so we'd go all the way over it. Hmm. But it was I, safe. Probably like, my next one would be bat track. Backtrack? Yeah. You motherfucker. <laughs> did you hear about that? Uh-uh. What did I not hear about? I drove to California. Well, I had my bike in the back. Oh, yeah. We were supposed to ride together. Yeah. But it rained yeah. on the day we were supposed yeah. to ride. I, I stayed at his house. I got my bike. I yeah. got, uh, fucking rained on. Yeah, shit happens. Can't go riding. Yeah. But yeah. then the next day, Paul came up yeah, and built the next that day, it was fucking epic. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ, for that rain. Yeah. <laughs> Thank well, you. Bad timing. All right. Next question. Did you guys talk about the changes to the 2019 factory dish? Yes. Yep. Okay. From Jimmy Roy, Kiefer, when I go to FMF's website and click on the anodized 4.1 carbon titanium full system with Mega Bomb, I cannot order it for my bike, which is a 19 FC 350. And it says the product is only available through an authorized Husky dealer. Yep. Any idea what the deal with this is? Yeah, so KTM and Husqvarna has a, have an exclusive deal with FMF where you have to purchase the product through the dealer. So they're trying to get um, people to go into the dealership more and purchase FMF products through your local dealer. Same price? Same everything? Same deal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But what from what I've heard... Is it, is it different from their stock 
Rack system? No, same. Oh, but you can't even buy the rack systems from FMF. No, only oh. for KTM and Husqvarna. You have to yeah, go yeah. through the power wow. parts deal. That's crazy, though. Um, what I heard was only supposed oh, to be like when they released the 2019 for the first six months. Yeah, it says until seven eighteen of 2019. Yeah, so it was six months only, and then mm-hmm. after that, they'll stock in an FMF. It, is the muffler for my Blue Crew? Is that a is that a running change done now? Yes. If you if you am ask, I good? yes. Okay. If you ask by January first. I'm pretty sure okay. you're good. This one's from Powerbomb Melon 27. Kiefer, when is the app coming out? January. F- uh, right here. You got an app? Uh, I, I wouldn't mind like an appetizer right now. January 10th. I could, I could go for a snack. Like I wouldn't mind like some potato skins. January 10th. Can we order something? Time Show's is, over soon. What time is it? It's a sex app I'm building. Mm-hmm. Are you? No, I wish. I tell what you are you building? Up. Heather could totally, like, she, first of all, she would do it. Yeah. Second of all, you would make so much money if she was like a cam girl. I know. That's yeah. what we talked about before. You can't do that, dude. Okay. So I'm afraid Aiden's homies would find it or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. This one's from Michael. Steve, how many episodes did you give Ping and his whiskey throttle show? I say no more than five. Oh, come on. Stop it. No, he'll he'll probably be fine. Yeah. Grant and him will be good, I think. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they they got to commit. They got money from Troy Lee. Like they're in for Troy Lee. You know, like yeah, they're they're in. The the funding thing is the problem. Why people would go away, but they have funding, so they're good. This one's from Spencer. I've never heard Kiefer talk about aftermarket foot pegs. Are they worth it? And if so, what model recommendations? So I struggle with this at times. Um, I've tried some that I like, and I've Paul's opinion is no, no. I I I'm about to say that. Yeah. So. I usually try to stick with stock and sharpen stock. That's usually how I do it. There is a few, a Kropovich. I just have some. I I just put some on the new Husky. They sell them in America. They're stock. They look like the stock one, but they're all made out of titanium. So basically, they're just the stock peg made out of titanium, and they're a little bit sharper and they're nice. The problem I have with pegs is when you buy them, they never sit the same way on the bikes like stock. So you get the stoppers on these pegs and sometimes these these pegs fold up a little higher a lot of the aftermarket ones do I think and I, it fucking annoys the shit out of me and they don't sit flat foot pegs are tough so I end up having to grind that stopping piece to make sure that foot peg is level and flush so I do like the, the aspect of the teeth being sharper um, I'm, I'm kind of anal when it comes to teeth height sometimes yep exactly you know who um, one Seven, like eighteen or seventeen out of nineteen GPs with these. Hmm. His name's Jeffrey Hurling. I've never heard of him. Is he good? Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when I gave my Husqvarna to Anthony at Husqvarna and Andy, they gave me those, and yeah, I like them. So they're nice. Jeffrey um, approved. But yeah, it's very difficult to get a peg that sits the same way as stock. But when you do, yeah, I like it. It's going to eat the shit out of your boots. Just know that. Yeah. I've dealt with that. Like when you're building a foot peg, it's it's very tricky when you're going from a design to an SLA or like a a rapid prototype to get them to sit right. Mm-hmm. You want them. You don't want them to be perfectly level. You want them to be a little Just bit tiny. up on the tie, but you don't want them to be too much. Yeah, it's tricky. Well, then you get the peg, and one side is up higher than the other, and it pisses me off. It's a tricky product to make. All right, next question. Michael wants to know, Paul, are you faster than Anton the hashtag guy? 
Is I that think a he, real question? I think he just wanted to use Anton the hashtag guy. Poor Anton. Yeah. I'm I'm offended by that. Yeah, he should. <laughs> yes, be. he's faster. If if people don't know. Yes. This was from Andres Papa Kiefer. Thanks for the Kiefer tested pods. They're so good. You say that if a bar is longer than 805, you should cut it to be between 800 and 805 millimeters. How does cutting three to four millimeters from the part that sticks out further than your pinky change the way it turns? Do you slide your hands out or is this hashtag fake science? No. So my buddy freaks out. He comes over and he'll cut the bars for me. He's like, how the fuck do you feel this? Like you're barely cut anything off of these bars. And so I go, that's fine. Let's put you to the test. And I, we cut them. I put, he rode the bar with, it was like 811. We cut it down to 804 and he could turn better. Um, he had better leverage and usually you think you would have more leverage having a longer bar. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, again, coming into corners, entering corners, I need a certain length of bar and anywhere between 800 to 805 is you, always my... Are you stock with? Me? Yeah. Personally? Yeah. yeah. Through 800? Yeah, 800. Yeah. And yeah. That's fine. But some pro tapers come 811. Um, I know Husqvarna band comes 811 and mm-hmm. it's just too long. That's the me. only one. Yeah. Wait, Carmichael? Uh, I got I got a tweet too. Uh, your all's wives are effing smoke shows way out of your all leagues. Yeah, we know that. All three of us. That's really? Yep. Appreciate the compliment. Yep. Yeah, nothing new. All right. Basement husbands. This one's from Abide. Paul, are Yamaha stock bars a pro taper product? And if not, who makes them? No. Um, they're not a pro taper product. They pro taper does offer a bend that's identical to what comes on stock come stock on the Yamahas. Um, I know who makes them, but I'm not at liberty to say. I think just professional. Just a done, it's a different vendor, yeah. Yeah. Can you say what they rhyme with? No. Okay. No one would know if I said the name anyway. This it's an Asian name that nobody knows. This one's from Johnny Mac. Steve had mentioned at some point Glenn Helen being off this year's schedule, but the tickets on sale today tweet from Racer X still has it listed. Is it back? No, it's not. It's gone. Everybody let yeah. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why Racer X would do that. I mean they own the damn nationals. So what are oh, they, they doing? Why are they like not looking at their schedule? It's gone. It's it's gonna be at Paula. The national? Uh, yeah. How's that gonna go with traffic? I would assume better. <laughs> I would be fine. I think they have to do something. I don't know. I I just wanna drop that um myself. And Dean Wilson are undefeated at Paula. Okay. We've never lost. Fantastic. Good to Just know. Just want to let you know. Yep. Never lost. Was that issue 52? 50. Oh. What are you talking about? News cycle news. Oh. Yeah. You know, the cycle news has the end of the year issue. Yep. Yeah, I like that. Okay. All right, last one from Jimmy. Tom, uh, what's more likely? Tomac wins the 450 championship. Cincerello wins his respective coast championship. Or Mathis surpasses Berluti's fastest lap times at Western Raceway. That motherfucker. What's the question again? What's more likely? Yeah. AC. Tomac. Tomac. I think Nick undersold AC a little bit. That's good. From what I hear, yeah. 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 He did. AC's going to be good. Yeah, Yeah, because you don't want to fucking be claiming all this shit. No, yeah. He's he's quietly confident. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, All right, that's the BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis. Word. Oh yeah, we, we don't. There, have, yeah, we don't, there's no outro. We got an outro yet? <laughs> Nothing for you, Travis. <laughs> no, no Travis questions. Uh, every once in a while we get one, but I I usually skip them because no one really wants to hear from me. So I just I want to hear about the Jason Ellis Courtney Marks fallout. That's <laughs> all I care about. Yep. That's that's <laughs> it. That's all I care about. Uh, that BTO still working Sp- on that, by the way. BTO Sports Talk. Well, thanks for bringing it funny up. Funny how ever since then, 
your chick is literally never never been around. Right. We can't seem to go to dinner with you guys. And now she's Nothing liking happens. your posts and on Instagram. And she liked my post mm-hmm. yesterday on Instagram. Yeah. Sliding into your DMs, yep. too. Speaking huh? of another person that has a hot wife that's out of his league. That was Marks? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. We're crushing it, boys. Yeah, I know. Uh, just call btlsports.com, mention Pulpamex, put it in the notes section. Uh, I love those guys uh, at uh, btlsports.com. They've got what you need uh, for a lot of our sponsors. Um, okay, all right. Uh, that's a wrap, unless you want to do After Dark. No. No? No. Okay, we'll save it. We got to go. You're Are you feeling me. okay? Yeah. You're not. I feel you, like he likes doing After Dark. You were excited about it earlier. When Heather's here. I'm bogging. You're killing me. Hey, we killed him on our mountain bike ride today. We killed him. Our e-bikes. I'm f- I'm ready to like I'm ready All to right, whoop this up. Dark. I'm in. I'm ready. That's it. That's it's 10:30. I'm in. Let's go. It's early. You better All have right. this. You better have the spunk on the way home then. I'll have it. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, you know the drill. We're gonna do after dark. But first, we're gonna read our sponsors. Thank yeah. our thank our guys. Thank Jeremy Martin, Nick Way. Are you Adam gonna Stern do the first for coming on? To come to your mind. Thing? Yeah. Yep. Your first thing that comes to your mind. Ready? Both of us. Yeah. Okay. Ready? First up, Paul. BTOsports.com. Mookie. And this was for Paul. Oh, sorry. Um, Just swap it. Go to the next one. Okay. okay. Mookie. Uh, fly Racing. JT. Race Tech Suspension. Engines. Revalve. Vortex Racing. Sprockets. Gear Alloy. Black Rams. Bruce MX. Graphics. Vertex Pistons. Husqvarna. X-Brown Goggles. Gray goggles. What is it? Gray? Great. Yeah, those new gray oh, ones. They say you said gray. Gray. They got a new gray yeah, goggle. I think. I it's called 50 Shades of Gray. It looks nice. Mission Starcross 5. Soft. Maxima USA. SC1. Steve Mathis' uh, favorite. Uh, what's can. it called? Something in a can? Mathis in a can. Mathis in a yeah. can. FMF. Uh, gnarly. Works Connection. Clutch Birch. By the way, the only thing I have on my bike, it's bone stock. Is a clutch perch. Is a clutch perch. We saw it. I did, I did feel that today, and it we felt saw good it. still. Yeah. Buttery. Yeah. 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 Those things are so good. Yeah. Those are like must-haves. Buttery. They're almost... Uh, as, yeah. Atlas Neck Brace. Who, who am I at? You're on Keefe. Kiefer. Atlas uh, Neck Brace. They're legit, and there's some, there's some science that just got released about 10 years of neck brace. Yeah, what? We, yeah, we need to cover that. Oh, Noof's coming in. We'll cover yep. that. Then. Yep. Uh, w Wheels. John Anderson. Never right. getting his Never wheels. Never getting his wheels. Go ahead. Uh, guts racing. Oh. Non-slip. No ribs. No ribs. Seat cover. Uh, Anderson spec. Yeah. Get data. Dan Truman. God damn. Pro filter. Oh, clean filters. Honda World Downey. Um, 30 minutes from anywhere in LA or something like and that. And your dad's got a ridgeline. My dad does have a ridgeline. Mm-hmm. Old one? No. New one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Ride engineering. Clamps. OGO. Pat Lopez. Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Honda job is filled now because of that. Is it? Yeah, I just got... Did you tell me that? I don't know what you're talking about. No, someone told me that from Honda. Because of the show? I don't know if it's because of the show. Oh. I just know it. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's all I know. Maybe it's because of the show. No. I hope it was. It's filled. No, I know, but I just hope that they heard on the show. And they know. got a qualified candidate from the show. That's if you, all. If you work for Honda, you're qualified. What? Was it for the race team or no? I don't it remember. wasn't. It was for R and D. No, I think it wasn't what, race team. No, what it was a uh, a pro, was it technician product? something? Was right? it like working with like the test guys? No, I don't. know. It's like something to do downstairs. I know the area. I just don't know what okay. it's called. All right. 
That's already too much information. Uh, all right, everybody. So thanks for listening. We're going to come back with Kiefer After Dark. Uh, Paul Probiners, Chris Kiefer, Travis Marks, myself. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks to our guests. Thanks to our sponsors. Fade out. This is the last show of the year. It's the last show of the year. We're back we January bring it. We better bring it. <laughs> I was going to say, I hope it was a good show. We're, we're coming back. When? 2019? I thought you're not covering the races anymore. <laughs> like, I thought you're out. You know what I mean? Some of that. There you go. We're coming back with Kiefer After Dark. I know we are. Jesus. Oh. <laughs> All right. And <laughs> fade. Okay. 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 I love the intro. Yeah. I love it. I've been in a strip club where the guy did that, I feel. Where oh, we've been man. trying to make it happen. We were going to make it. I could have stretched out for another 10 seconds. Too. Yeah, don't, because it was getting bad. <laughs> it uh, was long. So this is Keep After Dark. So if you have some children, uh, stop the show before we get to this. There's some stuff that might be a little it's gnarly. touchy subject here. we got some emails. Chris Kiefer will help you out with some of your personal problems. And uh, so we love doing these. And uh, so first up from uh, from John Doe. i got to get my shit ready. Okay. What Keep are you doing? Dark. I write shit down. All right, here During the... I'm serious about it. I can't wait to... to write, you don't need to write anything down. I want to watch this. Why would anyone want to eat ass? Sounds like a terrible idea and a recipe for bad breath. That must be why Ronnie Mac wears a bandana over his face. Okay, just like we talked about last week, it's a planning thing. Um, you go out with your chick and you go dancing in the club, you're not going to bring her home and eat her ass because it's probably had some funk up in it. Not to say that she's not clean, just natural. It's part of life. You get sweaty. Chances are, if she comes out of the shower and you do these things, this is when you want to eat ass. It's not like you're getting up in it and you're eating what's inside of it. You lick a little bit, you go it's... around it, and you have a little ass play. Chicks like it. Chicks like it. Okay. Most women like that. Half. Most. Half? I would, Half. That's even, that's even high. No. You do it the right way. It's fine. Uh, all right. Does it matter what music is playing at the club? Does that affect the funk, as you say? Absolutely. So is it funkier when it's like rap or is it funkier or, you know, what if it's what like it, a what nice, it, what, what if it's like a ballroom and it's like nice, graceful dancing? Maybe it's not that funky. I feel like a ballroom would be cool and it wouldn't Facebook, be hot. Facebook turned off, by the way. I feel like if you're in a, in a, in a club, it's way more warm. More funky. Yeah. So if it's classy, maybe it's not so classy when you get home. Got it. You know okay. what I'm saying? All right, next email. Uh, this is, uh, what's going on, gentlemen? This is Porch. I was going to give a fake name, but my jerky friends that listen to the show would hear the story and know it was me typing in, so fuck it. I'm using my real tag. <laughs> That's ballsy. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Kiefer, I need some after dark help. I'm 24. I'm two months out of a first real breakup, just short of one year. We butted heads a lot due to being both of our first real relationships, and we moved in together after four months. Our good times were amazing, and our 30 plus twos were the absolute best. But our bad times got a little gnarly. Nothing insane. It was just that we were both stubborn and would keep going with the argument and it would be a little longer or more often than necessary at times. We got better over time, but never had the same and never had the same fights. But as something new came up in the relationship that we didn't know how to deal with, it would turn into an argument and at times it felt like I couldn't communicate without her getting mad. I'm sure she had moments like that as well. Long story short, she ended up breaking up with me and I was absolutely destroyed. I know she was destroyed too. I went through some serious depression for about a month, but I've since gotten better, but still think about her every day and still have my moments where I struggle. Mm -hmm. I've tried doing motos with other girls and it's just not as fun. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately for me, there's still a part of me that thinks we could work in the future, work it out. 
her mom told me we may end up back together in the future and she told me maybe we can try again in six months the mom told her that okay has said that we need, need more growth that she told one of my friends that she knows she'll never meet anyone who treats her as good as i did with all that being said, it's been a tough process, and I know we are not end up, and we will not end up back together if we are supposed to. And I know we will not end up back together if we are supposed to. But I just wanted to hear how you dealt with it when you and Heather separated and got back together. It always helps to hear other people's perspectives. Sorry, this was uh, too long. Thanks for the time. I look forward to hearing this. Keep After Dark is a good segment that I look forward to. Thank you. What's the guy's name? Porch. Porch. So. It sounds like you guys left on good terms, which is nice. Um, Heather and I didn't leave on good terms. When Heather left... I don't think they left on good terms, to be honest. Well, it seems like she's still talking a little bit highly of him, you know, okay. and mom still likes him. So I yep. think that's okay. Um, but for me, I wouldn't take Heather leaving me back because it changed both of our lives. I learned some things she did. So this could be good for you and her. I will not eat cat poop. <laughs> and... I feel like the disagreements that you had together that you couldn't come to an agreement to and, and kind of meet in the middle is going to seem minuscule later on down the road. Time heals all. You trying to moto with other chicks, you're just not ready. Um, I didn't even think about sex. Shit. I didn't even think about sex for a long time. All I thought about every night was another dick going in Heather. Every night. That's what I thought about. Um, when I woke up in the morning, same thing. Who's she having sex with? What's the guy doing to her? How does she like it? What did I do wrong? Blah, blah, blah. You can torture yourself. So it's good that after a month or so, time is healing. You're getting better. And it'll keep getting better. And I think sex with other women will get better, but you're going to have to give yourself time to heal. So fast forward to you guys maybe getting back together. Let her do her thing. And if you guys are still in a good spot where you're still friends you know air quote friends send her a text every now and again and be like hey just letting you know I'm thinking about you you know hope you're having a good day um, even though we're not together um, the clock is ticking and I still think of you from time to time chicks like to hear that regardless if she sends the text back or not trust me I sent Heather pages of text about shit didn't get one fucking thing back. Really? Not never texted you back. Nothing. She basically said, "Look, this is a business transaction between you and I now. I'm giving you, you know, it's a business tra transaction with Aiden. That's all it was." Dude, what a savage. So, this shit would songs like this would come on. I'd lay in bed and I would write these fucking texts. Yeah. You know? And I would I would spill everything out to her, but you know what? Now that she's back, she told me, she's like, it was so hard for me not to fucking text you back because what you said meant a lot to me. So just because chicks don't respond, that shit stays with them. And she's going to find bigger assholes out there than you. You're, <laughs> I thought I was a dick. And then she, Heather went out and went out with a couple other dudes that were way bigger assholes. And she's like, wow, my dude wasn't so fucking bad. So what do you suggest for Porch? Just text Hang her tight, once in a while. Let it ride out. Text Go out with chicks. Do your thing with other chicks, but text your, your ex-chick from time to time. Say, hey, thinking about you today. That's it. Leave it short and sweet. You don't need pages of text like I did. <laughs> just chill down with that. True or false, though, you just asked Heather a few days ago what was the biggest cock she ever had <laughs> yes. while you guys were broken up. Yes. Okay. 
I'm like I'm the type of guy. Just checking. I'm the type of guy that I have to know every fucking nook and cranny of what happened for me to process <laughs> and for me to get over this. It's if I don't know, that's worse than me knowing. So yes, I found out that I wasn't the biggest cock she's ever had, which is fine. Great. You sound like you're dealing with it well. I'm fine with it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you like that. I have an average size penis. I wish I had a fork tube, but I do not have a fork tube. <laughs> okay. So anyway, All right. work through it, man. Time heals. Be hey. Best advice: be nice. Just kill her with kindness. I I swear to God, she'll come back. Just he's talking to the mom. So like it does he's in. It sounds yeah, like yeah. It, they all come yeah, back if, if you're, you're cool. Back and be careful, dude. Uh. All right. Next final question for Keeper After Dark. Okay. From Isaiah. It's a good song, by the way. Yo, this is for Kiefer. I'm 20 years old and I'm looking for some virgin tips. I have no girlfriend now, but for when the time comes, thanks for the content. Love the show. <sighs> I lost my virginity at 14. 14? Yeah. What a savage. Yeah. Basically. Dude, I think this chick's into me. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, virgin tips is you're going to be nervous for one. You're going to be super nervous. Um, if you can and you know you're going to have sex, like if you kind of have this planned out, I would beat off the day before you fucking have sex and get that fucker out of pre -game. there. Yeah, pre-game it up. Pre-game. Beat off. And that way when you do actually ha happen to do it, you're not so excited that you just release in two seconds because that's what I did. I was like, wah done. And she was like, I'm like, hey, that's what I got. <laughs> He's... <laughs> Hey, that's what I got. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he needs to be honest. Like, he's 20 at this point. Yeah. Like, but you need to, for sure, pregame the shit out of it. Know when you're going to do it, and then take your time. Don't be so in a hurry where you're just going to rush it and you want to stick it in. You'll It'll get there. Just take take care of her a little bit. Do things to her, and then work your way in. Trust me, it's going to be a better experience for you and her. And I don't even know if you're going to be with the chick that's a virgin or not. But for your experience, just take your time. And beat off before. Wow. I think we really learned something tonight. I mean, he's he's good at this. Yeah. He takes notes. He writes That's notes. right. He, he does. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm fucking blown away by the notes. Yep. <laughs> I have to remember. Like, yeah, it's he, port, he, Porch. Yeah. Four months. One year. I need yeah. to know this yes. shit. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Bullet points. <laughs> yeah. Because it matters how long. We dedicate this episode of that for Keeping the Dark to Christine. Christina, if you're out there somewhere, Who's? I still think about you sometimes. And the time, that two and a half minutes that we shared. Who's Christina? That was my first. Okay. It was my sister's friend. Oh, is this the one that like snuck in the room, banged you and left or something? No, this I was the one the that he was, was crying the about. I was, was in the shower. Matters? I was no. in the shower. She walked in. She's like, well, your dick's average size. I'm like, yeah. She's like, do you want to have sex? I'm like, okay. And I made a fire, built a fire that night in the living room. And I lay down an Afghan. So she, you know saw what Afghan you in the, she saw you in the shower. Yeah. She said, that looks fine. Let's do this thing. And it didn't happen right then? No, she said, you want to do it tonight? I'm like, yes. And how many hours later was the... Oh, I, had a, I was tweaking all day. It was like it was like 11. Oh, so she saw you in the morning. Yeah. And she came back that night. So I was salivating all day waiting for it. God damn, that's a decent story. Yeah. And then, was so in love with her, he yeah. would play Nothing Else Matters by Metallica and cry. So and I, had this, I had the single on the cassette. And his dad would... On cassette. I would, just, I would flip the fuck out of it in my stereo. Yeah. And I would just... And then oh, it, man, his dad was like, me. what are you doing? And he's just like crying. Nothing. Here, yeah. here. Chris? <laughs> <laughs> Are you alright? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> What's going on in there? 
No, nothing. <laughs> and right, nothing well, hey, and dinner's ready. Get the fuck outside. <laughs> really? And then nothing oh, else yeah. matters. Is just playing on a yeah. loop. That was my that was my sad emo song. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Because I boned her, and I thought we were gonna bone again. What? And she just never. Yeah, she was. I mean, obviously. How is communication? Two and a half minutes of her life was wasted. Yeah, but like, what's uh, what year is like? You're not even texting back then. It's no. like it's like send a letter. I saw her at school. Like she was a senior, I was a freshman. Oh, it was well, my, she wasn't going to talk well, to you at school. It was my sister's best friend. Okay, so, like, I feel like you would have had to, like, meet her after school or... Because or, she ain't Is talking... Your sister if, still if, talk if to her? She, no, she talked to me, but she said, I thought it would be best if we don't do that because I don't want you to fall in love with me. Oh, wow. What a savage she yeah. was. Yeah. Well, she was a slut. Yeah, she she threw down with a lot of dudes. Yeah, not scared. No. All right, everybody. It's been another Pulp Mech Show. Last one of the year. We will be back January 1. We have some exciting additions to the show to yeah. come up. Still working on some stuff. You still going to have the X-Brand tear-offs, you think? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Am, I coming, am I coming back next year? Did you get your uh, contract renewed? Yeah, I'm not really sure. The review process is still going on for Mark. Stick around. We'll see if we have... Uh, if if uh, Courtney so- slides in a few more times, does that help my chances? Or, yep. or it's definitely not going to hurt it. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. I'll uh, have a word when I get home. Uh, so we have uh, plenty to talk about and come January 1. Um, new sponsors, new people, new segments, hopefully. Maybe new commercials. Yeah, we got to work on a bunch of stuff. So. All that is going to be new. All that. Uh, but it's been a fun 2018, that's for sure. Yeah, it's been good. Fantastic. Thank you, Kiefer. What was the highlight, you think? Thank you. Oh, anytime Kiefer's up here, it's the highlight. No, no, hey, we never did the awards, though, did we? The Pulpies? Yeah. No, I kind of flaked on that. All right. Darkseid sent me an email. Uh-oh. Yeah, he dug a lot of work. I, I never did anything with it. He he went through the shows. I feel bad. Really? You're a dick, bro. I just... Gosh. It's a lot of work. It is. Janky had to do trophies. He didn't do trophies. Janky never emailed me either to yeah. like kind of say what maybe he was busy so I never got on it because Janky never emailed me and not blaming him I'm just saying like but I'm going to do best of on pulpmx.com this week so yeah. and honestly I wish like I need to make notes I will never do this you're never going to do that but after every show you're never going to do that jot down some stuff about who was a good guest who yeah. was a highlight take yeah. Yeah. take 10 minutes and do it and I will never do it yeah it's too much but it would be a great thing to have 10 minutes of notes for every show all year so who did it last year? Who took all the notes last year? Nobody. We just kind of talked about it. Okay. So, uh, all right, everybody. So thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. We're off next week. We'll be January one. We'll be the first show uh, back from the for, for the new year, the week of Anaheim one. Good God, that's scary. I can't believe Supercross is here already. Dude, me neither. I'm not ready. Here you go. Here we go. I'm not ready. Travel life. Keeper's going to go to nine races <laughs> for, for Pulp Mex this no, year. I'm You're not. going to nine races. Nine no. races. I'm looking forward you to that. You went to Atlanta once and you hated it. I'm out. That's it. And he only interviewed guys that made that didn't make the night show. Yeah, what was that? Come I don't on, know. you got to respect that. Respect it. Respect. Respect it. Mm. I like how he's trying to turn it around to be a good thing. I know. <laughs> I know. So you're telling me you're the one that gives all the fucking privateers shit, and then now I'm interviewing them. Now they're not cool enough anymore. All of them. I didn't do all of them. No, but you couldn't get one guy that raced the actual race. I, I thought I did. You didn't. Okay. <laughs> I remember most of it being just like, oh my God, the walk from the pits. That walk the track. was horrible. Oh, so the press far. box was too high. The walk was too far. It's all fucked. But you know what? You got nine of them this year to figure out which. They had Chick fil A, though. Yeah. You got nine good. of them this year to figure out which, which ones nine you are you going to. You think? I'm not going to nine. I'm going to the ones that have live shows. I'll do that. 
I'll help that out, and I'll be at the race then. If it's back east live show, I'll go and I'll stay all fucking night. Mm, all right. Uh, thanks to Jeremy Martin, Nick Way, uh, Adam Adam Stern also was great. Sports Business Journal, Journal, Sports Business Journal. Uh, Paul Perbino from Pro Taper, thank you again. Appreciate it. Nice job uh, coming down, and uh, Mountain Bike was fun. So thank you again. Thank you. PulpMexFantasyEverybody.com. Please check that out. Chris Kiefer. Thank you. Happy holidays. Thank you. you will be in uh, the end of January or beginning January 28th. Of Was that it? Okay. January 28th is your next time in here. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for coming down the last two weeks. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, good day of mountain biking and, and hanging out. Uh, and Marks, thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. See Happy you. holidays, everybody. Great See you job, next, Marks. Next year, maybe. Will Marks be back January 1? Um, I think he's taking Chinese New Year. So will Pulp MX Fantasy work? Yeah, we're yeah. good. We're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm doing some load testing as we speak. Load it. Load. Okay. We're loading it. And it's uh, and, solid. Uh, so thanks to you people. Thanks to SwissCore. It, it can take the load. Thanks to Moser. Take it. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks to Pookie. Thanks Ooh. to Heather. Thank you, Pookie. Thanks to Erica. Thanks, Heather. Paul's got a private Instagram, so none of you will see the photos he posts. Yeah, if you're wife. trying to friend request Paul, he ain't going to accept you, so don't worry about it. <sighs> yep. You're not going to see it to see his wife. Get off me with that stuff. <laughs> not at all. Erica's a good-looking woman. Mm-hmm. Classy. She's a good cook, too. Mm-hmm. She's good at a lot of stuff. Um, all right, everybody. So uh, thanks again for listening. Appreciate it. Spend time with your families this this year and holidays. Get off your phones. We's out of here. Wake up, Supercross. Eat, Supercross. Shit, Supercross. <laughs> Fuck, Supercross. <laughs> and sleep, Supercross. <laughs> There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. I am the sword inside your flame. 